Uh, PKA 551. This episode of PKA is brought to you by Blue Chew and Postmates with our good friend Filthy. Thank you so Mm -hmm. much for coming back. Are you you're you're in a home, right? At this point, you're not you're not still in the in the street. It's committed involuntarily. It's not a home so much, Teller, as it is the place I'm now at. A sanitarium, not an asylum. Yeah. (laughs) Are you asking about the house situation? Yeah, yeah, your house situation. Because I please don't. I close on that Friday morning. So that this is we're recording this Wednesday. So uh, Friday morning is when I will be uh, closing on that, and that's um, coming up real fast. And that's the final. You'll be fucking done. You'll have your own closing house. Thank yeah, God. Yeah. You've been dealing Tell with me, this We get forever. the keys. God, Tell me everything. I want to know. Like, um, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm trying not to dox you. So that's in my, that's in the, my, like the front of my Appreciate head. Appreciate it. Okay. Where in the country are you going to buy a house? Is it your first home? Tell first, me this. my first, first home. First number of your address. <laughs> you want the last four of my social my yeah okay um yeah. Yeah, i've been doing that though i didn't realize quite how invasive the process of of taking out a loan is for this mm-hmm. like like i mean i've never been so financially violated in my life for like by privacy elements of that right the number yeah. of times they've asked for everything and it's even worse as a as a streamer since i'm self-employed and i'm not an llc which mm-hmm. means that every they just don't they want like six levels of uh, verification of things that they, they, I got an email from um, the underwriter of the loan like two days ago. And she was like, can I speak to your HR department? And I'm like, I was like mind blown. I'm like, I've been giving you guys. Yeah. Well, (laughs) yeah. One one second. (laughs) This is Sven of HR. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god you would have been a great person to have around for that taylor it, it was an email unfortunately not a not a, a phone call but you just uh, that put a lot of umlauts perfect. over the the vowels so like ah, yeah. a different guy <laughs> but at this point like i mean they know more about me most probably than like my physician right like mm-hmm. the fact that they're now asking for something that's so clearly not going to be part of it i'm just like what what did i give you all this information for why did you demand every minute detail of my life if you weren't going to do anything with it and then ask me stupid questions like and did, did where's they, your like, hr department and they, they asked you like five times for all the info and it's like i i bought my first house a couple years ago and it was also my first experience and so like you know, when you're new to something, you assume everything is your fault. Like, I'm so sorry. Everything, it's all on me. Like, at the end of the process, it was like, this is the fourth time I've sent these bills and this bank statement to this guy. I'm pretty sure he's just, like, not checking his past emails from me and just writing to me. Can you send all this again? Can you send all this again? But it took me till the end of the process to be like, I'm not the jerk. Day one, I sent my shit to him. Yeah, and the yeah. departments don't seem to talk. Like the people, mm-hmm. so I'm working with a couple different departments, and it feels like I'm I'm doing everything in duplicate. So I don't know. I mean, this what is my first time find, with this. I have nothing to prepare to. What did you but, find financially violating? Were you sending like bank statements, uh, tax uh, returns? Yeah. yeah, both those. So and like, I mean, to me, that's normal apply for a loan kind of stuff. But to you, it's like, hey, you're invading my privacy. Why would you ask about my income? I understand why they would ask about income for loans. Like I understand mm-hmm. that that's going to be the process. It's just not a process I've ever done like that. Mm-hmm. Right. So I've never done something of this degree of, you know, for my finances, this much of my finances in a thing. So I've never had to do this like yeah. step of where they, you know, they stick a fucking finger up my ass and tell me to cough and I'm supposed to smile and be like, you want it again next week? You know, like <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit tired of that feeling. You've combined <laughs> procedures with that. <laughs> I think your doctor just likes to put his finger in your ass. <laughs> you grabbing your scrotum for this. <laughs> that's, that's like something that would happen. Happen in like a sketch, and then he would you do that, and he'd be like, "All right, the doctor will be in shortly." <laughs> <laughs> that's how it feels. That's that's a lot how it feels. So, you know. well, you got approved. T minus two days. 
and then mm-hmm. you'll be in a place with good internet. You won't have to be in that shitty office situation. Yeah. Oh, so I'm not, I'm not, with, not in the office yourself. Oh, okay. like, are, are, what, what have you told the world? What town are you going to live in? What state? Yeah. I bought a house in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Mm. So, okay. I was just yeah. in Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. I heard, well, I, let, I think we're going to probably get to your trip at some point. It sounds really interesting. Sounds, dude, not something dude. I think I would do personally, but it sounds interesting. But anyways, yeah. Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Iowa. Very That's, nice. You ran yeah. a ton of internet tests, so you're going to be solid forever, I'm sure. Uh, actually, it's funny. That was actually something that we, this was the second place we put an offer on, the first place we didn't get. But in the first place that we put a, a bid in for, um, that was, we we added that to the contract that we would have to do internet testing or that we could back out of it. And this one has, I called ahead of time, found out which places service it and I can get fiber there. So yes, <laughs> it's like not joking. Like that was actually a consideration. If I can't work from the place, it's useless, right? So. What an annoying bunch of nonsense to have to jump through as a Twitch streamer. Where like, yeah. it, it should be so easy. Like, oh, you just, I just go in my room and I turn on the thing and that's it. But no, you, you had to, the, the, I, I still remember, I don't know if it was the end of an episode or after we recorded when you turned around and showed that so sad, narrow oh, vertical window. And I was like, oh, oh, your soul filthy. Your, your eternal soul is being pulled away piece by piece. As if yeah. Twitch streaming doesn't do that in the first place. He has to do it from hell. Yeah. <laughs> And I guess um, every job does it, just different rates. <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of excited. I've got a big, big room down in the basement set up for this. So I'm going to mm-hmm. set up a VR, um, like a VR, like half the room for VR. Uh, get another mounted camera, paint the walls, put some green VR uh, like surface down, and then I'll have the stream room on the other side of that, so I can do both. I'm looking forward to a bunch of things of having my own space. For but sure. uh, did but you tell still. us what your bandwidth was already? Bandwidth for what? The new home. Like, do you have uh, hundred gigabit? Oh no, this is fiber. I'm paying. I'm paying business fiber at a. So no, it's going to be like twenty five up, twenty five down, Woody. Like it's not going to be like. Which isn't luxurious, but it's totally enough. It's enough for streaming, exactly. Yeah, 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 but not. Yes, it's it's not nice rates. It's slower. It's slower than um the cable for sure. Yeah. Is it expensive? Yeah, about one hundred fifty a month for that. I think. Yeah, I pay like one hundred fifty, and I get five hundred uh down and like two 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 hundred two hundred fifty up something like that. Which what is, is that's Atlanta. stable though. Yeah, it's Atlanta. Yeah. The quality uh, makes a big difference. The lag, the like, um, the the um, latency of pa- the consistency of the latency between the packets makes a big difference. Like there's yeah. a lot to look for in, in a good. In, I have just spent a month doing hotel internet, and you know I'd get them to run a good speed test, right? Like, oh, this thing's got like whatever, 17 megabit symmetrical internet. It's going to be great. And then I show up and it's like I'm multiplexing the internet or something like, like right, whose turn is it to get the megabits? Because <laughs> I'll be getting none for the next seven seconds as, as I try to tell a joke. And uh, It's rough. Yeah. Quality internet's a huge deal. And then like what region you're in is important too. Like it's, and mm-hmm. I guess it's game dependent, like, like being near one of the big, like five cities in the country, like, like might determine whether the game that you play has servers in that city. Like Atlanta's great. Uh, it seems like, they just put servers in Atlanta because like the biggest south and the like, biggest city in the southeast. So mm-hmm. like seems like I'm always good with games like like very very low latency. Uh, I'm sure obviously New York, LA, places like that are great. New York and Miami have um, transatlantic internet cables going to them, so they're usually well served. Mm. Uh, it makes a lot you, of sense. Have you guys looked into? I have. I haven't looked into it at all, but a friend of mine is like super excited about like the future of this Starlink internet connection, where it's all satellite driven. I guess like. 
Have you guys looked into that very much, or is that's it one of those like it's so far from? That's going to be great for. That's going to be great for people who don't have and can't get like the stuff that we just talked about. Uh, There's no way that that's going to be an improvement over fiber or cable. But it'll like, be a huge improvement, like if you live rurally. If you're, if you're, if you're one of those like, like that guy in the hangout the other day who's like middle of nowhere, Texas, like mm-hmm. talking about like the guy just loaned him his seventy thousand dollar pickup truck. Like, yeah, take this, go for a ride. Uh, yeah, that's like, awesome. That guy's gonna get Starlink. That like, is pretty like, sick. That like, part. it's gonna be like. Do you remember just a few years ago? It was like ah. GPS on my phone is hardly working right because you're in the middle of nowhere and I can't text and I can't call like now it's going to be like you can be in the middle of bumfuck Egypt and it's like ah this YouTube video had to buffer once can you imagine like, can you believe that like I don't like it I don't like they, it it's going to make horror movies even harder to explain their situation right they they let me Starlink so they say Starlink is going to be amazing Zach just wrote 100 megabits up 100 megabits down that's a great number that's it. I have gigabit my life changed zero when I went from like, I forget, I was like at a 70 or a hundred to a thousand. Mm-hmm. No difference. No difference. Like maybe the audio version of the podcast uploads faster, but basically no problem. Um, latency. Now, Zach said latency is a probably huge. He's guessing. Yeah. I've heard latency is not going to be a problem, but I just don't understand how a signal that goes to fucking space and back on hardware that's very difficult to update is going to be able to keep pace with terrestrial stuff. Not, not only are you having to like span that gap, but you're also Mm -hmm. having to deal with atmospheric conditions, right? It's going through the atmosphere and you've got to be losing some, there's gotta be some signal degradation there. Gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. If there's cloud cover, if there's a thunderstorm right above your house and you're trying to like, beam some sort of laser satellite signal down with internet and you're playing cod where like two ticks matter like yeah. i think I, I just it just can't be as good i was it, towards the beginning of my trip um like the hotel offered wi-fi and it was this really historic amazing hotel and i'm so excited mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah the the wi-fi seems down and she's like yeah did you see the dark clouds <laughs> like, 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 of course the Wi-Fi is down. Those clouds are so dark outside. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, oh, silly me. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I should have noticed the dark clouds. Yeah, dummy. Those aren't the those aren't the easily pass throughable clouds. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what she was saying. <laughs> and the rain takes the internet and refracts it all around. Sometimes things are right back up to space. <laughs> sounds, sounds sciencey. But but anyway, did you have, have fiber? Go ahead. No, no. I, was I, I was gonna say, did you have you had like the satellites in your backyards growing up that you could point to like a million, not a million, but like dozens of different satellites and get like all the like Japanese channels and stuff? No, I I, my grandparents had one of those, but I didn't know that was an option. I just oh, we had they so- got like a ton yeah. of shit tier channels, infinite can, channels. Can do one further back than that, Kyle. We had one on um, my dad installed on the roof. That was an antenna that would rotate. It wasn't a satellite antenna. It was just a regular antenna. So you'd rotate it to get different TV stations. Okay, yeah. I mean, we had that too at one point. Like, like I grew up in the south, like, like, like re- really rural areas. Like, like cable was net cable wasn't an option growing up, and it still isn't an option for like where my dad lives. Like, there is no cable. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a thing. You've got uh, you, you've either got set, you've got satellite, you've got like Direct TV, something like that for your for your like uh for TV stuff. And uh, but but no, we had that big fucking satellite dish, and I mean, it must have been bigger than eight feet, bigger than eight feet, maybe ten feet across. Like 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 mm-hmm. the pole that held it in the ground was like six inches in diameter, yeah. metal pole, concreted <laughs> into remember. the ground. It's part like, satellite dish and kind of part skate park. 
it looks like a radar dish. It looks like it looks <laughs> you, like you know we what's could funny? be detecting I, MIGs with it. I remember getting in trouble because we would play paintball with these shitty pumps in the backyard at my grandparents' house, and they'd be like, "Taylor, don't hide behind the satellite dish," because it'd just be <laughs> pumps of paintball. It's like, and it was like, "It's great cover, like it's huge," and I'm six. So. Grandpa's wrong. That was a great place yeah. to hide. Awesome yeah. place to hide. Yeah, my All grandpa right. didn't care. My grandma did because he so just Woody, keep it pointed what, at professional bull riding. So, Woody, how many weeks were you away from home exactly? Um, so I came home yesterday, which was the sixth, June fourth to July sixth. So okay, so so let's just call that a solid month. You were gone. Mm -hmm. What was the first thing Jackie said to you when you when you walked in the door? She oh, really? um she didn't tell Colin I was coming home. Oh. So as I was coming into the garage, she asked him to get something for her, and he saw me. And uh, so that was the, my initial impression. And then I think Jackie kissed me and um, said she was glad I was home or something like that. Told to take the trash out and do <laughs> the trash, <laughs> the trash. <laughs> 33 days worth of boxes have built up in the garage. 33 <laughs> days. We buy everything from Amazon. And it's worth noting that while I was gone, a 17 foot trampoline arrived for Colin's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the garage was so filled with boxes. I had a fire cooking on those fucking things this morning. They, first morning home. I had a fire. The fire was, it was a bonfire pretty much. We have um, like swings that sort of surround the pit. And um, they were, I was trying to keep them from burning up, pulling them back and everything. Nice. Uh, I was thinking it'd be funny if, like, as soon as you got home, Colin was just like, it's been, you know, uh, Walking Dead, the fuck? It's been, it's been a month. We're going to have to rewatch. I don't know. Dad, you said you were just getting cigarettes. <laughs> and then I realized you don't smoke. <laughs> Come back. Uh, no, we watched three episodes of Walking Dead last night uh, into the night. Nice. Uh, Good to be home. It is good to be home. Be. Um, yeah, a bunch of little projects to catch up on. I'm eating right again. That feels good. Little, little, it was hard to eat right on the road. I, I was about to say I mostly did well. You know, I'd order chicken and stuff, but it once like you can't eat well. There was a Sunday or two over the last month, and, and I, I never eat ice cream. Like not lately, anyway. And once discipline broke, it, it broke a lot. Fortunately, yeah. you know, they're all activity days, so I didn't really gain much. Jackie said I didn't mm -hmm. gain a pound. I probably did. But, um, I, didn't, but I didn't realize that Kyle's church had confession. Is he like, <laughs> absolved you now? Or? Uh, I probably should get absolved. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. But, uh, but yeah, it's so, more of a knighthood, uh, mostly, I think, <laughs> actually. But. but yeah, so I'm eating right. It's good to be home. Talk to Hope. Talk to Colin. Hung out with Jackie. Um, cleaned up the garage. Clean both motorcycles. Um, that's all I did. So far. was this a one-time trip? You think, or could you see yourself doing a full month of this again? Yeah, and and oh. I'm tuning into kind of like the end of this. So I don't know. How, I don't want to. If you've killed this on like a million other shows before this, talking about it, um, I don't want to go too deep into that again. But I'm curious, why? What, what was the? What was the thought? Or what were you planning? What was your oh. plan? All right. So both of those. Taylor is the one-time everything. I think a month was probably too long. Yeah, um, I, I think maybe next time around, like two weeks or even two and a half weeks would be a better or, or, a, or a day. Like, God, no, damn. no, no, you can't do it in a day. I, like, you know, like what, what, maybe next time I, you know, loop around Mexico City or something, but it shouldn't take 33 days to do that. Um, you know, maybe next time the Horn of Gibraltar, you know, <laughs> little trip. There's a beautiful like, trail in Mogadishu. <laughs> yeah, like, like, but. 
Uh, I had two motorcycle friends that did a similar trip at about the same time. But instead of taking dirt roads all the way out to Colorado and, you know, twisty roads all the way back in my case, they just ripped out two days, like 800 miles a day, got there, played around, then ripped back. And so they did a 10 day trip instead of, you know, 30 something. Yeah. Maybe that next time. But and then that's what. Please continue. Oh, I'm sorry. Filthy asked the why. And um, I think I just had to get out. Like I was a little locked down for COVID for a year and a half. Um, every winter, I kind of get this like seasonal effect disorder and I come rocketing out for spring, wanting to fly my paramotor, you know, rip around on the boat, do the acro thing and just recharge my solar batteries that happiness seems to run on for me. And this time around, I, I just, I needed more. I saw a meme the other day and it's this guy uh, sitting on a park bench and it's like, nice spring or summer day and he's just like looking around he's and he says to himself the depression wasn't seasonal (laughs) 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 i love that that made me think of you (laughs) yeah Yeah. every every winter i'm i'm counting the days it's an annual thing where i talk to my online friends i'm like you know it's, it's it's january 29th this is technically the coldest day on average in raleigh every year from here on out we should be warming up you know it is december 22nd there will be no point in which my side of the hemisphere is further from the sun than it is today it has to get better it just yep. has to we're going to t- tilting back like these are the things that i say to get myself through the winter and this year it was like 12 months of winter and i was just shot out of a cannon you guys ever yeah. done a river float yeah, yeah. Sure. like the all right yeah what have- rafting or tubing or i've done both or, uh the the real relaxing ones where you you know you sit on floats yeah. and you kind of slowly get carried by the car- carried by the current and you have the bag we yeah. in a ziploc bag and then your fucking beers on one of the floats that comes with you i imagine yep. woody's next trip is going to be that but it's going to be on paramotors so it's going to be his main major like his personal paramotor that he uses for transport and he's going to be towing his cooler and his weed bag <laughs> on like two other like floating ones that come with him that's how, that's how i was imagining your next trip when you're like the we we actually, <laughs> we actually got Woody to uh, to smoke a little weed while he was in Colorado, so that was yeah. fun. And only yeah. in Colorado, only yes. in Colorado. I definitely did not bring it home with the intention to share it with Jackie. That's <laughs> not, <laughs> that's that is not a thing. <laughs> I, I just can't wait till like three weeks from now, Woody shows up on the show with like a Rasta man hat. <laughs> so I thought when he came on with the headphones with the red, How's I thought it, it was going, a necklace, boys? one of like the surfer necklaces, the like choker ones that the guys wear sometimes. I'm like, he's changed yeah. a lot, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> like, God, this is my Jamaican accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm yeah, glad you I, enjoyed um, it. I've been so fucking sick this week. I I I was I was gonna go buy that motorcycle yesterday. Like that was my intention to like go oh, get it. Close. And uh, and I felt so fucking shitty that like when I got home from like doing my stuff and like took a shower and like sat in bed and like the cold sheets, I was just like, this is where I need to be. This is where I need to be. And then I had to do PKN with Taylor. We got that knocked out. So there just wasn't any time yesterday. And then I was looking. I was like, could I do it today? I slept until eleven. I slept. I went to bed last night at like midnight and slept until eleven p.m. Like that's like, good. When you sleep a bunch, it means you're hopefully. Getting I'm sleeping better. so much because I'm so fucking sick. It's it's. I'm I'm really dope right, right now. now. To- I'm super doped up on uh, like Dayquil. Like I drink mm-hmm. way too much, and I've got like cloudy brain right now. It's hard to like <laughs> do anything. Um, I was having such a hard time sharing that file with uh with Zach before the show. I, I I'm a I'm an idiot right now. 
but uh but yeah i think tomorrow i'm gonna i'm gonna go by and at the very least like figure out what the price would be and negotiate a bit and also try to like bundle like all my gear mm -hmm. with the bike and then get like an out the door price on everything and uh if like that number is pretty good um, i think i might just buy it and like get i'm sure they'll deliver it to my house because what you might ask for on all the gear is just employee pricing like i don't know what that is but it's like a nice it's, it's one way to add like i don't know what percentage off to ask or anything but that might be one way to phrase it yeah yeah i agree like like i i would be happy to pay like sticker for the bike if they would like get, give me the gear at cost or something like that i might offer i might say that or something like that and then just continue haggling at each step of the way. Um, I think the interest rates are super low, like 2% or something right. like that. Have um, I told you what my insurance costs? It's super cheap. And, and when you take the class, you save like 200 more dollars or something like that. You can't For, save 200 more. I, I mean, $11 a month. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. If you save two hundred dollars, they start paying. They me. start paying me. <laughs> Eleven dollars a month for bike insurance. I don't have right? um, uh, collision, right? So I just whatever. If I crash it, I'll buy another one. And I just have. I have a lot of liability though. It's. I think I have a million dollars I carry or something, so that I don't get ruined if I yeah it fucks things up. And uh, yeah, it, it just doesn't cost very much. My wife rides and. Uh, as of probably two years ago, she got her license for that and uh, carries motorcycle insurance throughout the year as well. And I know she's paying more than 11 bucks a, a month now. I know I have. I mean, it's like $11.65. Like it's more than 11. It's like a little less than Netflix. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I think I, I, I'm going to, I want to get the bike. And then I think having the bike will make me like go get like the course done and everything. And I kind of want to do the course on my bike um, and with my gear. And part of it is like, I have this thing where like, I don't want to buy two helmets because it, for some reason it seems dumb to like buy a cheap helmet to take the course and then go start the process of like, all right, well, I want this nice helmet that matches my suit that matches my bike. And like, like, yeah. I, I don't know. It just, it's, it's easier for my like ADD mind to be like getting it all done in one shot. Everything. All right. We got all the gear. Got a guy, got the bike, got the insurance. Now we'll do the course. Now we'll get the permit. Now we can ride. And I, I can knock that out in a week, I think. Oh, for sure. I mean, the course is two days. Yeah, yeah I think it'll take it you a while days. to schedule the course. But you can mm. get your permit, which is – it's different. I, we talked about this before. So in fast forward for Filthy's benefit, a permit for a motorcyclist only has two restrictions on it in North Carolina. And I'm pretty sure that's similar. One is that you can't have a passenger. And the other is that it lasts a year. Outside of that, like you pretty much have a license. You can go to every state. You can ride at night. You can ride, you know, it, it's pretty much a license. It's all I need. I don't care about the license. Like, like I just, like, like when you put it like that, I never want a passenger. Like, not only do I not, first of all, that bike seems too small to put a, put a fucking chick on, uh, plus me. Mm -hmm. uh, and like, second of all, like, I wouldn't put a chick on the back unless she's got gear anyway. And if, if I don't know any women who are dumb enough to get on the back of that motherfucker. <laughs> and, and like the one chick I do know that you like, need to what? hang out with dumber women. You're on, I, you're I mean, you gotta be a dumb bitch to get on the back of a motorcycle with me. Like, like <laughs> I, I'm worried to ride the motorcycle to begin with uh, my own safety. I'll and, do and, it. 
You'll get on the back of my motorcycle. <laughs> I totally would. It'd be funny oh if you like on your Tinder date, you're like dress sexy for me, and you're, like you pull up wearing plate mail. <laughs> so, oh, no, no, be, I don't care what you wear. That'd be a great fucking like picture, like like you you riding on the back of my motorcycle, and that's just like giving the wave. That's, <laughs> With the might have to make that happen. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm uh, I've got like 85 days left on my probation, so I I'm if I, if I do pull the trigger on this, um, if uh, if like. And I think I will. Like, like I'm, I'm pretty determined to go tomorrow and do this thing. Um, I'm really strongly considering riding it all the way to Colorado. And really, uh, it, yeah, I'm gonna like as soon as I get it. Like, if I'm gonna ask my probation officer in advance, like, hey, I, I want to like ride out west uh, at the end of my probation. Could I, could I leave on like the last day of um, September? And just, you know, start my motorcycle ride across the country. And if he says yes, then I'm just going to cancel my plane ticket. I got like that, I don't know, $25 extra and you can cancel yeah. at any point trip or whatever. Trip insurance or whatever. Trip insurance, yeah. I looked up the top speed on that bike. It's high. It's, it's 124, if I recall. Yeah, it's too and fast. I use it as a proxy for like, is this speed comfortable, right? If the top speed's 124, then it can probably go 90 all the way from here to Colorado or 95, yep. or, you know, whatever it is you want. Yeah, I think I could knock that trip out in two and a half days comfortably. Do you think you'd want to, though? Yes. Like, I feel like you're going to get right up to that like freedom, and you're like, I want to be in Colorado in two and a half hours, three It's hours. not how I would do it. No, I no would... but I leave early. I'm not. <laughs> oh, yeah, see, that's oh, what I'm okay. saying. Like, like, I, and, and see, that's how I know. Like, like, I think that if I were just going somewhere, like going to Colorado for like funsies, mm. three and a half, four days maybe. But because I'm like, all right. I'm a, I'll be free to smoke weed and in Colorado in like two two days. Can I get there in two days? Yes, I can. Yes. Can I you can. leave four days before you're a free man? Or is that like maybe. asking more? You know, like I, it, I mean, maybe that's I'll, how I would do it. I would take four days, take more enjoyable roads, cool. and arrive yeah. the same day. I you might do, do that. Some, yeah. It's like mental edging for the weed. Oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's been edging for years. I've been edging for years. It's gonna be a goddamn explosion. It's gonna be extra watery. It's gonna be great. I'm I'm very excited for it. <laughs> it's gonna be extra uh, watery. Extra watery. Yeah. <laughs> you'll still have pumped you that prostate that that fluid right into your load. It's gonna be creamy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you edge for like you edge for like three or four hours. Is that extra watery load? It's 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 potent. Yeah. <laughs> extra watery. <laughs> it's funny everybody knows the degenerates in the audience got that reference for sure there's some guys even degenerates. Like, everybody who's ever oh, fucking okay. edged. i don't know some some people don't even know some people some people don't know things wow a bunch of people don't even fucking know man well <laughs> next time you're fucking hold back your load a few times and it's gonna come out waterier and more Water. yes there you go don't ask or you don't you don't have to do that if you take the load stack Ah, and the lo like, you have to get that going. Derek like, says it's in, in manufacturing process now. They Good. are like pumping <laughs> bottles out. So they'll be ready for February, probably. I, look, man, look. <laughs> I did my part. Look, you got you any complaints? Yeah. If I got any complaints, you direct them toward Derek. If you have the balls to, to fucking complain to Derek. Yeah, uh, right. uh, say it in a comment on his Sandra videos. Space. He'll hate that. Say it in space. For the algorithm, he'll, he'll appreciate it. Yeah, um, <laughs> go, go say it to Derek's face. Um, and uh, and uh, and say it loud and proud, like stick your chest out and let yeah, him say know. it right into his fucking delt. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the size of a fucking 
<laughs> oh, gorilla love. shoulder. Yeah. Um, but but like I did my part of that thing, you know, like almost a year ago now. Like it's maybe not that long, like eight eight months ago or whatever. It's oh, just it the definitely... process of like making a product is more uh involved than I think most people imagine. We're not we're not like branding some water bottles or t-shirts here. We're making a supplement. I was gonna say drug, but it's not FDA FDA approval is not required, so it's not technically a drug, but we're making a supplement. And it's not one of those make-believe supplements that I'm not going to name the Twitch streamers who have their own like fucking pre-workouts and stuff that are just fucking nonsense. But we're not doing that. We're making a real thing. that. Like, Kyle and I spent a lot of time, even before we brought it up on the show, texting back and forth like, wait, you do this load stack too? Me too. What do you use? Oh, yeah. I'm going to try adding uh, this. Oh, I added this. You guys think my shirtless <laughs> pictures are rough. You should see the load pics. They've oh. been standing back and forth. Oh. <laughs> and just because I haven't been on in a couple of months here, Taylor, is your girlfriend, wife pregnant yet? I forgot. My wife my is, not, is not pregnant yet. No. Not okay. Yet. So are these load stacks also contraceptives? No. Well, definitely no. no. A reverse contraceptive. It's making the, the not safe well, that sex doesn't having even scarier. But, you know, we do want kids before too long, so that wouldn't be too much of a problem if it was. Hopefully my kids would just come a lot, you know. You know how, like, a kid can be born <laughs> addicted to heroin? My kids are going to be born coming a lot. They're going to be edgelords. <laughs> Your children are going to be born addicted edgelords. To, yeah, addicted to ex, uh, extra toasty cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> I've been and eating prosciutto. a lot of those. And prosciutto. Oh, I've, like, started putting out feelers to set up the big uh, – uh, charcuterie party you know and so hopefully in like a month or so i can set that up and we can carve into that prosciutto leg have a big fatty feast it's going to be great looking forward to that yeah i want to see what it looks Do like when we know? cut into it yeah i'll ah, so buy a prosciutto leg for, for my his, wedding, for his wedding i got him a whole leg of prosciutto it's that's <laughs> like 25 pounds or something stupid like like a big fucking so, you're talking the wheels no, the whole fucking leg. leg. The, the whole leg that came oh, with the knife and a stand. I was thinking cheese. Yeah. The cheese comment about. Anyways, okay. Oh yeah, yeah I got yeah. you now. I'm on top. I got it now. I'm, I get I'm it now. I'm up. tracking. I'm tracking. Yeah, I'm yeah. like a leg of cheese. I've never heard it called that. Yeah. So yeah, I, I talk to Derek like once a week or something like that uh, about a whole bunch of stuff, and uh, he always gives me. It, it's always like, you know, sorry for the delay. He, he's. I know he's like really grinding on youtube like making two videos a day plus he's got like uh mm -hmm. his uh his clinic he runs and uh he's he's obviously doing this thing for us and uh i'm sure he's got other projects that i'm not even aware of so like he's he's kind of run threadbare and uh he's putting as much time into it as he can but at this point it's in the hands of manufacturers so yeah um anything, and the product you know? does work it makes it's like kyle send me photos and i'm like man that that's a lot of bird shit oh wait yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> oh. I just sent him a picture of a girl wearing an eye patch. I just came over all, all over <laughs> this guy's Camry. Teaching <laughs> 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 a double park. <laughs> if you're just back to him beating up, parked under my balcony. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Next to cool. fire hydrant. So uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Yeah. This yeah. is where the wife works, I guess. Yeah, or in that um, that area. Yeah, I want to know without doxing you yet. So, does she work in a university? Yes. Yeah. Okay. She's a university. She's a psychology professor. So she got oh. to finish a doctorate, and this is her second job out of high, uh, high school, out of um, her <laughs> PhD program. <laughs> She's oh. a very good high school student. Yeah, that's right. I gave her a PhD. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, so it, she's. On a tenure track, probably she's young. Yeah, yeah, likes it here, likes her colleagues. So I guess she told me, which didn't. 
she told me at some point recently because we're gonna do we're gonna do this a bit about a year later we're gonna buy about a year later we're gonna spend this the about a year looking was the plan right or rather we were coming up to like renewing our lease and we were gonna look before then if we found something so be it if we didn't so be it we kind of look at, through it and the market's ridiculous right now so everything goes like instantly so yeah. you know, like a house is on there they're, they're saying it was like 40 percent of houses sell like the day they're listed or something stupid wow, like that that's... it's so dumb i knew it's, it like, was crazy ever to buy that's so crazy but carry yeah. on yeah but she informed me some night we came back from a walk or something and she informed me she's like i'm ready for a house and i was just like looking around like i was like it kind of struck me in that moment of like mm -hmm. how differently we think about things right like what was the impetus for me like i was looking around for something external that might have thought and put that into her head like we like our apartment mm -hmm. it's a really bad time to buy it's a lot of fucking money and it's a big ass commitment to an area you know and it's like but she was like yep we're ready to get one. I'm like, what are you talking about? We're ready to get one. Where did that come from? Like, it just, it's just, I don't know, struck me really. Did she tell you, like, I just want more space, like more of my <laughs> own space? Could you go on some trips? She asked, but no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I think for her, it's a little bit, you know, she does a lot of the housemate, the, the homemaking stuff. So, like, mm -hmm. you know, she's the one putting up pictures in the walls and painting this and rearranging that and wants plants here kind of shit. And it, you don't want kids. It, Is that right? No, I don't want kids. So. I think so. Yeah, it's you how know, I can afford know, a mortgage. You know how I knew that? The mortgage? No, because you're intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bitch. This tracks. You have kids. <laughs> I know. The guy with the 130 plus IQ down there knows what's up. Okay. <laughs> what is texting me? Don't do it. <laughs> uh, no, actually, yeah. that's how I was about marriage. Like, I uh, sort of waited, 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 and then I was like, okay. I'm wait a goddamn now. minute. You waited, waited, waited. Two or 22, right? Four years, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We started I mean, dating. I was 18. And, like, I don't know. It was just kind of known. But okay, you're actually, I think I, I was, I think it was 22 when I got engaged and 23 when I got married. That's fair. That's fair. And you went to that, like, class as well. We did. Yeah. He, he's talking like about something called engagement encounter. And it was something the church did, maybe Catholic Either church, fencing but... or re or religion. I don't know which. <laughs> and uh, so I'm not a big church person at all. Mm -hmm. But in order to get married in a church, which we wanted to do, we had to attend this engagement encounter class. And it was a weekend thing where priests counsel you on being married. And I'm like, is there anyone fucking less qualified on earth than this <laughs> than a priest to tell me Outside about marriage? perspective, maybe. Jesus Christ. And, and it, I went into that thing with the worst attitude. You know, like I try to keep it inside, but that's not really my specialty. Nope. And uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an open book. And, uh, you know, but it was like, hey, Jackie wants to get married in the church. Uh, this is just one of the steps you have to go through. Cool. And it was fantastic. It was fantastic. Even the priest was like, he would humbly give advice and talk about, you know, things that he did know. And then there were uh, longer, like long-term marriages, I'm trying to say, you know, couples who came in and talked about like some of their experiences, mm -hmm. you know, arguments and debates they would have over finance and sex and more. And um, some of the stuff was a little church tainted bullshit. Like yeah. they, they advised the pullout method. Um I, you know, I was Taylor. just like, <laughs> I was I'm not like, doing oh. that because of God. I'm doing that because God himself. <laughs> but like, <laughs> oh, and another thing is they advised like financially, they're like, give to the church. And then, you know, like uh, money can kind of take care of itself. But, but um, 
like so, so there was a little bit of church tainting but by and large it was a really good thing and jackie and i had talked about how many kids we want where we want to live priorities children career etc cetera, etc cetera. but there were other couples who didn't and like i could see how much value they were getting like how are you entering marriage and during mm -hmm. this engagement encounter kind of hammering out the kids thing people um, are so stupid wait so Indeed. people average they, showed excited, up, right? they showed up without even like the talking about kids or like they were engaged without even talking about kids like like yeah there That's were people bizarre. who were like breaking new ground on some of these conversations and while we weren't breaking new ground it was kind of nice to have almost like a formally led conversation mm -hmm. about kids and stuff you know and it also it, had to feel nice to see like how far ahead of the other couples you were like like hey i think <laughs> We've got our shit together here. <laughs> yeah, there were there were some couples who were our peers, and other couples who really didn't have their shit together. Um, but all together, it was a really good thing. And you know, even I forget the context of it, but the priest was talking. The priest was talking about how he didn't have his shit together for a while. He was like the partying priest. He was an alcoholic, and that's really not uncommon. I know a girl who. Oh, oh yeah, mother, like a, if you have like a bunch of Catholic family, like you know that like like my dad's side of the family is very Catholic, and so like they'll have their parties with their wine and everything, and priests will just show up sometimes because they're part of the community, <laughs> and they will get tanked. Like they'll yes. get straight up just wine drunk. That's what cares. he would do, and but he was young, mm -hmm. and from the time he was like, I'm gonna make up numbers, but like 24 to say 30, the perception of him shifted. At 24, he's young and he's carefree and he's mm -hmm. kind of fun. He's the partying priest. We all like him. At 30, it was like, dude, the fuck? Like, yeah. why are you getting drunk on my wine? You know, you, like you should be past <laughs> that. Uh, and um, and he did get past it. He did get his act together. And um, But it was neat to hear like him talk about his maturation process and, uh, you know, how people age and stuff. But anyway, I got a lot of the engagement encounter. If they make you go to it, you know, maybe uh, you will too. We didn't my get married in the church, is, so we didn't do that. No, I was sort of talking to the audience, but oh. yeah, yeah. My brother's Did, wife is Catholic, and he flat out refused to do that. I was proud of him for that, actually, because yeah. he took a stand on that one. He just said, I'm not doing that. It's ridiculous. I refuse to have a priest come into like the, my relationship with my wife. And it sounded like yours was actually really positive, Woody, but you hear a lot of the opposite from those those, those oh. encounters as well. So. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure it depends on the priest. How the encounter actually is. Like, There's something to be said about, like, and this is kind of nonsense. You know, like this is this is kind of nonsensical. Like, like not only is it kind of weird to have a third person kind of come into the relationship and be like, yeah, like bless the whole thing, but that person in particular, like, yeah, like, that's the thing that gets me. Like, I, I definitely think an outside perspective can be useful. So can like a neutral party who's looking to like, you know, it's essentially a psychology, right? You're, a counselor, you're, you're like, like if, you, if you had a yeah, psychologist yeah, sure. or a, a counselor of some kinds, a marriage counselor would be like the ideal person, like like someone yeah. who did couples therapy, even like like yeah. to preemptively nip things in the bud. And but if you heard someone who had had a relationship with a woman yeah. before, but be a half-assed pedophile who like who like <laughs> makes his living off of like people's donations, like sounds like a Twitch streamer. <laughs> <laughs> he instantly won me over. That's a great joke. With um, he's like I think he described himself as the least qualified person to talk about relationships ever, and you know that's why I have. And then there's this panel of impossibly old people, probably over 40, um, <laughs> just like talking about their marriages and their relationships and the shit they've been through. And it was like, so I was see. <laughs> yeah. So there oh, were probably like that. five leaders, two couples and a priest, and then maybe eight engaged couples. So 16 yeah. like young people. And uh, 
Yeah, it was a really great experience. And I didn't expect it to be that at all. So like I'm trying to say that when they change when they turned me around and made me appreciate it, that's a bigger accomplishment than me going into it looking good. Did you uh um uh, is my screen messing up for anyone? And this tiniest bit. I sometimes I see like a way that I'm messing with right now. Oh. Right. Yeah, I'll I'll mess around with it. But uh yeah, we we took that part so not seriously because we we had talked for a long time leading up to it, like, you know. What do you think about the kids thing? What do you think about, you know, we were both on board. Like, you know, when we do have kids, I want you staying at home with the kids for the first couple of years. Uh, we want at least two, probably okay. three. Uh, two for sure, just because like all of my friends who I've talked to who were only kids were like, I was bored out of my mind. I would have loved having a sibling there, someone to hang out with and chat with. And I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. I'd love to have been an only sibling. Like, 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 I'm the, opposite. I'm the one that had like a sister and was like, man, if it just been me, oh, oh, all the love I would have gotten, yeah, you're, all the extra you, attention. You're the exception then. Cause I guess there's, well, that you would be four, like four people I've talked to who are only, or you want to be only kids. They yeah. all were only kids. And then like for the they person who did uh filthy doesn't know this, but. We didn't really care. My wife wanted like some God stuff in the ceremony. Like, mm. you know, I, I don't care. Read the verse from Corinthians, whatever. And, uh, but the person who was going to officiate it, like that night we proposed, like we both got drunk afterward and we just have a funny friend of ours who we were like, Hey, Matt, do you mind, uh, signing up online to be a minister and performing a ceremony <laughs> for us? And he was like, dude, that sounds so funny. And I was like, awesome. And then it wasn't until mm. the next morning they were like, we should we do that? And she was like, "No, it is pretty funny." <laughs> so I was like, "All right, I agreed. It's a good thing we're getting married. We can, you know, that you know how to decision." But, Did you discuss yeah. what the uh, what we're gonna do if, for whatever reason, you're unable to have children? Like, like what? Because there's there's multiple mm -hmm. options. Like, like you did discuss that. We did, yeah. Either not have kids Just or adopt the supplement. Well, obviously, there's options. I, I did you pick enough? What other choices are there? Like steal either, one, either like, well, like, either either oh, not okay, so no child or... theft. Okay, we nailed that down. <laughs> well, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't clarify that. You know, I bet, I bet that if I really dedicate myself to some boxing classes, I could take every single person in the maternity ward, have my pick of the litter. You know, you're making a lot of be. sense. If yeah. I, okay, that's I have how that works. And I'm, yeah, that's how, that's how that works. Adoption by combat. You've heard. Yeah. <laughs> I challenge the father of another child for rights to his to his offspring and his wife, prima nocta. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that works. What's but post yeah, nocta? We, we post nocta. <laughs> I get to fuck the child. <laughs> and you talk so, to your wife about that as well. Premium nocta. <laughs> premium. <laughs> that's a good one i go to those like light lamp <laughs> oh that's fucked up but uh yeah uh we basically were like if we can't have kids it'll either we'll either adopt or not have kids um or over hopefully that's not the case or over invest in pets well we already have two dogs and two is now, more than enough <laughs> now if you um if you adopt would you have a racial preference uh i mean i'd probably try and find someone like close in proximity to like where i live you know like i don't think there's any reason to do like, a geographical press preference oh i mean not really probably a white kid probably a white kid yeah well it depends like if they're like what's on the menu i saw a 4chan <laughs> thread uh, on reddit where the guy um they got um uh a sperm donor because uh because because mm -hmm. he wasn't fertile and uh apparently they 
they there was a mix up and uh, they they used a black man's sperm and so now he has a biracial <laughs> baby and he's like losing his shit. He's losing his shit. <laughs> that is okay. That's pretty funny. That's <laughs> what do you do in that scenario? You gotta readopt. You know, there's a return policy. <laughs> I'm sure we, we can't we can't imagine some adaptation on his part from that. <clears throat> like adaptation. he's losing his shit, but it's his kid. Like, isn't he gonna get over that? I no no it's uh, I I'm missing. I know what I would do, and I can't even say it. <laughs> you would. Oh, did you hear about this? Is like pulling the ripcord. This might be in like Denmark or something, but it was this like very well known sperm bank. And hundreds of women found out like years and years later that all of their kids were the doctor's yep. sperm. Yep. So the <laughs> doctor was like, episode. he was, he was lying. Yeah, and it's a real thing. I, I don't know how many, maybe hundreds is exaggeration, dozens, but like this dude was just pumping his own sperm into women unknowingly. So they were like looking in the little catalog being like, oh, this guy's uh, six, five, blonde hair, blue eyes. Ooh, from Denmark, apparently Denmark, you know, sperm very creme de la creme a lot of people want that and it was just this for fucking fat doctors oh wait wait i, I see so you said i need to know more about the doctor right he is he's a, doctor. a doctor yeah i'm already leaning he's towards a, this and he's dude, a sneaky, right which is a quality yeah. that i like <laughs> okay you're selling and he, me yeah and he's you, fertile you have a he's really fertile. fertile he's like he's like a subversive genghis khan <laughs> i like it i like it there was an x-files episode just like that except the guy who was sneaking his sperm in had a, this genetic mutation where he had a tail. And so like all these babies were cropping up with tails and like the agents are trying to figure out like, like, I don't know how all these babies are have tails, but and they get to the bottom of it. And this is one guy's like, sneaking they needed the in. FBI to figure that out. Ah, there was more to it than that. There was, <laughs> okay. There was well, like, there's, there's one doctor on the world who runs a sperm bank with a tail I wasn't a doctor. I wasn't pieces together. There's a puzzle here. That's the worst part. That's the worst part. Like it wasn't the doctor. I want to say it was like the janitor at the fertility clinic. I don't want the janitor sperm. You're getting a janitor with a tails sperm. Like like it's. Can you think of any worse sperm? Yeah. I, I like. I'm thinking that I want to start having all sorts of kids all over the. We we need more autistic Tourette's kids with no sense of self-preservation in this world, right? <laughs> and a love of high testosterone women. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably genetic, right? That's what we need. Yeah. Man, how would, was, that's such an evil thing to do. It's like, it's just rape by proxy. Evil? No, no, no. It's, uh, well, not if you did it, you'd have a good reason. This doctor didn't. Yeah. They, they, they kinda, come on. You were all well. catches. We're all catches. We're getting with these bitches a favor. Taylor, if it turns out you're not fertile, do you think Kyle could be the father of your child? That's okay, man. We're good there. <laughs> That's okay, man. <laughs> you know what's funny? Like, uh, this was like two and a half years ago now, uh, over two years ago, that my now wife, we were going to hang out and she has a couple friends and they're a lesbian couple and they were wanting to have kids and they had only met me twice and we had not talked. I didn't remember their names at the time, but my wife, we were like going to like say hi at one of their birthday parties. And uh, she was like, Hey, I, I meant to bring this up with you. Uh, so Trixie and Dana, they were, they want to have kids soon. And I was like, Oh, cool. That would be so hard. They're, they're adopting or they're getting uh, in vitro. Like well, what's going to happen? Sperm donor. And they're like, well, they were wondering if, if uh, they could use your sperm. And I was like, 
So no. how does this work? Does one lose my balls <laughs> while I fuck the other? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a true punishment for them having to lick my balls. As a, as a lesbian. I can only come in your lesbian wife if you suck my balls. <laughs> no, it, and it was the just the spatula like, method. Like I immediately just had like a or the like, turkey baster. I had like a yeah, the spatula, would, <laughs> spatula would be very uncomfortable. You wetted it up first. <laughs> you, yeah, you guys aren't using an egg beater? Yeah. <laughs> That's how you get it in deep. Yeah, just kind of spin with the lyrics. <laughs> like, I immediately in my head, like, I fast forwarded, like, I did like the play it forward method of like decision making, mm -hmm. even though I know I would never do it. And I was like, like I, I know I've like seen stories of like sperm donors get fucked later, where it's like, ooh, this sperm donor, well, yeah, you all signed a document, but then this other judge decided that no, none of that counts, like a, like a nullified prenup. And now you have to pay for a kid that you never wanted or, you did for someone else as a favor. And it's like, I also, I don't want a kid of mine running around out there. Like if I have no control over it and no contact with them, you know, really? No, that's the oh, only way I, I disagree. No. Yeah. I, I think it would have been pimp as fuck if I donated to a sperm bank for like 10 years or something. And, and there are like 33 little woodies running around there somewhere. I, I, I would like that. How, how like, discouraging would it be is if like you go in to donate again and they're like, is someone going to tell them we're full, sir? No one's bought your sperm. <laughs> <laughs> we got a whole cooler we can, full of honestly, woody. Honestly, we've got a blue, we got a Yeti back there. <laughs> With 60 gallons of woody and you can take it home if you like. <laughs> 60 gallons was one load. Let me tell you about load yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lock and load, I think it's gone. That's who... That's going to be a good industry. It's going to revolutionize the sperm donation game. Lock and load. It's, they're going to change their storage facilities. They're going to give you a magazine and like a stack of those. Take your pills mm -hmm. before you donate. Yeah. It, it, it takes a couple weeks to kick in. It does. We tested that. Mm -hmm. Do they do any? I don't, I don't know this process. Do they pre-screen? Maybe that's the pre-screen meeting. You know, it's like, all right, do you have any genetic defects? We're going to take some blood work. You're going to have you on this regimen of these pills and we'll see you in a couple weeks. They definitely do stuff like that. Like, uh, and they, they put it on there like a menu. And like the women can go in there and like pick and like read the stats of some guy and be like, oh, tall. Oh, uh, I want a kid with blonde hair. Oh, he's a doctor. Oh, he's an engineer. Oh, that that's great. Like, and so that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, How much does it pay? I have no clue. I'm for not men, anything desirable. Nothing. For men, yeah. almost nothing. Uh, but for women, it's a lot. Like, like I was talking to a girl not too long ago and uh, she's like, yeah, I'm going to like donate eggs again soon. And I'm like, How much does that pay? I don't remember exactly what she said, but it was thousands and thousands of dollars every time. Like, like it was over five, and it might have been over ten every what time. The, is it a surgical procedure? How does no? They, they, they like go in the vagina and like suck the eggs out of like her uterus. It's supposed to be um, painful. Too, I think right? it's a little uncomfortable. She's like, yeah, it's a little uncomfortable, but ten thousand dollars is ten thousand dollars, and you can do that it. Is every a lot. holy shit? Yeah, between five thousand and ten dollars and ten thousand dollars per cycle. Yeah. And so uh -huh. she does it like multiple times per year. Every time I look at her fucking wow. Snapchat, they're on fucking vacation. <laughs> <laughs> good for that. Good for her. That is five to ten thousand dollars. Wait. So Zach just typed in here. How much will I earn for my sperm sam sperm samples? Donors earn seventy dollars for each donation. Fifty mm -hmm. at the time of donation. Twenty when the sample is released. Healthy men are able to earn up to a thousand dollars a month. 
what is a thousand divided by 70? That's incalculable, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a lot of donations per month. 15? So it means you get to beat off 14 and a half times. I'm surprised it pays that well. I mean, like, this is like the mm -hmm. basis, basis of like gender differences, right? Is the fact that like male, like the male mm -hmm. contribution to this is easily replenishable, low cost and like spent everywhere kind of deal. I'm surprised mm -hmm. that we pay anything for that, quite honestly. Well, it's because I, they, they don't want random sperm. They're going, and that's like saying, yeah, that's, that's, the that's, price, what it is. that's the price of the creme de la creme sperm. Like, <laughs> that's the best one. Meanwhile, like a, a shit tier egg apparently is getting you a couple grand. Yeah. Like, I, I used to think about this when I was in college a lot. And I was like, my sperm must have some value, right? Like, I'm a college student. I'm on the swim team. I'm, you know, good looking enough. Like, people pay for this shit, right? And uh, at the time, it was like, imagine imagine $50 like, <laughs> the things I could do with that. <laughs> like my money problems would be solved. And like, I like how uh, even in your past, this voice almost comes up in $50. Oh yes. I'll take care of the beer <laughs> bill today. Oh, oh, 10, 20. Well, I'll save 20. But yeah, yeah no, it, $50 like, I don't know when you just need spending money like that's a lot to kick around get that twice a week or something what are all the ways that you can earn money like that so you can give blood you can, mm. you can donate sperm like is plasma. there a third plasma, plasma like okay. a more invasive blood donation so <clears throat> I, I think it is um so only fans that, 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 that's, that's just draining your soul um so so twitch yeah <laughs> Don't they pay yeah. for, I don't know if this is a real thing anymore, if this is just something that was a real thing at some point. Don't they pay you for um, medical trials? So can't you sign up? Yes. For oh, medical yeah. Although that, the medical trials might fuck up the other donations, though. Ooh, uh, that's true. Yeah, they won't let you donate sperm, I bet, if you're on a medical blood. Like, like, no, it's like blood? you have like the creme de la creme. They have like the average guys and you have the mystery guys. They may or may not have some genetic enhancement from the meds they're on. Like, that, that's what <laughs> women love when they're picking sperm. <laughs> that's right. Nice. Could be an accident. <laughs> I looked into medical do uh, trials before and like how much they pay you for the medical trial has a lot to do with what they do to you in the medical trial. Right. So like maybe you're just taking some fucking glaucoma like prevention thing and, and you know, that doesn't pay much. It doesn't do much to you. It, it's nothing. On the other hand, I was listening to a guy and they took like a football shaped cut out of the back of his arm just there was a machine that like chopped it out and they needed that like donation from him to test or something and that paid a lot how big, like how, how a couple hundred uh couple picture hundred? like hundred two so and a half a inches wide thousand. and maybe like an inch tall but because it's football shaped it sews up nicely i always wondered like like um whenever you read like like um I see Derek do videos on like those medical studies, like the and 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 one of the ways that they determine like muscle growth is they take like like a biopsy of like uh like like your leg muscle before and after um a biopsy. Uh, it's like a core sample of like of like leg muscle because they're like measuring like actual like uh, protein synthesis. They're they're determining how oh. much how much muscle was actually grown, you know, per like cubic but, centimeter or whatever. What is the DEXA scan. I thought they'd do like a DEXA scan or an MRI. Oh, but that's not precise or... enough. They want to get it down to like these decimal points of like grams per per month or whatever of, of like muscle mass put on. So like when they're looking at like um, there was one where like they always say like 
20 to 25 year old untrained men in healthy condition, you know, six weeks of doing and six and like one group is doing this, one group is doing a second thing and one group is doing a third thing. But one of the sub, one of the ones I saw was one group only did um, I can't remember the, the basically they only did the push exercise of a squat mm. and then like racked. And then the other group did full squats um, like down and up. And the other group only did negatives. They only went down and then racked. And and so they measured like which yeah. one was more effective. And like going down was almost as effective as like the full range of motion and way more effective than the push. Really? Like the, the negative mm -hmm. was like the biggest part of So the negative of like balancing it and going down that that's really interesting. I would have I would not And they used a leg press machine to do that, obviously, because like Yeah. I'm it's not surprised. I feel like I've heard that with the like um, tricep extensions. The negative is the big part. Mm. Um, when I do them, sometimes I'll cheat on the push just so I can do a, another two or three mm. good negatives. Same thing with um, curls. If you can just cheat it up so that you can, you yeah, know, down again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do it. curls are fun. Where it's like you get to the end of the workout and you're just doing so many like drop sets that by the end it's like you got your easy curl bar with your like fat grips and it's got a five on each side and you're like oh, I can't like it's you're just blown out from just do you I ever do that Woody where like you no you I, do I it feel like just remove 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 I I do it with um delts what the fuck is this called a lateral uh, raise thank you I do it with lateral raises I I surf the rack and uh, at the mm -hmm. end, I'm doing at the end, I'm doing fives and I can't lift them. And more than once, I'm like, all right, I'm going to try nothings. OK, actually, I'm just recovering. <laughs> 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 I do need something in my hands. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. But um, usually with I felt like now I'm fine. But prior to the motorcycle trip, I had a is it a brachii? What's the bicep muscle that's not a bicep? Brachii? No, no in one knows this. No, not me. Brachialis is that? Brachialis what it is? is the one. Oh, the brachialis like was uh, was here. Yeah. There's um. There's like a third head of the tricep. Or I'm sorry, the bicep. bicep. And uh, I think it's called brachii. I want to Google. That sounds it. right. The, that sounds the right. one that's like on the outside, like like there. It's inside, and it adds like bulk to your bicep, but it's oh, underneath okay. it. It just kind of lifts the other. Oh, and uh, so so anyway, here's here's the deal for people. Let's not use that. <laughs> <laughs> so your bicep is like sort of palm up like this. And if you do it backwards, that your brachii works a lot. So when you do a pull up, one of my favorites, uh, you, you hit your brachii and I've overused mine. So that sucks. Uh, so to answer Taylor's question, no, I never go to like super failure because I'm always like battling an injury, although not right now. Fair enough. Well, then this is probably good. A little break from your workouts, if anything, where you're going to be recovered and maybe hit it fresh. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely that. I um, I you'll be getting I sore. Didn't, I didn't work out for shit. I like so 33 days. I did like five push days and two actual gym days in that whole time, because usually I was wiped out at the end of the day. I'd ride my motorcycle between like eight and 12 hours, and uh, then you have to eat, and it's nighttime, and I just didn't want to work out. I'm so yeah. bad at maintaining routine when I break the routine when I do things like travel. It's always mm -hmm. shit for me. And hotels yeah. are the worst for working out. You're always inevitably hungover. You always are like spending, <laughs> no, not getting enough sleep. One way all, yeah. <laughs> You're inevitably hungover, <laughs> shaking as you try and bench press. <laughs> it's working my stabilizer muscles. <laughs> you know how it is. hard it is to hit, to hit the gym when you got the shakes. I mean, come on, you guys know, right? <laughs> 
that's funny. It is horrible to work out in hotels, especially if you're so used to a home gym. You walk in there and you're just like, well, this sucks. I won't, I won't, I'm not doing this. I'll just fuck around on like a couple machines or there's never a free weight section. And if there there are, there's dumbbells that go up to 25 pounds. There were dumbbells that went up to 50 on a few occasions and a, uh, an incline bench. And I'm like, I can get a workout out of this. You know, this will work for me. Um, it's not exactly perfect, whatever, but you can get a workout out of it. Um, Half the time it's like, all right, here's a broken treadmill, a horrible elliptical and inexplicably a a leg raise machine. (laughs) And it's like someone just figured out the cheapest stuff. And a a medicine ball that no one's ever used. (laughs) And a dirty medicine ball. I want a pull up bar. I'm like, oh, with a pull up bar, you know, I can do pull ups and chin ups and get a whole Mm -hmm. lot of back and buy. And like, that makes me happy, but they're uncommon. I didn't see one the whole trip. And they're cheap. like I found that like I'll do like little workouts when I travel if I bring like resistance bands with me because then I'll be like, oh, did you really take up space in your bag for something you're not going to use at least once? Like, come on, do do something here. So, uh, yeah, I I had the idea that I would bring resistance bands and I couldn't find room for them. It's a motorcycle. You don't yeah. have much room to pack. And I ended up. Now, knowing what I know now, the things that I brought that I didn't need, I could make room. Yeah. yeah well, the number, number one useless thing you brought, Woody? I brought more than one set of riding clothes, one for like sort of rainy weather and one for f- fair weather. And the rainy weather thing, I shouldn't have brought it. It's super big. It's bulky. It's hot. I could have worn a rain shell over my fair weather stuff and it packs so small. I couldn't believe you didn't bring a gun. I was surprised that you were really insistent on the necessity of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like the cross country kind of thing. Like, I don't know. I'd want a gun. It's heavy and it's like something to manage all the time. You know, like I don't, my guns stay locked. Right. So like it's on the bike, it's out there in the parking lot. I have to bring it in every night. I have to like, it's a, is a responsibility to doing it well on an unlocked motorcycle that mm-hmm. I didn't want to deal with. Fair enough. I would, I don't know. I don't know. That's something about a well, cross Don't fuck with truck. Kyle when he goes to Colorado. Like, <laughs> I'll have a crossbow. I might look into that. Yeah. Like, like, can you get a crossbow onto a motorcycle? Is that, is that, mm-hmm. I can do that, right? A knife I, gets you pretty far. Can you have, you could probably have that post. A katana. You're, you're right. You're right. A katana. <laughs> a katana. I am a student of the okay, blade. A <laughs> student of the blade. You know, you're yes. on a, uh, you're on a motorcycle. Get a lance. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, that's good thinking. A knife, even like a, a multi-tool, which you'll find other uses for with a blade that locks, I feel like is a pretty good defensive weapon. Mm, I don't know. I want something that shoots stuff. I, mean, I think I think a crossbow is my, my go-to. Or okay. a longbow. I could be the longbow guy. Are you going to be like standing on it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll stand on the motorcycle seat and and fire my longbow off. I the guy that owned the the gun shop uh, from my from my town. He he rode a bike. I don't know what kind, some kind of uh, street bike. And uh, I'd see him riding around town, and he would have his vector on his back. So he like, <laughs> like, like like fully automatic Chris vector. Like fo- they fold into like this tiny little compact thing when you fold the stock up, and he just have it like on his back, like on a sling, and like like really tightly on his back. So Hot load, like, can we see a picture of a vector? I'm curious. 
A Chris Vector. That was in uh, Modern Warfare 2, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had two of those. Yeah, they're cool. It sucks. <laughs> yes, I know. It's not cool. It's sad. It's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it, oh, man. You had yeah, I, I, my, I, my friends in real life ask me about that shit all the time. They're like, that guy you do the show with, is he doing all, what is he is he going to get his guns back? And I was like, it doesn't look like it, man. And they're what? like, oh, <laughs> no, but it, how many was it? And I'm like, probably like half a million dollars. And he goes, oh, oh. It's, like, it's like I'm it's like I'm striking them. They're so upset by it. Oh, yeah. how does it fold, Kyle? It is, so so there's a couple of there. them there. So there's different kinds. So you see the uh, the tan one in the top. That is yes. the new. That's the newer thing. They they offered me those. And uh, I turned them down. I did not want the ones with the buffer tube because that's basically like a buffer tube attached to the back um, that doesn't have a spring in it. It's not actually doing any buffer tubing. Um, and then, you know, it's got an AR stock. So that telescopes, right? That's as compact as that is going to get. It does not fold mm -hmm. in that configuration. There's probably a foldable one with the now, but but uh, with, with the AR stock. But at the time, there wasn't. Um, and then like this is some, so the one that's kind of top center right now. That's something I've never seen before. That's some new shit. That's a weird fucking thing I've never seen before. But um, like the one that he's got, like, like that thing that's like dangling down. I don't even know what that is. It looks like some sort of a, a newfangled. I don't know what don't that know, is. Because now I don't feel quite as bad as having no fucking idea it, what that is. It might, just be a, it might just be a strap. But remove that strap from the equation. Just take that out with your mind. And that's what I had. Like exactly mm -hmm. like that. And, uh, and that, that stock completely folds um, around against the weapon. So you end up with um if you look on the left side of the screen center um the way that one is displayed with no stock at all it ends up being about that big so is and, that technically and, like a pistol is yeah that... um yeah oh, that's a and, pistol and in that configuration he's got like a um probably a 17 round glock magazine stuck in it so you can see the magazine kind of angled uh right where your your left hand would grip that's the mag mm -hmm. that's the mag there um, but obviously like there are, you can put a bigger mag that's like 30, 32 rounds or something like that in there. And it, it sticks way out like that. Yeah. But it like it white. Both. Yep. Yep. Uh, Ooh, and I like the, is it called a yeah. scope? The red dot? Is that, all, is that in the scope? For, what would, what do you I call it? It makes it looks like you're enforcing I, the laws of the Imperium. I mean, like, that's so yeah, right. to me. Uh, I don't know. Just call it an optic and you cover all your bases usually. Can't Roger be wrong then. I like the optic on it. I think it, I think it fits the gun. Ooh, yeah. That, one, that uh, one's got all kinds. That's a Tarkov gun right they're there. They're very the, quiet. Because, <laughs> um, you know, it's... Um, mine, oh, it is literally a Tarkov gun. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I cut you off. <laughs> yeah, they, they come in 9mm, but I had 45 ACP ones, uh, which I think is the original caliber they were, caliber they were designed in. And uh, with a suppressor, which I had... Uh, I think I had a Silencer Co. suppressor stuck on it. Um, very quiet. Like paintball gun quiet. Oh, that's neat. Like, like literally, poof, poof, poof. Um, you you could hear the bullets impact. You could hear that crack when they hit trees and stuff. Try. Looks cool. I like that about it. It's a piece of shit. Yeah. Piece Is it expensive? <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Those are like I, I guarantee they are. I, if I had to guess, looking at. So. Yeah, I, I I don't know what they charge for them. Um, they they just gave them to me. Um, but, but it's uh, probably not crazy. Like probably less than two grand. I would imagine less than two grand, like fifteen hundred. To seventeen hundred, you know, if you wanted some more accessories, probably if you wanted the buffer tube one, you're probably adding a couple hundred or something, which I think most people do prefer that. Hmm. So, uh, filthy. How long have you lived in the Cedar Rapids, Iowa area? 
Uh, about a year now. How's the weather? Um, typical Midwest summer stuff, kind of like um, very similar to Chicago weather. So it's hot, muggy summers and then long winters. It's like the best of both worlds. Okay. And it's still good because you found yourself a climbing gym. You didn't announce yeah, that when you were on. So you're solid. You're good. You got yeah, everything you need. That, that was a big, that's a big part for me, actually. So yeah, it's kind of, it's not, not far. We, uh, University of Iowa. So uh, I guess have you ever heard of, it might be Iowa University. I never remember. Anyway, sorry. Have you ever heard of Cordon, Cordon Iowa? C-O-R-Y-D-O-N? Oh, that's where I was. It's a tiny town, three hours from you. So you might not have heard of it. And uh, it was the coolest thing. I, sh I rolled it. I was basically driving my motorcycle until I got too tired. So it was maybe 1030 at night. And I find this tiny, tiny town with this very old hotel. And I just call them off Google Maps. And I'm like, do you guys have a room? And the woman's like, yeah, I got a room. I'll, I'll come down there and, and let you in. It was a boutique hotel that she renovated. And it was disabled. Like it was like run down with like holes in the roof and like open to bugs and weather and shit for 40 years four zero, And she had just finished renovations on it and I got to stay there and it was the coolest thing. And she gave me like a history of the town. Corydon, Iowa was named by a dude who won the naming rights in a poker game. And he was from like Corydon, South Dakota. And he's like, ah, Corydon too. <laughs> That's how it got its name. And the whole town gave her like a hard time for renovating this hotel. She's like, a boutique hotel will never succeed in a tiny town like this one. And I'm like, well, I'm here to prove them wrong. One night, please. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she was just cool as fuck. And I love the town and I love the place. And it, it was one of the better places we stayed. Too many, like, I, I'd see like a Super 8 or a Best Western and kind of know what I was going to get, you know. Mm -hmm. And But the places that I really enjoyed staying were the, like, Beaufort Hotel or the, mm -hmm. you know, little cafes and I agree. Stuff yeah, I, I stayed in a really cool place in Savannah. I went to my girlfriend and I went to Savannah once um, to do like, I think around Halloween to do like some sort of haunted, they do some sort of like haunted tour down in Savannah. And uh, we stayed in one of those historical hotels and it was great. There were no smoke detectors. Was, so we could like go in the bathroom and just smoke a ton of weed. It was great. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and uh, had, a, had a great time in fucking Savannah. It's awesome. I've only been there once, but it's, it's a cool little historical town. And New Orleans also has a bunch of places like that. Um, and then, um, the Peabody over, uh, the Peabody hotel. And I've heard um, of that. Is it famous? I think so. They do that thing with the ducks, um, where like, uh, every night they have like these trained, it's either ducks or geese. They mm -hmm. like, they come down in an elevator and they like walk, they're trained ducks or geese, whatever. And they like do this like single file thing and like get in the fountain. And then like, I don't know, the people show, they're like, oh, it's, it's, it's duck time. Everybody gather around and like, <laughs> They do it every day. Uh, I like it. It's uh, I stayed there when we were on our Arkansas trip to the the, the explosives thing. Um, that that was it's in Memphis. Uh, that, that reminded me. It's in it's in Memphis, Tennessee, uh, which is like right it, the way Tennessee meets Arkansas. It's like really close. You just drive across the bridge. Yeah, I like those places. Um, I, I I rarely stay in like real hotels anymore. Um, like, like obviously I haven't traveled in like fucking three years unless you count prison, um, but. Uh, when I when I would travel, I, I I had almost exclusively switched to like Airbnbs and uh, VRBO. VRBO was the predecessor to Airbnb. It's vacation rentals by owner, and uh, I think since then, like it's all been bought up and it's all under one conglomerate. 
uh, along with another service, like maybe like travel fare or some shit. But anyway, like that's the way I like to travel, like most of the time. And if you've got more than one person, it's cheaper than a hotel. Yeah, I like that way more. better. I, I'm sorry, Phil. Did you? Want... It, it's okay. definitely better. It's definitely better, but it requires a little more planning. Like Super Eight is just all set up for you to figure out where. You, like we might not know till that morning mm -hmm. where we want to be that night. You know, it's Absolutely. today's target. And an Airbnb, like they're usually not really equipped for some guy to roll in, have a single night. They don't want to clean every day. They'd rather people stay for a for few sure. days. I love. So, I, it, I this uh, this Airbnb that I'm staying at in uh, in Denver. It's I don't want to fuck myself up, so uh, I can't I can't like get this joke to fulfillment until <laughs> no yeah. until until late October. But the owner of this house looks like the female version of Only Use Me Blade. Um, it's, I, I, I can show you guys, but I obviously I don't want to like share this lady's yeah, picture yeah, yeah. because I don't, I want, I want to stay at her home for two weeks. Um, mm -hmm. but it's a travesty. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. Did you guys see that like, video? Female only use me blade. I yeah. saw that it existed, but I, I couldn't watch it at the time. How is only use me blade doing? Based um, on so he, he could only open one eye because he was so drunk and, uh, he was calling what I assumed to be his girlfriend a n-word bitch or something like that he's like hey n-word bitch give me some fucking kit kats i'm paraphrasing uh yeah know? and she's like don't call me that you n-word whore you go get me some fucking kit kats because they're scrumdiddlyumptious yeah so then he can say <laughs> it. give me like, some scrumdiddlyumptious kit kats n-word she's, like, <laughs> <"All right, I'm, laughs> she's, she's like all right i'm going he's like don't you check my fucking cadillac <laughs> <laughs> but there was only like a 90 second clip or something so you couldn't tell in what context that was being All said right, I, I obviously you guys uh, on whatsapp tell me that ain't female only use me play oh it's gonna this poor lady i feel bad before i'm even gonna look at her that's her girlfriend with her she's doing all right <laughs> okay pretty close <laughs> pretty close pretty close yeah and she's a real estate baron. I wouldn't have guessed that. Baroness. Bar my Ooh, a real estate correct. baroness. Blade isn't even a real estate baron. No. <laughs> Let alone <laughs> baroness. Let alone baroness. <laughs> yeah. I, he hasn't yes, come up I, in the... the... Wait, 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 hey! You don't want to play that. Don't, don't play that. Don't play that. Don't play that. Don't play that. He's gonna say the end. Don't, don't, don't play. Oh, I didn't. He's gonna say. Yeah, that's that's why I didn't like play it for you guys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, like, right, right. He says My the mistake. n word like a lot. The real one, not the way Kyle and I were saying. <laughs> no, no, he's he's dropping them R's. So you know, I have this uh, this like rule. Everyone gets to choose what they're called. If you like your nickname, if you like this, if you like that, that that that's why. I don't know. Like, like you get to choose what you're called. You get to pick your own name. Period. That's that's the rules. What you promise you to remember that like thirty percent of the time. <laughs> yeah, me. I'm not good that way. But but what if you prefer an offensive name? What if you're like, you know what? I go by filthy N word. They call me <laughs> Kyle the Kike. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I'm not entirely comfortable calling you that. <laughs> you'll call me that and you'll like it. You bully them for not saying a word that's offensive to them. <laughs> it's what I identify as. I and identify this is my buddy Nate. As a, as a Guess what we call him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nate, get out of here. Tell him. 
<laughs> says like Tony on his name tag, clearly fucking around. <laughs> I, I don't think that's your real name, Nate. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go to a different Jamba Juice if you insist on the ordering with your name on the, on the tag. <laughs> you're gonna write it on that cup, or I'm leaving. <laughs> like, like before you order, you're like looking around at the line. <laughs> you to you gotta be sure. loud and proud if you're gonna be that offensive. Uh, speaking of, I don't know, you said. And you said Tony, and that made me think Anthony and, uh, and Anthony Soprano. Have you seen the preview for, um, you know, the prequel movie with his son playing Tony Soprano? The I have not. The Saints of Newark. It oh, looks you mentioned this. His, his real biological son who looks his a lot like him. real biological son who looks just like him. Um, they even, like, uh, gave him some dental work, so his teeth are kind of, like, crooked like Tony's. And um, he he's he's <laughs> like uh, fucked up Invisaligns to ruin his teeth. <laughs> I think they like like put some like they did something. I like uh, my way better. I, I do too. <laughs> um, that that's real method acting. Like, we're gonna knock a couple of your teeth that way. We can't you can't just black them out with CGI. Well, I mean, we could, but <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be into the character if we do that. Be honest. It looks good. It's got a really good cast, um, and it uh, it focuses on um, the that time in Newark when they had the race riots, um, and you know the the they kind of Newark kind of got burnt down, but also like the surrounding time period. Tony's growing up. He's like he looks like he's like 15, 16, and uh, you know he's he's like hanging out with his mentor Dicky Moltisanti, who was Christopher Moltisanti's father, um, and he's played by John Bernthal, um, who is uh, the Punisher, aka. Um, your man from Walking Dead, uh, Shane. Shane, and um, and also it's got Ray Liotta in there. Uh, I'm not quite sure who he's playing, but I would, Im- yeah, I would imagine that they've got, um, you know, basically his like crew is there as children, and it's kind of hard to tell who's playing who. I saw one guy that looked a lot like um, um, Silvio, like with the black hair, kind of slick black back and stuff. He's the strip club owner. Um, but it looks good. The lady they've got playing Tony's mother looks pretty fucking good. Like, they've definitely put like a fake nose on her, but she's got that like annoying New Jersey thing down and like, like but already mm-hmm. like condescending. They like bring her into the principal's office and, and she, she's like, ma'am, your, your son scored off the charts. He's high IQ. He's a leader. <sighs> could have fooled me (laughs) (laughs) she is such a bitch in that show god dude who's the guy who i think the hairstyle is called wings paulie his big biceps paulie it was he in is he gonna be Uh, tell me he should be he'll almost certainly be in there yeah like in in some uh form there's uh uncle junior is in there oh you know i I think i'm wrong i don't think john john bernthal i think is playing tony's father i think that was the deal i may be a little mixed up on that um, Tony Soprano's dad, you know, um, John Bernthal, Johnny boy Soprano. Uh, and then like, I did see the actor who was clearly uncle junior, you know, he had the glasses and everything. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's, it's been a long wait with COVID and everything. Uh, Dude, there's no way uncle junior can be in this. He's 90 years old. No, no, no. That guy's dead. This is a prequel. He like, like in this, yeah, he's going to be in his prime. Yeah, I thought is- you were saying that they were going to do like that stupid Irishman, like oh, no. age thing, no, no, no. which is so distracting. No, he's looking like prime Pablo Picasso at this Good. point. He's old as a. He's so, so let old. me let me ask you this: Is is part of you like? Would you have preferred this be an HBO series to the movie? Because it seems like there's a lot of stuff they could have parsed out. There's a lot of interpersonal, you know, yeah. development. Like it seems like it might be rushed through in a movie format. So David prequel is like fuck it all up, right? Like they just like yeah. butcher it, and it's like it, awful to see it. That's fair too. Yeah, it really looks like. 
so so I know that they're going to like stay true to like the original vision because it's David Chase making the thing. He's the creator of The Sopranos. Mm -hmm. He he wrote it. I believe he's directing it as well. He only directed a, a handful of episodes in the show, but he was the guy who was like, yeah, do it this way, do it that way. This is what's going on. Um, producer. Um, and uh, and so knowing that he's there and seeing what little I did see, um, it's like, oh yeah, like like that. There's little tidbits that just from watching a trailer, I'm like, that was referenced in the show. That mm -hmm. was referenced in the show. That was referenced in the show. Like, like they're clearly like lots of callbacks and lots of references to things that were talked about in the show. But absolutely, I would prefer to series. Um, like, like sure. Even if it's just like a, a one season off, like the way Marvel is doing with Loki and stuff like that. Like, if you give me ten episodes of this thing, you yeah, know? give it like a Band of Brothers miniseries. That'll give you ten hours instead of two. Are I'm you pretty sure Loki's no just Loki one. I, I thought it was a limited series. I could be wrong about that. Um, I thought it was a limited series. I thought that was the deal. Um, I'm hoping it is. I hope that they get this thing wrapped up. Have you seen the newest episode of Loki? A second season is already in development for Loki. Well, then good. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Um, I watched the new episode today. Um, and uh, I won't spoil anything. No spoilers. But, uh, man, I'm really, really liking the show. Like, like is it um, episode four you I, saw? I think it's four or five. It's There's only six. Oh, shit. Well, by the end of this episode, they were like getting somewhere. Uh, I'll say that. Uh, okay. You know, I, I'm trying not to spoil anything to anyone, mm -hmm. regardless of how far or they are in the show, whether that's zero episodes or, or where I am. But it's um, good because it's on Disney. So none of us have seen it. <laughs> I, everybody, <laughs> uh, what are you, what are you watching it with me? He's only, he's only held. Yeah. I didn't realize rabbit. one was up today, but um, I haven't seen it. Yeah. It's very good, and um, I one. really, really like Sylvie. I love her character. I love the dynamic between her and Loki. Um, it's 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 heartwarming. Um, and um, the thing I told you about the other day with the alternate Lokis, they had so much fun with that in the most recent episode. Um, very cool. Um, so yeah, if, if you guys aren't, if you guys give a shit about Marvel at all, watch the Loki series. It's definitely worth a watch. That's all. Yeah. It's it's the best one. I, I think they're showing them in almost reverse order. Like Loki is the best. Second best was Falcon. Third best was Wanda. Agreed. Not, Agreed. not everyone agrees with, with us, but some people think Wanda was very good. Mm. I, you guys hated that for a bit. Uh, for the first three episodes, it was absolute garbage. Now, now when they when they like pulled the like camera back a little bit and showed you what was going on, it became more interesting for sure and improved dramatically. But those first two or three episodes where we were just watching like Marvel's take on I Love Lucy, Marvel's take on Leave it to Beaver, Marvel's take on um, Bewitched, that was disgusting to me. There's a I'll go watch Nick at Night. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I, I, I don't care. Like, like, I was watching all the like, there's YouTube channels where like, hey, I watched the whole episode at 25% speed and this is what I found. And they're yeah. steeped in the history of all this. And mm -hmm. you know they were able to make it more interesting because while... Like as a regular person, I too am seeing like an I Love Lucy remake when they're like, I oh, don't know, this character's probably this crazy witch and this character's this. And so that's fair. It, it helped me appreciate stuff I would have otherwise missed. It still wasn't as good as Loki. It still wasn't that good. Like, like, um, and I like Elizabeth Olsen. Um, I like her more when she's wearing less. Um, and I even like uh is it Cumberbatch? The guy whose name I'm terrible. No, no. it's not even him. It's I get him mixed up with the the guy who plays uh Doctor Strange uh, Vision. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm getting Vision and Doctor Strange mixed up. Um, I don't know that actor's name off the top of my head, but the guy who plays Vision, I like him as an actor. 
I like Vision as a character to some extent, but he they're accessories. They're accessories. Katani. Okay. Uh, but to me, they're accessories. They they go with Iron Man. They go with uh, the you know Captain America. Dude, they, they, all these TV show characters are accessories. The, the Winter Soldier is. I, I agree. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Falcon Hawkeye. is. No, oh, no, Hawkeye, Hawkeye doesn't have his own show. He should have. I'd have watched the Hawkeye show. <laughs> oh Hawkeye is God. an accessory character too. He should be a TV show. Wanda I would like to see a Hawkeye Loki. show where it's just him living in a small town with his wife, and he's like fighting like some bootleggers or something like it's like undersea it's like a, a fucking uh, steven seagal movie there's I no sci-fi it's just him like with his like, like, like not, it doesn't even have his cool bow like like he's he's retired that he's just like pulling down a hunting bow and like 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 doing and he's just taking l after l to west <laughs> virginian moonshiners because he's like they, they don't understand the honor of bow fighting they bring guns <laughs> every time it's no like, no here's what i want <laughs> i want a color of money remake with hawkeye where he just goes from bar to bar hustling people in pool and darts <laughs> <Dark. laughs> just nailing it you know pretending he doesn't know how to throw darts very color well work in the hustle is That'd that great. is that so he he's accurate with everything is yes his, oh. he 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 golfed at 18 i remember like the Did only he? thing i remember yeah, that's right, of that, that's right like, yeah. uh, like i remember the super accurate guy from daredevil bullseye. That, that stupid movie yeah bullseye super creative we're like he's just like pew, pew, like throws two little like unbent paper clips at this guy in a bar he's just it was it was so fucking stupid yeah (laughs) the actor that's playing him was a good actor too it's the it's um the guy from uh, in in bruges and uh the guy who played the cop uh, that wonderful scene from um the hbo no 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 Um, (laughs) no it's it's a good actor um it's uh remember the 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 show um true True crime or whatever. It's the one where they're picking on his kid and he's a cop. So he goes true to detective. True detective. Yeah, yeah. I I rewatched that scene like once a month or something like that just to see him go beat the beat shit out of kid's, kid's dad. dad. Dude, it's inspiring. <laughs> I fucking kid. love it. He's, he's slipping the brass knuckles on. I'm like, oh, he is not going to fight fair at all here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> am I am I making up? this to make the movie seem even dumber or does the bullseye character have a bullseye branded on his forehead? on his head okay so it's as dumb as i remember it's as dumb how as are we gonna head. catch this there he is <laughs> <laughs> he could be any there he is he's the guy throwing cards at pigeons with a bullseye <laughs> on his head. That, like, boy, we got to understand his mind there's nothing to gain by these crimes <laughs> yeah that's the daredevil movie too that's the one yeah, that had um ben affleck was uh, ben daredevil. affleck playing yeah. daredevil and it's awful and uh jennifer garner uh is electra and then i think they even made an electra movie somehow somehow that got greenlit that had to be a weinstein thing i, I bet if you google that that's a weinstein scene ben affleck fucked him to get that job i bet jennifer garner fucked him <laughs> to get to be Electra in a terrible movie? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know how to explain it because too. I think Weinstein's good at making movies. I mean, Lord of the Rings. We'll just drop the mic there. Um, I mean, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't take Lord of the Rings away from his production company. From Harry Potter? Yeah. Was, was Harry Potter a uh, a movie that the Weinstein Corporation I just, did I also? just always see that photograph of her um, and he's like got her like, you know oh, how you yeah. like grab a woman when you're like a 50 she's a 50s housewife and you need to get her out of that restaurant yeah. right like, the, the way bobby kelly called that was the goon hand 
with <laughs> a goon hand right on her bicep and a, and a woman's bicep is like a man's forearm so you can just yeah. like really encompass it with your whole and and they can't do anything you can just i've shown women that before just for shits and get like, like you know like like this is a you can't do anything if i grab you right here so what are you talking i'm just like if i do this <laughs> like, they're just like whoa <laughs> like, 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 you can't do yeah i know exactly the picture you're talking pounds. about because it's not even one goon hand it's like dueling two goon hands like pulling her arms behind her and she's like and he's standing behind her and she's just looking around like just flabbergasted like what is what is happening why is this ghoul grabbing me yeah it's also Dude. the image that they photoshop her like um, she's like looking down at something and she's like looking uncomfortable. So they Photoshop in someone offering her uh, the photograph of her pussy to be autographed. <laughs> I am reading the list of actresses. Harvey Weinstein is rumored to have sex with. Check out this list. Should Olivia Wilde, Rose McGowan, Emma Watson, Scarlett Johannesson, Jessica Alba, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Jennifer Lawrence. That's Did quite a few. Right? Yeah, that is a top tier list. Yeah. And they say that a hero. I, I wouldn't put yeah, there's the there's the goon hand of him like just strong arm. Even the woman behind fucking <laughs> Weinstein is like, what's that? What's going on? <laughs> Why You're coming that? with me. You're that coming is, with me. Gal. Weinstein is too ugly to be in her presence. Harvey He's is disgusting. He is a genuinely disgusting man. Like, like he is, he is a troll of a human being. Yeah, it, it's this photo. Like, like who knows? Like, maybe like a car was passing by quickly. Like, like and, and <laughs> he saved her. He That's literally fun. just saved her fucking life. And that woman is like, "What a fucking no. hero!" I'm dripping. <laughs> I'm fucking maybe. dripping, Harvey. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, maybe they're like, maybe you're right. you pulled her back from the Harvey. brink. Just, she was, she was diving. She was yeah. just, just, just like, I can't take it anymore. Oh, you just saved Hermione. Fucking sploosh. <laughs> fucking sploosh. Yeah, I bet. I bet he was groping her. Um, I, Ooh, I Zach, would you look like Harvey Weinstein to fuck that list of women? Do you get away with it in this alternate reality? Yeah, right. <laughs> For a while. <laughs> the how long? What was what was like? What the are we years? bargaining with? How many years was this rolling? Like decades. Was it? Yeah, decades. decades. I'd assume, right? Because Gwyneth Paltrow is not a spring chicken. Like she's been in this industry for a long time. I don't think he fucked Gwyneth Paltrow because the story I always hear there is that she was like, he was like trying to put the moves on her, and Brad Pitt literally threatened his life because they were dating at the time. Oh, cool, Brad Pitt. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Um, God, he's got but, such good PR. Not Someone cool enough. That for him. Yeah, not cool <laughs> enough to like let anybody know, like the authorities. <laughs> Like just cool enough to save his girlfriend from getting raped, but to yeah, leave but that's a systematic raper in place atop Miramax. Yeah, but that's all of them. All of them are like, <laughs> we've known about this serial rape problem for decades, and yeah. uh, now that it's safe, I'm willing to come forward. It's they okay. said that about. I don't know if it was serial rape, but like, um, what a fucking womanizer. Who was the guy? He was a news anchor. Maybe he had a button that oh. locked his door. Oh, oh Matt Lauer, right? Yeah, I think you're right, Matt Lauer. They said that they like everyone in the industry knew that he was just like fucking every all his coworkers that he could. Yeah, but I think that was mostly consensual, yeah, right? Like, yeah. Like, like and 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 Matt Lauer, like famous guy, but like, what's gonna do? Get you a spot on Good Morning America or something like that? It's not exactly career changing. Like Harvey Weinstein makes you a fucking. If he decides to, he makes you a, a movie star. 
like 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 he I mean, you think of that power the ability to like make someone a movie star as like a 50s thing like like there there was some guy who was just like yeah Marilyn Monroe she's going to be a star i'm going to make it happen yeah you do this and you do that and yeah, you do dame we're going to make you a star Blow yeah. <laughs> like that's literally what happened she everybody fucked Marilyn Monroe so but but like Harvey Weinstein like held on to that old school 50s Hollywood type power right into the 21st fucking century and just fucked every A-list woman and none of them want to talk about it I, I guarantee I mean, there's tons yeah. of them who don't because it, it's in a way it sort of takes away from their achievements don't you think like, like yes yeah yeah and, and, you and know also what? I, it's like fucking steroids you know like, who like, loses in this deal? <laughs> the woman who didn't get that part. Right? Mm -hmm. There's some chick hotter than Jennifer Lawrence who didn't get a Hunger Games role because she didn't fuck Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. There's for every for every Jennifer Lawrence, there's a some other chick who who was more talented or uh, but 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 had higher morals, higher higher moral standards. Thank or, God or, though or, that we caught or, or, or a one, lower gag reflex. I'm know. glad we caught the one <laughs> evil producer. We got in him. Hollywood. We got him, boys. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't hear a lot of celebrities coming out about the rampant of, of other producers. So, I mean, I'm sure that's not happening. I'm sure this guy's a bad apple and an otherwise wholesome bunch. Speaking of bad apples, our boy Bill Cosby got released a couple weeks ago. Big ups to him. Mm, yeah. Keep it up. Oh, keep you can't up. stop me now. <laughs> keep your, keep your head up. Sexual predators keep a, take a, get a break. Look, he deserved that break, and I'll I'll die on that I'll die on that beach. Look, they made a deal with at first, like I didn't know the details, but mm -hmm. they made a deal with him, and then they reneged on the deal. Like, like you can't do that mm -hmm. if you <laughs> don't make the re n words. <laughs> no, this is a, this is a legal term. Kyle is an astute observer of the law. Bird law mostly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That which would make them what. It'd be like an Indian guy. What do you call a <laughs> person who reneges? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Someone <laughs> who reneges over and over. I don't know why you're all laughing. Turn my camera off. Like, try to get rid of that name as soon as I can. Like, no, don't look at that. Where is it? That's going in the goddamn title. You're getting, they're not getting away from this. <laughs> I want his face in the thumbnail. And the title just says PKA 551. Yeah, you're, you're reverse Weinstein in me right now, right? Like, <laughs> Blow you and you're, you're not ending even my career right now. <laughs> you're not even getting anything out of this. Yeah. Oh, I said it. He, Filthy doesn't say it. Filthy disavows all the things that I've said. He he he's clearly all upset things PK. In fact, he's clearly upset <laughs> with the awful thing I just said, and and, he, and no judgment should be placed upon him. Only upon me. And and obviously, I, I mean, I think it's a real word. I know renig is, and someone who reneges repeatedly has to be a renigger. And that's the last time I'll say it. So thank um, God. Yeah. <laughs> it is a real word. I've looked it up, but it's not spelled like I expected it to be. No, uh, no, it's not spelled like the slur. We've had no. some great conversations over the years here. I don't know what you're talking about. Great now. conversations. It's you. it's, it's R-E-N-E-D-G-E-R. -E -E That's how I pronounced it. Renegger. Yes. <laughs> now you're adding like an accent. <laughs> All right, let's anyway. Yeah, between this and the ad read, <laughs> I don't I even know if I want to suggest this, this, but we should get the Google girl to read it. You know, like I so whenever I'm, I'm unsure about how these are actually said, I'm now curious: <laughs> is it Kyle's first take or his second take? There is no way it's his first take. There is no way you're gonna turn the Google lady on and she's gonna say <laughs> the way dude, that would be like I would I would just have to be like, all right, I'm a million percent wrong. You're right. If the Google lady just fired that up and said it <laughs> that way. But there's no fucking way. Yeah. No. What do you call someone who reneges? <laughs> <laughs>
No, you can't back out on me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you find it on the web? She found it on the web and she literally put the word in front of me, though. I'll say that. You think Our someone point. went in there and was like, no, 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 we're sh no, no voice chat for this one. <laughs> Just trying to sneak so, it in. So, oh, hang on, I got, I got it, I got it. Oh, no, 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 I want the, 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 the... past tense, or past tense, yeah. Person who um, does it. Yeah, it's definitely the neg sound. It's neg, like, you know, like in the like 2008 when they're like, that's how you get bitches, bro. You got to, like, call them a stupid cunt. You got to neg them down. <laughs> and that way, like, that's the way it seems like it's said. Do you remember that? Blade, Blade's just stuck in the past, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is thrilling. I'm sorry. Right, so <laughs> I'm, I'm, looking for, I'm trying to get the internet to pronounce reneger. I think yeah. it's reneger. I got it. I got it. Renegger. <laughs> Renegger, yeah. Renegges. That's not even Renegges. No, I, I, I want to. I want to like go back to the beginning and like get her to say it again because it sounded like it sounded like my first take. No, that's a different word. Here we go. Here we go. Renegger. 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 Let's stop this. <laughs> oh, no, Please cows stop. Are it's time to shut things down. <laughs> All right. Let's okay. Frankly, based, based on those pronunciations, you weren't as far off as I was thinking. I was right on the goddamn <laughs> now, now, the reason I brought this up was to talk about the fact that Bill Cosby is out as he should be because they made a deal with him and they made a bad deal. Obviously, the rapist should still be in fucking prison, but they made a deal with the rapist and they had to uphold their deal and that's and what's right is right. Fair is fair. Um, he's going on a goddamn comedy tour and I'm getting tickets as soon as I fucking get No, he's not. Oh. Yes, he is and yes, I am. Bill Cosby comedy to his humor oh. will be any darker now <laughs> you know when you're just famous raping somebody then yeah i don't know i don't know what i'll do you got a hankering for some pudding pops <laughs> it's been a while since anybody seen me i i was not too good of a boy if you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> no he's going right? on like, a tour his agent said there is a um there's a lot of demand for bill and his brand of comedy out there, and he's taking his act on the road. And we've had lots of positive feedback from club owners and uh, comedy circuits. They want Bill, and the people want Bill, and we're going to give them what they want. I'm paraphrasing. Oh, it'll it'll be totally sold out. Like Bill Cosby is enormously yeah. famous. I want to go. I yeah. want to go. Well, this I, I now want to know: like, is he going to change? Is he going to just ignore it? Is it going to be the fucking elephant in the room the entire time, or is it going to be like that's going to be the basis of the act? I'm really because it doesn't it doesn't square at all with his type of humor, right? So no. it's it's you totally. Pee-wee really is, I swear it's yeah. relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Pee-wee Wherman, he did this. He had this character he played like an overgrown child. Fuck. I remember that as a kid. Yeah. And then uh, sometime when I was maybe in high school, he got caught masturbating in an adult theater. I've never been to like an adult theater with like an audience seats and stuff, but I guess people masturbate and fucking. I, I don't it's know where you go to masturbate. If we're if we're being fair, it feels like a pre singling him out. They had to like dodge eight loads to get the <laughs> weight. To yeah, it, he he would have gotten away with it too if he didn't go ha ha when he came. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say anyway. those pesky kids. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Because... <laughs> so I think it, it's like a regular movie theater, but with fewer seats, but still a lot. Like you know, two three dozen seats. And um, uh, social. And so he goes to this. He goes to this adult theater and he jerks off. 
but he's famous and he gets caught and everyone knows that now mm. now this man is apparently a masturbator and his career is like over he can't get booked in this stuff well in, in fairness he did do children's stuff yeah and uh so he's canceled for about a year and then he comes back on a comedy tour and everyone is just like talking about Pee Wee Herman and stuff. He gets up on stage and his opening line is like, hey, kids, heard any good jokes lately? Yeah. <laughs> and it was like he completely owned it. He, he and, uh, and then he killed it. And everyone kind of welcomed him back. So well, good for I, him. What's not nearly Cosby as bad. Do? Yeah, right. Cosby, like. I don't know. Like he should just fucking pop on stage, drop two Alka Seltzer in a drink, and down it as yeah, his opening yeah, move. Yep. Feeling feeling a little drowsy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyone in the audience feeling sleepy? Yeah. Something in the water. Not enough for all of us. <laughs> it's funny that like immediately it was like Bill Cosby's blind as a bat. He's been spending all of his prison days just barely oh shaking and getting by. And then like he's flipping off or giving a peace sign to a drone flying above him. As soon as he gets out, he's planning a comedy tour. Like <laughs> this bitch isn't blind. You know, he, he's been sucking the souls of the young through rape. And it's that happened to who Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff did the same thing. The guy like he's using a walker. He can barely get to his court proceedings. They're getting him like special facilities where maybe he's not near other dangerous people and it's like oh yeah right you, you were fine three weeks ago suddenly you're going to jail and you, you have medical issues i wonder if that like plays like like does that even fucking work you know because i don't know if you're referencing it because i was pissing but like uh it was harvey weinstein that i saw in the walker like he had that walker and he was all mm -hmm. hunched over Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously Cosby played up the blindness. It's probably what you're referencing. For sure. I wonder if that plays in court. Um, because oh, I bet. Because I would have I, I would have fucking crawled in there if I thought I'd have gotten a little leeway, you know. <laughs> I gotta go in, in there, explain your honor. Are you familiar with seasonal effect disorder? <laughs> 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 My happiness is kind of solar powered. I don't know that I'll do well in prison. You know what a good was, thing would be is that if Harvey Weinstein came out and he said you know, I've been in the industry a long time, but not as long as many. I was raped by Bill Cosby to get into the industry. And I just did what I was taught by Bill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's a vicious cycle. So, and, and he's and he'd come out and be like, and I'm here to end it. I'm here to stop molesting people and uh, and, and uh, holding well, carrots one more over time. people's heads. Yeah. To give them Jesus. fame as long as they do horrible things. Yeah. Can well, we watch? Uh, oh, go ahead. What's up? Do you want to do? Do you want to do your ads, or can we watch the most ridiculous video I've seen in memory? We'll do the ads first, and people will uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. This episode of PKA is brought to you by Blue Chew. It's summer camping season. Let's talk about pitching tents. That's right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, confidence can take you far in life. It can also help in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, 100% of it. So no visit to the doctor's office, no awkward conversation, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. 
We got a special deal for our listeners. Bl try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code PKA at checkout. Just pay the five bucks in shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code PKA to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Once again, promo code PKA. Just pay the five bucks in shipping. Give it a go. Check it out. You're gonna you're gonna enjoy it. Get get your dick hard. You'll like that. Oh, you're gonna love your hard dick. Uh, Everybody will. Everybody's gonna love it. Your your <laughs> wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend. We don't discriminate. Whoever, as long as it's consensual. Well, Bill Cosby. Without saying, I mean, not everyone uh, will love it. This episode of PKA is also brought to you by a company we know and love, Postmates. You know what's great about eating your favorite thing? Eating it. You know what's not great? Going and getting it. And the only fast things that do deliver, it's not what you're craving. That's where Postmates steps in, the app that adds a delivery option to your favorite restaurants. Imagine anything you want to eat delivered. Don't have to drive, park, or even talk on the phone to order. Just download the app and order 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you want within the hour. You can even see where your food is and track the driver. Forgot the eggs and milk? No problem. Craving a tasty burger? Check. Looking for the perfect bottle of red wine or a summer beer? Order up. Postmates is your new long-term munchies booty call. And for a limited time, Postmates has given you $100, 100 bucks of free delivery credit for your first seven days. $100 of free delivery credit in your first seven days. To start those free deliveries, download the app today and use code PKA. That's code PKA for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Save the hassle. Get the food you love fast at Postmates with code PKA. $100 of free delivery credit in your first seven days. That's a hell of a deal. A hell of a deal. That is a hell of a deal. I, I use the services like that on my trip. And it was pretty cool. And it's easy to see why people order big meals. It's like, you know, <laughs> for a penny and for a pound. <laughs> yeah, it, does, it does this. Oh, here, here's the video. Oh. oh. Okay. okay. All right. All right. We're doing it. Right. Some people doing like a, oh, no. a really. Or a Take a step handle. backwards. Oh, he's hit some people. That guy didn't look like he hit that, though. What is happening They're attacking now? the car. They're attacking the car because he's trying to flee after hitting and running individuals. He's backing up over them. Oh, no. <laughs> he's pushing them. Oh, and he hits the that other car. Almost got squeezed. Don't don't attack a moving car. Run away. Oh, Wouldn't the car always win? That dude in the blue pants is going to win. Yeah, the guy in the blue pants, very kind. This other guy's just enjoying doing donuts. Oh, I got, I got, I got fucking. What happened? What the fuck is happening now? <laughs> and the street's on fire. What? Why is the street on fire? Oh, fireworks. Someone popped the gas tank on that car. Oh, well, it yeah, looked like there's there a fireworks. It was a little laggy there. I don't, I don't, I don't you know, not, not sure what happened there. Jesus but, uh, Christ. Essentially, they're, you know, doing a little street drifting. Uh, but what they, was they, meant to happen? Well, it wasn't meant to run those people over, but once he did, um, they started <laughs> Wait, hitting his car. So he tried to flee the scene, and when he did that, they started really attacking the car. So he just started like trying to escape, backing over even more people, and uh, he backed into the second car, popping his gas tank, and uh, so now he's like trailing gasoline in a circle, mm -hmm. and then someone starts throwing big fucking fireworks. <laughs> lit into the street that's what those explosions were and that ignites the gasoline and that is detroit on a saturday night 
my god that doesn't even look fun it looked scary yeah <laughs> even, even in the beginning when it was going off and, and fun it was like that was like a dozen here. felonies oh <laughs> yeah committed by multiple people each yeah. the driver of that car is uh, mostly the driver of the car because like but the, he made that mistake of trying to flee into a, what looked to be a parking lot do you guys feel any empathy for the driver of the car yeah. like okay so he made one mistake that was at the beginning at the no, beginning two, two big ones, right? well hang in there and then we'll see where we go at the beginning he decided to try to drift in an area that was too dangerous and small so he hit people there was the mistake after that well, now he's trying to run away and they're beating on the car. So he hits more people and then they surround him. So he backs up over more people. All of these things I can kind of understand. Like you the first mistake. mistake. What were the two? He did his fuck up and that's the mistake. That's the natural one that he needs to fix that. But he then immediately compounds it by trying to flee. Instead of instead of giving the people the respect of like, fuck, I just messed up. I might have hurt someone. Check in, like getting out, apologizing. He just immediately tries to get away. That's the oh, I'm not sure that number two was a mistake. I'm not sure that he leaves the car and says, okay, guys, whoopsie, my bad. Really? Let's talk this over. Let, let, maybe I have a first aid kit in the trunk here. I can help this person I just ran over. Does she need a bandage or a splint? Like, the, I don't think it's going to go like that. I think the, the mob the, the, is yeah, going to Reginald Denny this guy. I'm glad him. you used the M word there because that's what I was thinking too. The mob already had explosives ready. Okay, like, 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 just keep that in mind. Like, like, like in their hand, lighter lit. Waiting. They're just like, I dare him to fuck up. Like, yeah. Think about that. Think about what they're doing. There's no way that that doesn't occasionally result in people getting hurt. There's just no way. Oh, filthy. If I am doing that in my truck and then I hit someone and the mob starts to surround me, my next thought is, <laughs> This is why I bought four wheel drive. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm going to WRX. There's no chance of de escalation with just running through more people. It's, right? It's just, this point. is no chance. I'm not sure the chances of de escalation are as high as you think they are mm -hmm. with your uh, career. Listen here, pale face. I guarantee <laughs> you hop out of your Subaru and try to apologize to that group of people. And you, there's a hate crime about to occur. I mean, like, it, I guess it I don't know. The, the, you, number one thing, don't do donuts competitively in a small circle of people <laughs> without an escape, uh, you know, a stab without four wheel drive. And number two, like after, <laughs> after that guy, like clipped some people, it was like immediately like bombs and things, like fireworks are being thrown. People are like jumping on the car, getting in front of it. And it's like, yeah, there there is no de-escalation anymore. Like if they if someone pulls you out of that car, you're probably going to get beat to death or at least severely severely maimed. Like, do you think Maybe. they would have pulled him out of that car and been like, "You okay? We we saw you hit those." He's people clearly not <laughs> thinking though. What did he drive? He drove into like stress. the densest group of people with a bunch of parked cars. That's not thinking, right? Like even if it was, even if the the the, the process should be. You know, if I get, I just hit some people. There's no fucking mistakes allowed here. If I fuck this up, they're going to kill me. Even then, it's still a mistake the direction he chooses. Wait, there's no way that that well, was I think the correct course of action. Bad, right? Like you're judging him because we had a bird's eye view. Right? He did. Sure. He just saw a crowd of people and didn't realize it would be. Uh, maybe he thought the seas would part and he'd get his escape. To be fair, that crowd was there to watch them do that. They chose their standing position and knowing that the cars were I was doing surprised. That. Like a car made a pass and missed everyone by what I'll call 18 inches. And they all thought, 
well, this is okay. I guess this spot's safe. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, he's going to do that exact way every time. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't that they add to my point, though? put a lot of faith in DeAndre's driving skills. All <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that I add know. to my point of this? If this is this thing where these are people who clearly fuck up, clearly aren't experts at this, right? Who are doing this and they're doing this for fucking fun in this environment. Surely people get hurt fairly regularly. You think the end result is any person who does that gets killed? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, let, let's let's play forward your situation. You are, sure. let's say you're involved in this. You me. just clip. let's not use me. Let's use well, no, one no, of these drivers who are there. Well, let's just someone say who you, might be involved in this scene. Someone, someone uh, who who would you your know alter ego, uh, who would robot. talk, who would talk who, their who way got out into of cars like early. You. <laughs> you, <laughs> no, guys, we need to uh, look at all the angles. <laughs> 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 just getting Yeah, like if you yeah. did, that, I don't like, think I'm getting out of that anyway. But let's let's fine. We'll, we'll use we we'll use this example. So go on. Yeah, yeah. So like, you you whip it. You you clip a couple people. What is the move then? Because before you can even step out, you're there are people on your car banging on there, jumping on top. What do you do? Like, it's a terrible well, situation, but there's not really a good out for anyone involved but, at that point. But that doesn't. That's never a justification for making the worst possible move. If all your moves suck, you choose the least bad one. And clearly, he didn't. He 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 drove deeper into a crowd into then parked vehicles behind that crowd and stopped what do you think, you think that's his best would, would be any other move so it's like, like getting getting the other side the car and, and you know like eventually he comes back and pulls like pulls back and pulls like right and tries to go forward that way you know he might have got out with one of the lesser the less dense portions of that crowd again woody might be right maybe it's the it's the bird's eye view but like yeah. what we saw that's a shit position to try to get out from it's true but i you think know? You're, and you're if you can't get out imagine all that's parked imagine it's just like a parking lot around them and they've done that with the cars and cleared that space then maybe you are throwing yourself on the mercy of that and maybe they're not very merciful but it's still fucking better than doubling down on fucking it up i mean i think that it's easy to stand back and look at it from like the bird's eye view both you know literally and figuratively with this distance and like underestimate the innate and like spike of fight or flight that someone gets when some like a mob of people is banging at your car and you're not going to have a rational thought process you're going to have oodles of adrenaline immediately pumping in your body and it's going to be like i either have to get out and fight or i have to find a way out of this scenario so i don't die like I imagine well, that would be the mindset. You yeah, just it, made the, you made my case again, though, right? Sorry, Woody. Just two seconds. I'll let go. Um, you made my case again, though, which is that you, you're saying that he's made a stupid decision, and it, you're saying it's fueled by adrenaline. And sure, but it's still it's still objectively a worse decision than he could have made there with the other. With, again, from our perspective, seeing it, any other direction would have been better, even with that course of action. So, what happened after all this? Do we know? Because he wasn't able to escape. Uh, it, it didn't really play out. Was oh, they he, killed him. Well. The, can they kill him? <laughs> <laughs> Did they really? Because that would be the perfect little capstone. I, I have no idea. I, guess, I know it really cap off the conversation. Um, yeah, I don't know. I got this 60 seconds there. That's all I got. Yeah, there's I get no why it's hard to make to a decision that. in the middle of like, like, you know, the adrenaline. But also you have to. Like, I don't know. Like, don't give me your bullshit excuse. Work the problem. <clears throat> like, the, 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 like, shit's going down. I get it. Work the problem. That's what you got to do. Uh, you know, he should have looked for a better exit. He should have been like, all right, I'm in a problem. I got a mob surrounding my car. What's the best thing I can do from here? I don't think it's getting out and talking to him, Definitely but not. it is probably finding a better exit than he did. Yeah. And then that, like, because of the way it was filmed, there's no way to tell what was like, we only saw like the very cusp of that <clears throat> circle in the front, you know? So we don't know like if there are cars back there, if there were a bunch of cars, like, uh, what Filthy said, parked around to keep it in a bit of a, a an oval. There was an exit at the top of the screen, right? I thought there was, but there might not be. It doesn't even matter. Really. I thought it was yeah. pretty like thick with people everywhere. 
Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure. But just, yeah. don't, just don't do this. Don't don't go to the donut party hangouts. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no way that's going to turn out well. Yeah. yeah. It didn't but even look man, very fun to watch, honestly. Like, oh, not, if you're not at, if you're there. Row. Yeah, if you're there, like yeah. if you're in the the the, the I audience. Bet it, I bet it was fun. <laughs> I bet it was right up until everything went tits up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right until everything went poorly. Or if you're if you didn't get hit, maybe you were in the lower right corner of the screen, and you're like, "Dude, this is crazy!" First, nineteen people got hit by cars. Now we have a ring of fire. This guy's <laughs> running through the crowd, and I got a front seat view for all of it. That would be yeah. incredible. See that part. Is that comes to mind. Too. You hit that guy. You jump out. You're like, "He's got to get to the hospital right now. Get these cars out of the way. I got to get him to the hospital." Yeah, yeah. but how did? How do you get him uh, out like a block? What, down what, the do road you, what do you say when you get caught in the face with a bottle? Your uh, first word in. Owie, Ow. owie. Ow. <laughs> no, you know, uh. this isn't, you know, you're, you, this isn't a movie. It's a bottle. Like <laughs> you're on the ground going, oh. can you get me to the hospital? No, don't put that. <laughs> <Yeah>. still, don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't do that. And also if you're going to risk it, make sure it's something more fun to watch than that. And what I want to know is, was this, half an hour into the fun was this three <laughs> minutes into the fun had it been going hunky-dory up till then and also like if if like a car hits you you don't like you know grab your spear and go marching off to war with the car you run away clearly this person doesn't have as many qualms as the average person with smacking someone while doing a donut in a four-way intersection wherever this was like run away don't don't jump on top of a car that blows my mind when i see those clips and someone jumps on top of a moving car and it's like what do you you've watched too many Marvel movies, man? Yeah, you've watched way one, too many Marvel movies. <laughs> there was one point about midway through where the car has hit a bunch of people. A couple guys have tried to surround it and bang on it and such. Mm. And then Mr. Blue Pants like <laughs> strolls into the intersection, ready to take care of business. I'm like, what the fuck are you gonna do by yourself? But yeah, I choose to believe he busted open the gas tank and ended it. Yeah, I mean, it was the fire part at the end really put a capstone on it. <laughs> Dude, so did you hear about the shootings on the 4th of July weekend? Uh-uh. No, okay. I I saw the story everywhere. It was like 180 shootings on 4th of July. 230 shootings on the 4th of July. 560, no, I'm sorry, 618 shootings on the 4th of July alone. 233 people killed. 233 deaths. 618 shootings and i see this number reported and i'm like that is a lot of shooting for just one day that i bet seems... it's easier to cover up the sound of guns and shooting with all Ooh. the fireworks so what's i hear normal? what's the normal day what's the comparison? that's the question well normal day i don't know but i keep seeing this number reported like it's huge and then i i, I looked up the story because i wanted to talk it here apparently 618 injuries and 233 deaths is a 26% drop compared to a regular American oh. 4th of July weekend. Look at us on the right oh. path. Oh, but car vehicular manslaughter is off the charts. <laughs> it really isolated in one area. Of it's Biden and his gun grabbing. Now it's the fucking Infinity Sedans going at it. <laughs> yeah, the WRX is wiping people out. Yeah, I was well, saying yeah. that the other night. Um, we were we were all playing poker in the Discord, and uh, it was just a fucking war zone outside my window with the fireworks. And I was like, 
man, if someone started shooting the place up, no one would show up. Like you could, if you call the cops and like, my neighbor's shooting everybody. I'm like, are you sure, ma'am? It's not just, I mean, I can hear the fireworks in the background. It's clearly fire. There's fireworks here too. No, no, no. They like, I think a lot of it would go unreported or like unresponded to if someone said they heard gunshots or yeah, I don't know. All right. That's I'm going to add that to my long term revenge plan. Yeah, I, I don't think I, I could either. Kyle, could you? Could I what? Tell the could you definitely tell gunshots from fireworks. And then the subsequent question. What if I used a different gunshot? Like maybe you're like, oh, 22 is very distinctive to me, but or shotgun. But maybe there's one that sounds more fireworky. It depends how far away it is. At a certain distance, you absolutely cannot tell. I don't think, um, but like pretty close, um, I think I could tell. Um, especially if it's like something distinctive. If it's machine gun fire, a hundred percent. Like if it's like an M M4, like an AK. Like like I just know what an AK sounds like. But um, and the pacing, or, or, or maybe the pacing. Like like the other thing, if you make if you say. If there was like like outside my house, like all my neighbors were shooting off fireworks, like of, of varying sizes. If you just mixed in a few pistol shots, I'd never know. Like like yeah, that's that's what I, I was getting at. Like if it's a situation where like one guy is shooting, like telling whether that's fireworks or a gun, yeah, I can do that. But on Fourth of July, I'm not going to be able to determine that. Like, oh, I think there's a 38 revolver going off amongst the like 13 fireworks shows in my neighborhood right now. Like, I'd never know. I can't tell. And it's so north of my house, there's like, I don't call it 240 acres. Like it, what to me is a lot of acreage and there are people that hunt in it. And um, like every so often I'll hear a bang and it's like, I assume it was a gun because of like context, you know, it, it's September 3rd. Like <laughs> why would someone be shooting off fireworks at 11 a.m.? Yeah. But uh, it, it, if it was fireworks, I wouldn't know any better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you, you know, especially if it's just one, if it's one pop, you oh. know, you, you always figure that's, that's, that's a hunter, you know, and especially that time of year, that time of day, that's, that's guaranteed to be a hunter. Three shots means you're lost, right? Uh, or there were three of them attacking you. <laughs> <laughs> there were three dubs. I've heard that, but it's, it's uh, like, never in my life have I heard three shots and be like, Oh, someone's in trouble. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like, so it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work it, if, if you're getting help from me. It's not going to work. I've seen that. it in multiple <laughs> movies, so I thought it was a thing. Like shot, shot. If shot. you're like Ooh. lost and there's a coordinated effort to find you, like, oh yeah, that's going to get the job done. But like, there's, n I can't imagine like like the the most like outdoorsy, busy body like Ranger Rick motherfucker in the world isn't going to hear three shots and be like danger, and like 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 get his shit together and start going to help someone. He's going to be like ah, somebody's shooting their gun. Also, mountains and trees are so echoey. Like, it, I was told that you can't tell direction in, in an environment like that. And I thought, my whole life, I've always been able to tell where sounds come from. You're probably yeah. just not good at it. And then I was in, you know, I've, I've been in the woods in the mountains. And, and it's like, yeah, I legit have no idea. It came from everywhere. It, it, yeah, sometimes... Um... I've definitely heard echoes like, like, uh, you know, I, I've, I've done so much shooting in like, ho like uh, hollow areas and like uh, you, you hear the echo come back just as loud as the gunshot. You know, it, it, you would never know like which was which if. Yeah. And it just, it bounced off every tree when it got to me. Like, I don't, I don't know. It, it just, I was, it was foreign. I couldn't tell. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to tell. I, I, I don't think firing a gun in the air is going to get you any help unless there's already a coordinated effort to like find you. 
and you like maybe hear that hear a helicopter in the distance or they're not here a fucking helicopter i don't know if you've heard dogs barking like way in the search dogs or something like saw them a mile away or something you're trying to signal them i don't know like it might work in those scenarios but yeah just start firing in the direction of the rescuers probably get you saved you know give them a good warning shot you know give them give them the old boogie and uh they'll they'll come get you wonder how boogie's doing wonder if that legal thing is uh still in the air or wrapping up or what his situation is i am curious about that give him a hard time yeah. every now and then but i do like boogie as a human being and i am um, oh, and sorry. like like you know like what he did may have been like incorrect but i i you know i think he's like morally justified morally in the right in that whole scenario like like you know i know where he was coming from he certainly didn't mean it to like be a bad thing if anything Whenever it, it seemed like the the best thing he could do i'm sure is what he thought at the time Whenever a YouTuber gets like they turn and start hating on them, I'm sympathetic to what they're going through, right? Like it, every YouTuber, every Twitch streamer is just a broken vase who's rotated his pretty side towards the audience and his crack side towards the wall. Every single one of them. So when they finally saw the flaw on, on the other side of Boogie's vase, they started hating on him. You told me you were Mr. Rogers. You told me that you were this super extra nice guy where if I rob your house, you offer me food and drink and shelter and compassion. And, uh, and then they saw the other part of that and it wasn't true. But like, of course it wasn't true, right? Like, it, of course he has another side where he's just a, a flawed person like the rest of us. And he, the whole internet turned on him and it's like, that sucks, but you were silly to think that he was Mr. Rogers in the first place. That's my take on it. And a lot of work, a lot of work to maintain that and like work in the wrong way. Like not like you're putting in a productive day at the, the office doing that, but at least for me, it's really taxing faking, like faking good. Like I don't want to do that. I don't want to set up my life where I'm forced to do that repeatedly. So yeah. Yeah. He pushed it too far and I don't know. It, it sometimes it's like that faking good is just him aspiring to be good, right? Like maybe he's portraying himself as the person he really wants to be and just can't stay there. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I knew he was a different kind of guy when he told us about like his ideal woman uh, being like that, <laughs> that tiny little Japanese girl who's like popping pimples for him or whatever. And Who she was like a point boogie. Oh, um, and, and didn't he say she had like was a porn like, star or something like, like, like that? Yeah, she was like sex work or something. Yeah, he wants like a, a like a like a nineteen year old tiny Japanese girl who's like submissive and will pop his pimples. Like, I don't remember the pimple part, but I don't uh, know either. either. Maybe, maybe that was a out. separate thing. He he definitely had a whole thing about like liking girls popping his pimples or something like that. I mean, who doesn't? But like, oh. he seemed to have like a fetish for it. <laughs> like, I mean, if you got one right in the middle of your back, like, like there's nothing. You're like, oh, honey, can you, can you get that thing back there? Like if, if you've got a girlfriend who like likes to pop pimples, it's, it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful nice. thing. You can't get that thing in the middle of your back, right, right on your spine, and it's looking like an egg back there. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, I've you never... seem to be resting a whole lot of your case on that one example. Sure, I'll <laughs> like give you fucking... center of the back. What about want... the rest of the body? I can reach those. Like, 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 just, just yeah. Do like, you want her popping those as well? 
Yeah, honestly, like the ones that I can't <laughs> really get to, like like effectively, like she she'll do less damage. Like on your back. It's, it's the same. This is the same tired horse. We've given you that. We've given you center of your back. What about the ones you can reach? The ones yeah, you I'll can get those. to effectively. Like, like, like I'll, I'll take care of that. Like like you know, if I got one on my chin or something like that, I, I got this taken care of. But like anything on my back, really, like like I need some help. I've never dealt with back acne ever, even when I was in like high school. Just never. Yeah. And it sucked because you'd see people like in gym, like changing or whatever into their gym stuff. And it's like, oh, oh, no. Like that's <laughs> it's like a, you know, far out Rocky Mountains view, like very just kind of gross and cystic. Sad. I felt bad for. It. And then even worse was the poor kids who had that like on their cheeks, on their face. Oh, yeah. And then like they get older and they look like Edward James almost or like you can tell uh, Anthony Cumia definitely had a bunch of acne like that because you can see it in the, the pockmarked. Uh, cheeks edward james almost famous uh pockmarked man yes he is mm -hmm. uh what he will notice he is adama from battlestar galactica oh i totally know that guy yeah yep. do you think he made it in acting because of his weird look? his own pimples he Maybe was then. overzealous with his pimple popping it, it would appear for for decades or this more guy the girl he was pimples. dating he dated a girl loved it <laughs> he just gave into it uh, oh, just rubbing i like that theory Rubbing lard on his cheeks every night before bed. I'm gonna be a character actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. It seems like the market for like good-looking 28-year-old male actors is pretty saturated. It, it, if you're a not so good-looking, like you know, 57-year-old overweight guy, like it, I don't know. It seems like there's a there's a spot for him. They exist in the world. They exist in Hollywood. Oh, speaking of movies, um, I, I watched the uh, Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. Me too. How was it? Was it good? I hated it. I thought it was bad. <laughs> oh, no. I, they, they spent $200 million on this movie. And look, I get that the premise is that people come from the future to recruit humans from modern times to help them fight aliens in the future. I get that that's fantastical. But they just like, there's so many plot holes and things that just made no goddamn sense. Like Edge of Tomorrow is a kind of a similar plot, somewhat, right? It, time travel and aliens, sure. similar enough. It's amazing. It's so fucking yeah. good. It's so slick. It's uh, it like, like there's no real big plot holes. Like like it just makes sense. Um, like, the premise is cool and fun, and obviously Tom Cruise is the, just the a wonderful actor, and he makes good fucking movies despite being a nut job. But as much as I like Chris Pratt, like like he just he did his thing fine. Like he did the Chris Pratt thing, like like likable and and uh, jokey and uh, with it with a, with a little emotion here scattered in here and there, and it worked. And uh, I did like the generational thing that they were playing up, where he had the father figure, and he also had his daughter, and uh, and and you know that that family was a big part of the the movie. That's what that's the stuff they got right. But then like. Just the idea that those aliens were able to conquer a future world was nonsense. Like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They seemed like, almost immune to the kinds of weapons that we like to use. No, they, they seemed like super vulnerable to like everything above small arms fire, which is like what we like to use in actual war, right? Like, like, like why wouldn't like helicopters just be completely invulnerable to these things and drone strikes? And and every seven days they all True. go into one place and sleep for a day, like that seems <laughs> tailor made for some special ops missions where we're just wiping them off, wiping them out in huge swaths. Yeah. Like all right, Air so Force it's Sunday, 
<laughs> Sunday, guns out, boys. It's Sunday. Let's go kill them all. Like, like yeah. every Sunday, you get they all go sleep for a day. It's like it's napalm day. It's like how easy would it be to let to actually fight real vampires? It's like so. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. During the time when we're all awake, they're in a box somewhere, completely vulnerable to like plutonium or something, right? No wooden stakes. Like yeah. we can just hit up Home Depot. We're good. And that's kind of how these <laughs> these aliens were. Like, like sunshine kills them. Yeah, you know, there's sunshine. lots of sunshine. So we just like pull they... the drapes back and we're good, right? Like can't they like uh couldn't you just like Waco them? They don't like fire either. They don't like fire either. That's what they did in uh in True Blood. They Wacoed some some vampires in like the first episode of the whole series. Yeah, um, vampires would be like all super you, vulnerable. you find one of one of them to flip. Yeah, and that's, that's all you it. Did. But but yeah, the movie didn't make any sense. And you kill um, him too. Huge parts of it were just nonsensical like the way things got done first of all like the guns they were using in the future like the way these like they were just like they came back and asked for help to fight the future war and it and it, it went poorly for a long time like a year or two and like the world's militaries have already been exhausted like we've already sent all the soldiers of the world and they've died and now we're like drafting civilians and they're taking like Susie homemaker putting this m4 in her hands and and like well, they're not even putting them in uniforms. The, like the one guy was like, "This is from like Air Apostle. Like, like it's camouflage, <laughs> but it's, it was just to keep warm on the way over." Right? This doesn't make any sense. He's like, "Look at that guy!" And this was the funniest part in the movie. He's like, "That guy's wearing a chef's hat." <laughs> like, 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 it was just a guy wearing a chef's He's hat. Like, it doesn't make any apron. sense. What clothes we keep and what clothes we don't. And yeah. yeah, that guy was hilarious. I like that part of the movie. I, I like think the reason. Line. Yeah, I think the reason I enjoyed the movie more than Kyle was I had lower expectations. I was expecting very important with bad movies. I was expecting a popcorn movie and I kind of got it. The issue I had with it was not that there were plot holes and such cuz in my head there's almost supposed to be is that there was too much action. When a movie gets described as a non-stop roller coaster and it's just like uh, it's a 2-hour movie comprised of 3 40-minute fights and some other glue it's like oh, <laughs> I counted. I counted. There are like like I thought about this myself. It's two hours and eighteen minutes. Obviously, okay. you got credits and then stuff. Um, there were five major battles, like like at least in the movie, and each one of them is is a good 10, 15 minutes long. So all of a sudden, like the majority of the movie is gunfighting with aliens and like bombing aliens, and and that sounds good on the surface, mm -hmm. but it didn't. After a while, you're just exhausted because yeah. they can't make up their minds for one thing on like how tough the aliens are. Like I if a, it, if Chris Pratt really needs to kill one right now, oh he's fucking dead, bro. Mm -hmm. I fucking bullseyed him right in the sweet spot. But then there'll be like one that's just like charging at like eight red shirt characters, and they're all just laying down that continuous machine gun fire from movies where they don't know how to reload, so the gun mm -hmm. just shoots infinitely. And it's like they have literally shot that thing no less than 150, 200 times. And that's if they're only hitting a third of their shots. Like they So it's not a spoiler to say to kill this thing, you have to shoot it in the abdomen or the head. And uh, is it the neck? Neck or the abdomen, yeah. The abdomen. Okay. Yeah. And but the thing is, that's not that like a bullseye of a spot. You know, so if if six people each shoot their what seemingly 600 round guns at this uh bad guy which is like a giant insect like there's neck and abdomen shots all over the place yeah. it, it should have died 
So he's and, right. They were inconsistently powerful. And, but and then they showed that, that like they showed that like the 50 cow would just like insta kill them. So it's like, why aren't we all carrying 50 cows? Like, like, yeah. like give everybody a Barrett. Like, 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 let's. Was let's, that a 50 cow that mounted yeah. gun? Yeah, okay. that's an M2. Um, so like, but but the thing is like. They were interesting in that, um, and they stole this from Alien, by the way. Like, like, all right, spoilers now. Um, so, like, at the end, they um, they figure out that these things are um, they couldn't figure out where they came from in the future, and it turned out that they had a ship had crashed in Russia a long time ago, and it was frozen under the ice, and because of global warming, eventually by the 2030s, the the ice melted enough. I, you you love the the global warming part. Love yeah. that basically it, it thought out enough that they emerged from their ship. They thought out and uh, hasn't been, that been done 500 it's, times. No, 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 no. no problems with global that, warning. Do we that. need to? Okay. They literally are ripping off alien. So, and I get alien movies are all have aliens in them. It's not that though. The premise behind these aliens is that they are weapons that are meant to like be dropped from a ship. It's the premise of Alien 1. That's where the aliens come from. The aliens are weapons used by like those world world-building aliens. And uh not no, not, that's that's no. Um it's the uh, the big tall 10-foot oh, pale aliens. I don't um, know the ones, ones that like created oh, the like, Prometheus uh, aliens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys um they were the pilots of the ship that had the alien eggs in them. That was a bomber on its way to Earth. To drop those, uh, well, to actually, drop aliens no. and and wipe out all life on Earth. Oh, Minor so they were like civilization enders. It, they okay. weren't necessarily on in their way. It crashed on Earth, so we don't know that no. Earth was the target. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm talking about alien in alien. Like oh, I'm oh, comparing oh, oh, the oh, two. I'm sorry. So, so, so the ship that's on Earth, they, they, they even like reference it. They're like, either it was just passing by, or they were here to kill us. Who fucking knows? Who cares? But like they, 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 they came to the conclusion that. The guy that was flying this thing because they found his body is not what we've been fighting. Like, these this is a bomber or the, it's either cargo or a weapon and uh, and or essentially both. So like, it turned out that the aliens were a weapon uh, mm -hmm. part uh, on the ship that had crashed in uh, Russia. And like at the end when they have to go like defeat them finally in the past in like modern day times because the the future war is lost. All of a sudden, it becomes very easy. For like the most ragtag group of people ever to get on a C-130 and fly into modern day Russia. Do do if I had a C-130, I don't think we'd make it to Russia. And I knew how to fly, and I had that magical C-130 that can fly from the west coast into Siberia without refueling. The, you know that mm -hmm. one that doesn't exist. Yeah. Don't you think <laughs> they'd the, the Russian Air Force would stop us at some point? Like, like we need a flight plan just to well, take it's off. It's just like that Detroit video. Once you landed and got out and explained, <laughs> you'd be fine. <laughs> you'd be fine, Kyle. Just talk them and, down. And and the best part is like I'm trying I did to kill YouTube aliens. videos about your country. What they, they needed an expert. Um, there was this like small bit of minutia where they needed an expert to like help them with some volcano knowledge because like oh. I don't know the the alien had some dust from China under its claw, but. It came from Russia, and they're like, how could this possibly happen? And they literally go to, like, this black high school kid and ask him because he loves volcanoes. And he's like, well, get me a fucking laptop. Blah, 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 blah. And, like, what? Yeah, but that kid just was Googling around. They that kid just Googling it up. He could have saved time uh, and just, like, on the plane, use the, the onboard Wi-Fi. Wikipedia, that, boom. And, and, and immediately he found... <laughs> 
Oh, but with with someone else's <laughs> laptop, he like created like a 3D render of what had happened somehow. Like he went to like he went to like 3D render um like Chinese volcano from 15,000 years ago dot com and uh, and, and it like played a little video for everyone to, who were the real retards in the audience who couldn't figure out what they were saying. It was so nonsensical. And then they when had they got make there, a video to explain it to everyone. It was I, about as dumb as when that like little kid knew how to operate the Jurassic Park system. Like, this is Linux. I know this. And, yeah. and it's like a visual like labyrinth that she's navigating. Yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah, it was like little pods. Like it wasn't Linux. Yeah. Anyway, like, like I don't know what Linux looks like, but that that it can't be that. There's no <laughs> way that it's like you click on a dinosaur and drag it back in the cave. It looked like Mario. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like, I think it's Mario 2 or Mario 3 where like each level was like this little pod that you could navigate. So like you didn't have to go from one to two to three. You could like choose your level at some point. So we're like branches. It was like that. It was it was nonsense. So yeah. What do you, I, why are you okay with you, you said you were almost expecting these huge plot holes and the inconsistent movies kill me. Because like I don't care. You want you want me to believe any fantasy you spin for your movie. If you keep it internally consistent, I'll play along and it's fun. Yeah. You know, the second you like break your own rules, like it gets really shitty really fast. So why are you okay with like the it so what was the Will Smith Independence Day, right? Remember Will Smith Independence Day? That's a good movie. I agree, but also had a lot of plot holes, right? Like, like I, I think the way that they defeated it in the end, the is someone, structure, it's like every alien ever. So fucking boring. And, and, and they wrote a <laughs> virus on like DOS yeah. and then uploaded it to some foreign operating system that's supposed to be compatible with what they like. For no those fucking, of us who, who don't know anything about programming, though, we're like, makes sense. Well, no, I remember <laughs> watching that as a kid and being like, but what, would the aliens have the same kind of plugs? <laughs> yeah, right. they use alien not. plugs though see that's the thing exactly they the problem alien plugs they, they, they that's why they needed the little ship to like dock with the mothership that's why it kind of made sense to me because they had an interface for the I'm for pretty, the two she was so I'm stupid. sure that like, i don't know how they coded in the alien operating system like the language that ran on it like it was completely impossible it was all linux <laughs> Well, oh, they had well, that, that. Never mind. Had, I stand corrected. <laughs> they had had the little. They had had the little ship since Roswell. So, like me, just like making it make sense for me is that like somewhere along the way they like. Oh no, that doesn't work because they said the thing hadn't been had only powered up like that week. Yeah. So they've had and, no power this whole time. There's no I way think, to even build an interface or figure out the code language. The or first anything. time we meet an alien, Will Smith punches it in the face as a way to defeat it. Welcome to on, Earth. Yeah, and I think it was wearing armor or something at the time he punched that one wasn't because he was a pilot he was in his like jammies maybe i'm wrong about no that, you're but... absolutely right he was in the armor because they, they split open the suit when they get him back to area 51 you're absolutely yeah. right so he yeah. punched him in the on his helmet and the dude was like knocked out and and, and by the way he outweighed will smith by like 600 pounds or something like like it it looked big it, yeah and so but on the other hand i really enjoyed that movie point. I almost, I almost uh, like tear up when the president tells the speech. I've watched it like it. It's That's an amazing movie. movie, and I just, you know what? Sometimes like it's like okay, look, look, look. This is not a sophisticated movie. This is just a silly action movie. But I will That's say the Chris like Pratt movie was too close to like Jurassic Park three. And then it just went from one crisis to the next, to the next, to the next, where they're constantly running in action and the not telling much parts, of a story. The but, good but, parts to me were the fan, and, and I never say this because like I do just enjoy a good action movie. Like like Die Hard is one of my mm -hmm. favorite movies. I, Predator might be like top three or something like that for me. I like action, but 
the best parts of this movie were his interactions with his dad, um, his interactions with his wife and daughter, and his interactions with his future daughter. The like like all of those moments were fucking great. Like like honestly, like really good. And that kid was a good child actor. His interactions with her, with her were some of the few actual funny moments when like and he like shows her how to use the shovel and cuts their cable in half in their backyard. And he's like, Oh, that, that should have been buried a lot deeper. What I'll give you $10. If you tell mom, you did this. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. too. Chris Pratt did great. it well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but is there such I, a high cost in making it internally consistent? Like, okay, so no, I buy it. Not. All right. It's not necessarily super important in some of these things to get enjoyment out of them, even if they aren't, but what is the cost of making it? slightly better by doing that i think you're asking for a more talented writer kyle exactly i i looked up the writer's name he's he hasn't done shit all the other stuff (laughs) he's done i had never heard of and like i've heard of a lot of stuff like i watch a lot of minutiae i had never heard of this nonsense he had written before the other thing um when you're writing something like that you have to call in experts and that's expensive unless you just know a guy if he's like, oh, I got a buddy who's a firearms expert. Let's draw upon him because he'll just help us. But if you're doing like a Hollywood production like this is, Amazon bought this. They didn't produce this. They, they purchased it after the fact due to COVID. 200 mil. Um, in that situation, like you have to like hire the guy the, the, who does the firearms consultation or whatever to like get your gun shit right. Like John Wick does. Like John Wick movies, they talk to somebody who knows something about guns. There's not just like some guy going, hey, show me a big list of guns that look cool. Oh, yeah, this one, that one, and that one. They're not doing that just based on the final product because it often looks 90% legit, like what they're doing and like the stuff they're using is the good stuff. They're not using a lot of frivolous stuff. Like it's it's pretty fucking legit. I like they, the reloading. I love the reloading. So it, if people know nothing about guns, you would think shooting is where all the talent is. But it actually turns out that like reloading really quickly and like mm-hmm. that aspect of it is, is just as important maybe as getting on target quickly. You know, in the and, scenarios he's in, it's crucial, right? Because like John Wick is all about fighting dozens of men in like close quarters. So like he has to do this gun foo where there's like not just regular reloads either. He's doing single-handed reloads. He's doing all sorts of like specialty shotgun stuff that i've never even like attempted you know the, the way he's the way he's loading the shotgun you know pulling the the, the shell over dumping it in and then closing the breach and then firing um i, I recognize those maneuvers but they're not anything i've ever trained or practiced i can pick it up but I, I've, just, I've never done it i've never needed to do it i you know i i never thought to do it he's been trained to do it and there's those videos of him like shooting three gun you know mm-hmm. and it's rather impressive he's not a three gun is a kind of competition where you shoot uh i'll call it an ar-15 a shotgun and a pistol yeah and you're you know you're going between the three and like shooting various targets it's timed uh and it's uh accuracy based and and there's multiple different kinds of courses just like golf or anything else and uh he's very talented at it you know he's he's not going to be like a fucking olympic shooter or anything but he's the best shooter in fucking hollywood he's it's really fun to watch him do his thing uh, but but yeah, they do a good job with this. This movie didn't give a fuck about firearm accuracy. They didn't give it was a fuck Walking about, Dead like. They didn't get a fuck about like military accuracy. Um, it there were parts where it was just like, all right, who's in charge? Who's who's in charge right now? Like like is the president? Like we never saw the president. The most highest ranking guy we ever saw was that 
white-headed general who like refused to like, oh, yeah. what, you got like the cure to the aliens and you want me to do something about it? I don't think so. It's like, <laughs> he would be, of course he would, like, like, like that literally happened. He was like, mm -hmm. general, sir, we know where the aliens are and look, I've got a cure from the future. It just kills them. I've got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> like, what are you doing? That's what, what pretty accurate. That's yeah. literally what happened. He was and then like, he took credit for it after they solved the and problem. That, and that degree that of stupidity accurate. in the writing will kill me, kill a film for me. Because I'll lose my ability to immerse myself in it and enjoy it when it's like that. Are there any off the, the top of your head, Filthy, that just, when you know, that just drives you crazy, you can't go back to? Uh, I'd have to think a sec. It's just... I'm, I'm looking on just like, I, I can let you think. Don't mean to put you on the spot. I was just looking at the like a list of interesting movie plot holes. And Kyle, I think you brought this one up, 1998 Armageddon. And apparently Ben Affleck went to Michael Bay and said, hey, it would be way easier to train astronauts how to drill than train these drillers to become astronauts. And apparently Michael Bay said, shut up. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people yeah. said that too. It is. Yeah, it, I mean that one's so obvious that like it's like are astronauts mm. really going to be able to pick up making holes? Yeah, this <laughs> these astronauts aren't used to cleaning up after themselves, so we're going to train janitors. God, have, you ever listened, <laughs> have you ever listened to any of the astronaut interviews either? Like I've, I've seen a couple on uh, Joe Rogan come through. They're like the most fucking like badass people ever they know how to do like everything they're like everything they're like jack of all trades and super smart and pick up everything it's like and military background usually like like yeah like like they're all wearing uh, a lot of hats like whenever there's some like picture of a dude on reddit and they have like a list of his accomplishments that's a paragraph long it's he's an astronaut that's yeah. why he's that he it's like, like there's this asian guy and he was like I, Can I, I have his i was going to say the same guy let me read his uh wikipedia yeah thank you read, I, I guarantee you've got the right one <laughs> born in, uh, I haven't pre-read this, but born and raised California, Kim enlisted in the United States Navy before earning a silver star in his commission. While he was a sailor, he received his Bachelor of Arts, cum, summa cum laude, in mathematics. His Doctor of Medicine and acceptance to the NASA Astronaut Group 22 in 2017. He completed his astronaut training in 2020 and is awaiting his first flight assignment. So this guy... Is a Navy SEAL? I think I read that, but I don't see it here. Has a silver star, uh, summa cum laude, and he's a doctor. He's a medical doctor, and he's an astronaut. And a bit of a philosopher as well, apparently. <laughs> like, yeah. like, this guy can do almost anything. He's yeah, probably, he... li li like, that's what astronauts are. They are the best of the best. Like, people are like, yeah, Navy SEALs are the best of the best. Oh. This guy was the smartest Navy SEAL ever, yeah. probably. Right, right. Like, like it didn't uh, mention that his doctor, like his doctor of medicine, was from Harvard. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> like, like, he, didn't, he didn't go to the American of Samoa and get his. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like a dentist who got his degree. He got his degree. In oh, and he was he was on fucking SEAL Team Three. <laughs> you listen to these people like talk, and you're just like, oh my god! Like you're just like. It, it's so humbling to see like yeah. what people can do and then like where what i've done with my life for example like sometimes reading these so like the idea that hey, you're one hell of a magic player <laughs> the had, idea that he we has a the idea that we star and a bronze star he got the silver star for rescuing multiple wounded iraqi soldiers in the face of enemy <laughs> fire <laughs> this is like bad writing at this point no one would believe this character like yeah, this is over the top yeah, tone it down a bit honestly like yeah if that were the character i'd be like this is trash like this yeah, is like, this bullshit is, no one's he takes, like he that. takes a shower scene and it's just a uh, just enormous 
Just he's, like one of 12, he's, ripped. he's an astronaut. He was one of 12 candidates chosen from a pool of 18,300. <laughs> <laughs> And, and those are eighteen is like, like and it's highly not, and qualified 18, people. That's eighteen thousand doctors. That's what I was gonna say. Thought they had it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That that's not eighteen thousand members of the population. That's eighteen thousand people who made it through the preliminary shit to to be a NASA candidate. You don't, yeah. you're not just like, yeah, you want in? Yeah, we'll take a look at you. Yeah, what you got there? All right, Denny's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you ran you ran the buffet. Nice, nice, nice. No, that's not <laughs> happening. No, like, they're, like, they're making fun of applications like, oh, you were in the Marines and you're a renowned cardiologist. That's so sweet. But we're looking for someone, you know, with a little something, something like, on their resume. I have <laughs> one more sentence. On December 9th, 2020, NASA formally announced that Kim would join 17 other astronauts in training for the moon landing. There you go. Yeah. That's good. He's going to the, the moon. moon. The moon Let's landing the again? Moon. Yeah, yeah. Send, him, send him to Mars. He should be able to. It's like skipping a grade. You're going to kill our best dude. To Mars. This is our <laughs> best guy. Well, then he, survivable he's, mission. he's no. our uh, fucking we're, Matt Damon. Put him on. We're Mars. sending him to train the rest of NASA to figure out what we need to do. It, it's good. This is a this is a good mission for that. How about we clone send that him. guy? And yeah, right. That's the sperm you want. That's, oh. a, that's the sperm you want. I'd be Dumb. hanging out outside his dorm room looking for used condoms. You, get, <laughs> you end up with one of his fucking friend Daryl's. Yeah, but you just do it for the like taste. That. Yeah, I'm just I'm just looking for <laughs> fucking. I'm just bug chasing. That's all. <laughs> that dude is such a winner. Huh. Fucking, oh, did you, who's um the other one? Uh, hold Another on, astronaut. Is, yeah, well, so all, like, don't, don't you just hope that like his home life is a wreck? <laughs> like, 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 like he's got like interpersonal, like no interpersonal skills. Like, like, like every night he's just screaming at his wife and like, like, like they have a terrible sex life. Like, 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 he can't. no, no, he has eight equally smart and healthy children living in a giant <laughs> palatial estate and they're all attractive. <laughs> his wife is gorgeous. Yeah. That's probably the actual case. Like, like the guy's just a fucking winner. Yeah. Their yeah. ages like five to 13. Every single one is it at Johns Hopkins. Yeah. <laughs> already uh, judith love cohen she can't compare to poor kim over there but she's a fun one too she was an american aerospace engineer she worked on the minuteman missile she was on the ground station for the hubble space telescope tracking and data relay in the apollo space program she brought those people back alive and she's the mom for jack black oh well, that's Jack her best. Black. That's her best uh, contribution. Uh, Nacho Black Libre. Like a, Nacho Libre feels like a real piece of shit. After, <laughs> right? right? Like, like, I don't care if he's worth twenty five million and he's Mom's made not like, a bunch of movies. Or whatever. Like, 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 oh, you're good at guitar. Good enough <laughs> to like pretend to play in your movies. You mean? Yeah, I remember the the time I brought all those people back from the Apollo whatever space when I, was disaster. when I was saving the apollo mission i would always get out my loot and play for the guys <laughs> she's probably a, an amazing musician yeah. don't don't invite either of those people to the party it's just no no they, they I mean, don't get people like this are so good for putting things in perspective to agree right because you're looking at this and you're like you know you're, maybe you have some like for, at least for me like there's a part of my brain that always thinks like i'm gonna accomplish something eventually you know and then it's just <laughs> like you look up you're like wait i'm almost 40 now and look at these people's contributions to like the the, the world. What, what what they've accomplished at the ages they've accomplished at it. And you're just like, there's no way. Oh, like, yeah, like, you start to you see like, it. Your brain you, starts to pick it up. You're like, you start that realizing that the only way to make your mark the gap's is to start getting killing. wider. Start Do you ever like uh, don't stop till they catch you? 
Well, that is a way to make your mark if you want to be a serial killer. But like the same thing happens historically where like I remember reading a lot about Alexander the Great. And like in your head, you're picturing like a, an a older old gray haired, yeah. yeah, wizened old man who's giving battle tactics. And it's like and then he led them over the out and he was 20. Oh, yeah. oh no, I suck. Like this yeah. guy was like conquering the known world. At, Dude at conquered Macedonia at nineteen or something yeah. like that. Like it happened to me way earlier. Like it, at like eighteen, I wanted to make the U.S. Olympic team, and then at twenty-one, it's like, yeah, no, no. Like if you you don't when you stack rank against the other twenty-one-year-olds, you're not trending towards no. like Olympic at twenty-three. Like that's when no. you start realizing you're like, you know, if I was going to make the Olympic team. I would have known it at 16. Yeah. But I didn't because not only am I not a good swimmer, I'm not that bright. And I was, (laughs) it happened too long ago for me to just identify as a woman. But if I had done that, oh, ruled the world. I mean, (laughs) number one, I know we've talked about this before. Like, can you come close to like uh, women's Olympic levels right now? I don't think so. Not now. No. With the student on too? I don't practice. think so. I just don't think so. <laughs> I'm like, you know, you're a practice. I'll be even older, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm just. I'm just really thinking women are terrible at physical activity. <laughs> the best ones are pretty good, and it's yeah, not like I'm bigger good. and stronger. No, no, how about joke, the joke? You missed the joke. The best ones are men. How about if you have to go against the El Salvadorian swim team? Yeah, I could probably make a swim team somewhere, maybe. But, but youngly, like uh, college like, me could have literally broken world records as a female if I just identified. Oh, I don't doubt. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That would have not flown back then. They would have been like, no. get your ass back in the men's lane. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, 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 no. You're, not, you're not slipping past the goalie. Take the fucking wig off. History would have remembered him dick. as ahead you know, of These suits are quite revealing. <laughs> there was that photo on Reddit of um, the uh, the USA under 16s women's team standing next to the the uh, El Salvadorian under 16 women's basketball team, uh, and they're like in like the tunnel about to head to the court. They're probably you know playing national anthems or something out there. They tower over them, and the, like this little El, El Salvadorian girl is like looking up at this like six footer of a woman she's about to have to play against. And it's just like, I'm the writing's on the wall. Like, like, can we just not go out there? Like, there's no point to compete. Oh, my against oh this is so funny. I, I found the picture. Oh, share it. Share it. They are screwed. I'm about to. Can we look up the, the score of that game? Zach, can you share that picture? The score of the game. <laughs> oh, come on. This isn't fair. <laughs> they should. Well, I guess, you know, El Salvador should have some taller people if they want to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Wonder, and it's not just a, it's a, uh, he might, ah, there he is. There it is. Yeah. The girls on the right look like they're 16 year old girls. The girls on the left don't. Yeah. The, like- the girls on the right look like they just got to fantasy camp. She looks so like defeated. Athletes. Like, like that girl has no breasts. Like just saying, like, 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 like they, they look prepubescent. Um, mm. And, and like, those women on the left look like some nappy-headed hoes, as Don Imus would say. They are about to run train on Dude, those look, girls. Look at the shoe situation. Team I USA know. all has the same shoes. Yes. Nobody on their team oh, really no. even have a shoe brand. Oh, that one those, girl's got dirty sneakers. They brought those from home. Does that El Sa- <laughs> do the El Salvadorians even have the same shorts on? One is has a pants. real picture. 
One's wearing I, pants. Look at the background of the El Salvador girls. The score oh, was 114 to 19. <laughs> <laughs> 114 to 9. That was really nice of them to give them 19. <laughs> Holy shit. That, I mean, if I'm on El Salvador's team, I would be like, this, no, um, you're not going to do this to me. I'll play against <laughs> yeah. fucking, I'll play Real against Colombia. I'll play against Colombia. I saw uh, their team in the back. They're Durasol. shorter. You know, bring yeah. Honduras on. We got we got their number, but you make me play against those girls from America one more time, and I'm gonna fucking mm-hmm. hang myself. They got they got my high school hormones. team. Our um our women's JV team lost. I, I don't know the score exactly, but it was something like 108 to 12. Oh shit! Yeah, and uh, my math teacher was the women's basketball team JV girls team coach. And uh, he was like, "That was just bad sportsmanship." He's like, "They brought their var. They, I think their school didn't have a varsity team or something, or this, so they played their varsity against our JV somehow, and and they just beat the shit out of our JV girls." And eh. women should learn early that this mm-hmm. sort of thing is just going to repeat itself throughout life. Just you're going to be taking L's left and right. So get it, you know. It's it's good to start these young girls on that run. I mean, Team USA was not taking L's. They were probably taking W after W after no, W. Those, whole those, tournament. But, well, wait till they get to the WNBA and look at their fucking paycheck. Yeah, that would be sad. Yeah. How much do they make? Like sixty grand like, a year? Like grand? less than like the manager at a McDonald's? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the McDonald's are probably. <laughs> I'm making that up. I'm making that up. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I would guess they make like let th- complete guess. I bet the highest paid woman in the WNBA makes half a million dollars a year. Oh, Average salary in the WNBA is seventy-five thousand dollars. I wow. have over I have overcompensated that lady who is the oh best. My, who's the, the highest paid? paid player makes two hundred and twenty-one thousand. And what's the I comparison mean, for the men's stats? Uh, oh, average salary player. of an NBA player is seven point seven million. What's LeBron make? <laughs> LeBron makes oodles of cash i don't know does he, make, does he make 30 million a year what does he make uh What's 39 39.22 million there you go yeah the front. <laughs> well that's wild good for him man but here's the thing i bet if you did a little math and you're like all right total ratings of the nba versus total ratings of the wnba and then like take that ratio and do it with the salaries they're still overpaid in the wnba i think that's true yeah. well you, sure. Don't just do revenue, do profits. Because the WNBA literally loses money. Yeah, and, I was going to say NBA ratings. makes but, money. But, but yeah, that oh, works. Like you did like rating. eyeballs on games. Like, like I don't know how to like quantify They profits. shift profits from the NBA to play <clears throat> the WNBA players. Yeah. yeah. I say play, I meant pay. pay and yeah. So, um, I don't know. The, the, the thing, women's basketball is not that fun to watch. No Some shit. people disagree, but I, it just looks... Are there goals? Yeah, I think they're the same height. That's There's problem. a couple girls that can dunk, but they just look unathletic and lanky and I don't know. They're they're not the men are fucking superheroes with the shit they do, the shots they make, the jumps they they perform. Like it it's at a level that I can't even relate to. The women I was, though, um, they don't look good. At uh I, I was looking at like um at the gym, they've got like this scoreboard, right? Like Matt, the, the highest bench from a man is uh, 375 pounds, which isn't that high, actually. Highest from a woman is 120. 120. Wait, for what exercise? Sorry, I was looking up salaries. Bench, bench. bench press. Yeah. I- incline bench, 120? Bench press. Flat bench, 120 for a woman, 375 for a man. Those are the records. 
Taylor, would, how much I would do think you it bench? would be higher than that. Uh, last time I tried, I, I hit 300 on a flat bench, but I did it. I only did it twice. This was a while ago. And I haven't you hit flat 300 twice. Yeah. Yeah, on a flat nice. bench. But uh, there's really not that much. Like, I've switched entirely to incline bench, like getting a lot more like chest activation and stuff. I, I feel more sore when I do that on like lighter weights. Uh, I don't know. Just everybody, like all the PPL routines I look at, like a lot of them even entirely forego normal flat bench for like variable bench, like incline, decline. Uh, I like bell. flat bench more because um, the safeties on my rack work so well for flat bench. If I fail, which I sometimes do, like it, it just there's a safe spot above my neck where I can mm. not be hurt. Whereas if it's incline, what do you do? Is it just roll down your chest and just drop it above your dick on the rack? Kind well, of. Like, yeah, you're supposed to like almost push it forward onto the safeties and just uh, slam it by your lap. Slam it down if you want to. I mean, you're probably not using that much anyway. Like you probably got like 180 pounds on there at the most if you're doing rep for reps. You know, if you're not mm -hmm. maxing out your incline bench, so like you can just dump it off. You know, just don't put safeties on there. But yeah, yeah on a lot of these energy. exercises, if I get outside the right form, I have like no strength. Like like dumbbells, especially like if I, I do these like incline. Dumbbell oh, yeah. The bench. Get anywhere. And weird. Yeah. Like I, I can barely get them into position and it's a struggle. And then when I do, I can do 12 mm -hmm. and it's like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, the, um, some, um, the incline bench is a lot better for like upper chest. Yeah, but like I still think flat bench is like the most chest. I I, I think it's the the exercise that activates the uh, the chest best out of all exercises, and it's only second to like um, maybe cable flies. Yeah, for, like maybe. center chest. Like, like I go I go through phases where I'll like drop an exercise for a long time and then start doing it again a bunch. I just, I need yeah, variety. And, and grip changes a lot too. Like if you're, if you're going wider and, and getting more of your chest or if you're going, I want to get one of those getting... uh, multi grip bars. Yeah. You can like grab like this and that and get close yep. grip. I think that might be fun. And they're only like 120, 130 bucks. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen those, those, those look really cool. Um, mm -hmm. I've been watching yeah. uh, lead climbing competitions recently as a uh, prep for the Olympics because uh, climbing made the Olympics as a sport that's oh, going cool. to that. And I was trying to think. Uh, I, don't, I actually lead? don't know. What, what does lead mean? What does that what uh, event look like? It looks like there's a wall. It's an over. It's an overhung wall with a, a set series of puzzles essentially on that wall. You're climbing up with the rope beneath you and you're clipping as you go. It's lead climbing. Uh, okay. Generally, with the, they do it with the time limit. And actually, I was trying to think because, you know, you're talking, Woody, about like the unimpressiveness of female athletes in a game where the men do it much better and, I and i'm not entirely sure how that works for climbing i think the men tend to do still better than the women but i found the women's climbing actually really interesting it's still yeah. like i'm impressed i'm impressed by what they're fucking doing out there and like looking at that and going like there's no way even at my you know and i'm a couple years out of my prime for this and moving mm -hmm. back into it because i'm getting into it again but there's like no way I, I don't i don't even feel like remotely in the league of these climbers and i've really been enjoying watching that again so i'm kind of curious if you guys have seen that at all I've watched no, a little women's climbing. One of the things that's fascinating about it and it happens in swimming is sometimes the best women climbing and women climbers in the world are like 14 years old. And, you know, when they become more womanly, like, I don't know, bigger tits, a little more fat on them, whatever, some hips, they're just not as good as they were when they were like little boys. It's that yeah, some of the body types. It's strength well, to weight ratio. Like, like kids in general, like climbing is a, is, is you know if you're if you're 85 fucking pounds you you're only dragging 85 pounds up that wall right like a 160 pound man is literally doing twice the work but he might not be twice as strong in every single like movement 
it's so different it selection, sense. right? It's the different yeah. evolutionary evolutionary pressure, essentially, for these for what for sure. what we're seeing right. from this, and it, and it comes out worse in some sports than others. And it is boring. It's it's much less interesting to watch the peak performers from a bracket that's at a lower level of performance, mm -hmm. ultimately, objectively for that game, than it yeah. is to it's watch like watching the, minor the league baseball. Like, yeah. like you just wouldn't do it. Like like it's right. just, the, the, like, the peak performers in the minor league baseball just aren't as exciting. Yeah. Unless your cousin is in the game, like like who fucking cares, right? Um, we were talking about like I think it's when we each have these individual areas of quasi expertise, right? Like like Woody, obviously you've got like the the programming background. So when they say they're using, oh, this is Linux, and you're like, no, it's not. And even if it <laughs> were, like, who cares? That's you're you're just you're just wiggling things around the screen, like like. You're like blown out of, and for me, it can be like guns or uh, or maybe a few other little things. And uh, I'm one. I was going to ask Filthy, have you ever seen the movie The Descent with the mm -hmm. uh, the five? Oh, you should watch. That's it. a that's a good movie. Yeah. It's a great it's, movie. It sounds like a, is it a horror? Is it like one yeah, of those? it is horror. Okay. And the premise I think I've is, heard of it, but I don't think I've seen it. It is one of the few like all. It's one of the few girl power movies that I'm just like fuck yeah. These are these are some badass bitches. I love this shit. I didn't even get a girl power vibe. It was just like they, they don't happen play. to be oh. women and they're in a horrible like exactly. basically they're descending into a cave, which is climbing. They and go spelunking. Yeah, they go spelunking and there is a bunch of ghouls and demons. I won't, won't give away what it is, but like it's and it's not all jump scares. There, there's there's a peppering, there's a smattering of jump yeah. scares in there, but it's mostly like building up the vibe of like the the, the off-putting light kind of refracting off of the cave yeah. and, and everything feels unsettling when like, when like people are talking like it's a way where you know there's like a hundred yards of space in the cavern behind them but you can't see more than like you know three you know yeah, hand lengths behind they it's really cool. play up the darkness so like mm -hmm. um right and but but i wonder if like someone like you who knows a bit about climbing because there is a good bit of climbing technique why couldn't they back out why didn't they just even yeah even okay even so like um I don't know if you've ever done it. Have you ever done any like cave like uh -uh. exploring or anything? Okay. So, so like I watched, um, there's this YouTube channel that go, that's like how to beat Hellraiser, how to beat the descent. And they like really like do what we kind of do to movies sometimes. Like, Hey, why don't you just do this? Or why don't you just do Take that? Apart, yeah. why, are you, why are you even in this scenario? And he does that. He's like, well, first of all, why are you going into an unexplored cave? Why are you leaving the map behind? Why is there only one map? They should all have a map. You didn't bring extra batteries? You have one set of batteries. Oh, good thing you brought that enormous glow stick that allows you to see absolutely nothing. Yeah. And like, mm. like he's just like tearing them apart every step of the way. And then Do you have a link to that YouTube? I think I'd enjoy that. <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's called like how, if you type in like how to beat and then insert like okay. what name a monster, uh, like the, it, you'll probably find it. But they, um, there's this one part where there's a, a precipice. The, the, the cave opens up into sort of a, a an open room and across the way, like maybe 15 feet, there's more tunnel and they need to like get across. And so one chick does kind of like she's I don't know what you call it when you're like forging a path and you're like putting the hooks in. Mm -hmm. But she's got those hooks where you like you do a thing like this and it manipulates the end and you're able to stick it between two cracks. And then when you release it, like expands to like lock into those cracks and then you can hook onto that, whatever that climbing gear is called. But she's like going across, like, like showing some real upper body strength that you wouldn't even think she had and like leading the way and like forging this path and hooking as she goes. And like, she's putting the line across for, uh, for everybody else to follow in. And he's just ripped. I guess he knows something about climbing or maybe he just does his research before he tears a movie apart. He's like, 
You'd never do that. Those are some, look, look at these holes. She's using the wrong holes. Like you, that she's not even tugging on those before mm -hmm. she puts her full weight on them. Like every step of the way, she's, he's just ripping them apart. And then like, is it called a cam? Yeah. And I don't know what it's called when like, when you're the last person, if you like remove all of the clips, it's called like cleaning the route or something like that. Yeah. But like the last chick decides she's going to clean the route so that we, cause we might need this gear later. And she's kind of the badass of the group, but might have the least amount of upper body strength apparently. Cause she's just like, Oh, she can't hold herself up because she needs to do one-handed pull-ups basically. And you gotta be a man to do those. I think, I don't know. I don't know too many women who can do one-handed pull-ups. All right. Like, like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see just grab your other hand like this. No, I want to see the scene. Cause why aren't they using <laughs> no, their feet? No, that like, why aren't they using oh, their they're, feet? They're dangling. They're I'll dangling. do one right back there. Sure, <laughs> but even if you're dangling, you take it, you take it almost uh, when you do a lot of the like arch stuff, right? Like a lot of it is hands, but you can only do that so long. Your muscles would just literally burn out. So you're looking yeah. to do things like heel hooks and like lock off and like regain like some of the, 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 the okay. endurance of your arm. So I want to see it now. So it's descent. Yeah. The descent. The There's uh, a second descent. one too. That's it's not a, as good. Don't watch that. Okay. Yeah. The descent is genuinely a really good movie that explores PTSD and, um, and, uh, um, and, uh, and friendship. And, uh, it's very, I'm very the only good. one who didn't like the descent. I watched it, the whole oh, thing waiting yikes. for their clothes to get ripped off and it never <laughs> happens. No, nah, there's no titties. Um, there, None. There's, some, there's some gross stuff. Like, like she falls into like, the, there's the some titties pit. that you'd probably want to see. I mean, I they're, all, they're, they're all rather attractive, uh, young, <laughs> yeah. young ladies. And, uh, the movie starts off with a cool scene. Like, like there's, there's, it, it's, it's a cool movie. It's like these four or five friends who are like adventure chicks. You know, and uh, and this is their newest adventure, and uh, it goes awry. And uh, there's moments of claustrophobia, and uh, it's cool how they handle the darkness. Like I was saying, because like right away, all of our batteries die. So the, like like our high powered flashlights and helmet lamps are kind of no good, or they lose them or drop them or whatever. So it's like glow sticks, torches, or um, the best. And and it was this was kind of the first time I'd ever seen it. The night vision camcorder. Like using that mm -hmm. to like navigate, like it's really played out now, especially like paranormal activity, like always has those sweeping things where you kind of onboard the cam. And that was mm -hmm. kind of cool when they first did it, but now it's played out. But there's a scene where she's just like using that night vision camcorder to see in the dark. And then suddenly like a monster is revealed and it's a real fucking, like, oh shit. Oh, oh yeah, God. Yeah. The little, the little tiny, like uh, it, it, it limits your field of vision so badly. Yeah. So it's going to be, yeah. It's Big time. Be and it's like yeah. blue green kind of old timey, cheap night vision cam quarter thing you would get. Um, it's a good movie. Uh, I remember I watched it when it came out. I, I was working, uh, selling cars in Atlanta and we saw the preview for it. And I was like, we got to go see that. Mm. And, my, and my buddy was like, you want to go tonight? I'm like, it's a Tuesday. Let's just go right fucking now. We like went in the <laughs> middle of the day, like, like <laughs> just, just left work and went and watched it. He's like, you could, nobody would, nobody care. It was a, it was a great movie. Good movie. Gentlemen, I'm sorry. I have uh, that hard cut off for this time. So no, uh, appreciate you having me on again. Had fun. Uh, hope you. the rest of it goes well. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We didn't get to talk magic. Um, oh. Me and Taylor have been playing a ton of magic um, and uh, we've been enjoying your streams. Uh, go check Sweet. out Filthy's uh, Twitch. Uh, it, especially if you got, the, I know I got a lot of the guys in the discord are into uh, magic filthy. Is. I'm going to spend two seconds on that just for a go. One new set tomorrow. So I'm super excited about that. D &D. And two Taylor, there's so many PK viewers who come to my channel and are like, you should play Taylor. And I'm always like, I'm trying to like, explain to them. They're clearly not magic players. I'm like, Taylor doesn't play the things that I play in magic. I would love to play with Taylor sometimes. If you ever get into drafting, bud, just like reach out. I'm happy to do something with that. So we'll do Anyways, guys. Yeah. Bye. Cheers. Good talking to you. Later.
Hey, Taylor. Yeah. Can you explain why your magic is incompatible with his magic? I don't get it. So uh, it, it just depends what you're playing. So uh, constructed means that you build a deck and then you take that deck into the ranked and then you play your con constructed deck that you picked every card and organized uh, and then you play someone else's constructed deck and that's how you do that and you go up the ranks of the normal traditional style uh he is more doing drafts which means that and drafts are a ton of fun too i just haven't done one in a long time where that's basically where every you and a group of other people are all in a digital room and you open a pack of cards and you pick one card out of that and put it face down and then the per then you hand that deck to the person to your left and that or that pack minus that card and the other person does it to you and you use these packs being passed around to build yourself a deck and so it's like more off the cuff where you're going to be like okay well i know that white is pretty strong right now all right i just got a pretty good white card maybe i'll build around that and then you might have to call an audible and be like oh, we're in the second pack in the middle of it and i just haven't gotten the white stuff i need i could do like a white red fusion I've, I've picked some and so that's usually how it goes is i'll you know when i'm drafting i'll try and pick one color and usually by the end, I'll have enough focus on that color and I'll pick a secondary one. So it's like, okay, I'm going to pick any good white card that I think I can mix into this strategy. And then anytime there's a pack without any white cards in there, I'm going to pull whatever red is available. And so if need be, I can create a fusion white red deck at the end because, and then once all the packs are gone, you have like 50 cards total and you build a 40 card deck. So the decks in uh, sealed. So draft is only 40 cards per deck, whereas constructed is at least 60 cards per deck. Uh, so it's more of just an off the cut and then you play other people with the decks you just constructed and depending on how many wins to losses ratio you get different rewards more questions yeah if you play constructed can you mix colors yes yeah you can do whatever you want constructed whatever you want on okay, people don't um, tend to i guess lots of people do. do yeah it, it depends on it because you just need more rare land like the the deck i've been having the most luck with recently when i play constructed in the, the ranked area is it's a blue black uh what is it yeah it's blue it's black and it's green and so it's three colors together and because i have enough land to make that strategy work and and sometimes like you need those multiple colors like the whole yeah. crux of this strategy is revolving around uh you know black and blue basically with the, with the smattering of green so, so the deal with is woody that like to play a black card you have to have enough fuel to play it and the fuel is land aka mana and so like the, the mana comes in, remember that Taylor had those like colors mm -hmm. behind him, like, like those are the symbols for the land cards. So like there's a white land that just does white, but they're these specialty land cards. They're like rare cards. It's like, oh, this mm -hmm. is a, a white and black land. It can do either at any time. Or there are some of them that are like one side is white, one side is black. So at your le if you need white right now, you can play white. If you need black right now, you can play black mm -hmm. and you sort of make that decision. So there's various rare lands that can do multiple things. They're just more expensive and you have to like come up with a formula, right? Yeah. To like figure out like, oh, I've got 15 red cards and 12 blue cards. So I need to figure out the ratio of red to blue. Good. But it's not exactly 15 to 12 because a lot of my blue cards require like two blue. You know, there's, yeah. there's a little bit of mixing. So it's like, that. it's like a breakdown, like the more advanced you get with using multiple colors, the more you have to use special dual lands. And so like, if you're like a beginner, that's why I tell people just play mono, all white, all green, all red, whatever, because that way you just need like, you know, 38, 37 or 38 non-land cards. And then just boom, 22 mountains, just all basic. Whereas you, you start mixing colors and now it's going to be a breakdown. Like, well, 
well, I need four of this rare dual land. I need four of this one. I need, let's say, seven mountains, six islands, four forests. And like you really, and then you have to play test a lot more because you might look good on paper. And then you play, you know, usually I'll do three to five games to see how it goes. And then it might be like, well, on paper, everything seemed to work okay, but this has been a total travesty. I have to go back to the drawing board. When you play Magic, can you play the de- the cards in any order? No. If you're at 30, you can't just. Yeah, you're just drawing them. And so, so like did you shuffle it in a constructed deck? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's oh. all that's why it's so about you percentage. can't like set up a like, all right, I'm gonna do a fucking unicorn, 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 and then one bitch, and she's gonna fly all the unicorns in. Like you can't make no that. so it's all percentage based, and so that's why like you can only have up to four of a given card in your deck other than land. And so like if my if Kyle's strategy has to get Winota that card out. It means he's going to run a play set of those, so four of those, and he's just maximizing. Like, okay, if I if I draw seven cards, how can I make it the highest percentage likelihood that I'm going to get at least four cards that can help me begin my combo? And if he plays six, seven games, and he's not getting his combo off until like turn seven or eight, or he's losing, it's like, okay, well, this is not the right mix. You know, clearly yeah, you, I've, I've been begin- trying. Yeah. You know, you begin with what seven cards, right? Like in yeah. your hand. Yeah. And and like if you don't like those seven, you can muck. Or you mulligan, and uh, now you only get six cards, and then you do it again. Mm. You only got five. So like, if you don't like your draw, because sometimes it gives you seven cards, and there won't be a land in there, and you're yeah. like, oh my god, like well, it's this just won't work. Like I can't. It, there's a lot of luck involved with that part of the game, but mm-hmm. the 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 skillful thing when you're constructing a deck is like making the deck so well constructed that luck doesn't matter. That like yeah. kind of that most of the time you draw seven cards, you're gonna have three lands, and you're gonna have like. A card that requires one mana like there's this mana mm-hmm. curve right so like you play one mana per turn unless you're doing some specialty shit so it's like you play one mana it's good if you got a card that only costs one that you can play immediately and then yeah. this, and but it's good if you got a, a two mana card that you can play the next turn or enough one mana cards that like, you've got multiple so you like, can be like what, ah, what a lot of people mana. a lot of people do like when they just get into it is they try and make a deck and they're like this guy looks awesome throw one of him in there and they've got a deck with like a bunch of six cost creatures and cards because those are the best cards but then it's like okay so you're gonna survive six turns potentially before you play your first card no no any opponent's gonna have you wiped out by then you have to build your curve it's basically like exactly what kyle said there is a random aspect of the game but you're trying to minimize the randomness so if you have a deck where every opening hand is pretty similar like this um red blue black deck i'm doing i've tinkered with it enough that like i get pretty consistent hands uh it's only like maybe one out of five times that it's horrific and there's nothing to do about that like it's like okay well there was no land in this hand there's 23 land in the deck so obvious like over a third of the deck is in there i don't need to go back and but the thing it. is like and that's why it, dirty wins every sixth time but like if you're <laughs> yeah. if, if your deck is good enough to win if your deck is good enough to win 60 62 percent of the time it's a it's, great deck yeah that's tremendous it's a great deck because you're playing against this wide field of like various decks like you're never going to have one deck that's good against everything when that exactly. happens they nerf it when they're like yep. all right this this deck is just good against burn decks it's good against control decks it's good against ramp decks it's like like nothing beats this all right well that card's illegal now like they, they yep. try to make it so that you can have like you know the, the idea is that you've got like if you're using your imagination there's like different kinds of wizards who are all yeah. having a wizard <laughs> battle yeah. and, and 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 so like you wouldn't want like fire magic to just be the best because like nobody's going to mm-hmm. want to be a water mage or a forest mage. Yeah, they they try to make it 
almost like rock, paper, scissors, where it's like, okay, well, this white uh, red deck that Kyle was using for a while, it's a world beater. It's so good, but it goes up against, you know, uh, the the, the fucking control, the blue control deck, and he's going to get screwed because everything's going to be getting countered. Meanwhile, he'll roll over the mono greens and the the black, uh, you know, life sacrificing or the uh, mono white life gain, like, so yeah, it's like you you and you know once you figure out the meta, like when I play that blue green black deck and I see someone like across the table playing mill, which means trying to get all my cards in the discard pile, I'm like, all right, well this is not that bad for me because oh, I play geez. cards from my discard pile anyway. Oh, oh they yeah, just put great. someone that I use in my discard pile. All right, well he's coming back a lot sooner than you thought. And so, or unless if I'm playing like Kyle's mono red, it's like, well fuck, if he gets a good draw. He's going to decimate me with his quick moving deck before I can get all the pieces in my yeah, combo. I, yeah, it'll kill you in three or four turns if you if you get a mm-hmm. good draw. If you've got like multiple fervent champions or something like that, it's 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 all over. Yeah, yeah magic it's, rules. It's, it's it's fun. Um, I, I've been I, I pl- I've been playing a lot on my tablet. I've been playing on uh on PC as much. We both uh, bought tablets just for magic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why is that? Why are tablets better? Because I can play in bed or like like on the go, like like you know, oh. like, get my stylus and just kind of goof around. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be like here in like my chair with my headset and my keyboard and mouse. I can be like watching TV or something and like play, uh, play in bed is what I do. Um, like, like especially at mm-hmm. night when I'm about to go to sleep or whatever, and I'm just watching some YouTube. I'll, or, you know, I'll, I'll be watching. And like, are uh, you a much worse player when you multitask? Exactly like this. Um, I'm not good enough that it matters. I'm sure if I were, if I were like, uh, like there's some guys like that's like how if I it know. were chess and you're watching a movie and playing chess oh. at the same time, that would hurt your chess game. I would go yeah. from a one to a 0.5. Most of the, <laughs> a lot of decisions, um, are kind of straightforward. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not always like, like when I watch, um, the best players play, they're so analytical. That's how I know I'm not good at the game. Uh, <laughs> someone in the discord the other day was like, Hey, would you guys like to do some sort of like um like like magic tournament for money? And I'm like, absolutely not. Like, no, no, <laughs> I'm no, down. nothing like that. Like, like uh, because like when I watch like uh, Covert Go Blue play, he's like immediately recognizing their deck and he knows what cards are in it and he's like guessing mm-hmm. what card they're gonna play before they play it. He's like, all right, go ahead and play the Skyclave. Yep, yep, and they're and counter. Like, like he knows what's coming mm-hmm. and what to do about it, and he knows like, all right, I. I can't play this card because he's just going to counter it. So we're going to bait out his counter card with this card. And like when he, once he mm-hmm. does that, the next turn we can play our like uh, whatever sky noodle yeah. or whatever. It's, that's uh, yeah. That, that's a lot of the, like when you get higher level, like anticipating and trying to guide your opponent into a particular move where it's like, if you're playing someone and you know, they have a counter, like if you're playing a blue player and they have six cards in their hand, you don't want to play your big heavy hitter you're relying on because they're going to spend two and counter it. So what you want to do is play a card that's like mid range that would be enough to give them some problems and hopefully bait them into countering it. Or what you can do sometimes that I've done is you let them, cause they often look at your hand and they'll know you have a really good card in there. And so you front load the good card by spending a couple turns playing mid range stuff and in their head, they're thinking, you know, well, I'm, I'm saving up to counter the big guy. And it's like, okay, while you were saving up and revolving your strategy on getting rid of Kogla the Titan Ape, now there's four other guys who are, you know, pretty good on the field. So. Yeah, there are decks Kogel that like... the Titan Ape is as ridiculous as uh, the name of any marijuana strain. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, the most ridiculous one was like, um, what was that one card you have? Pal- Palucranark or Palucranos something? Like? Unchained. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, Palucranos the Unchained. I'm just, mm-hmm. when I see that, I'm just like, 
I'm not even going to read the text that describes what a badass this guy is. Cause like at the, um, there's text in the car and he's like, describes what a fucking world beater he is. And I'm just like, I, I just quit. I just quit. You just played <laughs> something called Pelucranos the Unchained. I think I've lost. That, that deck's been going well. We got to play some more. Yeah, I'm down. I'll be right back. Yeah. Uh, you've been poker in a lot instead yeah, of a little magic bit. recently. A little bit. I, I've lost like $200 this week, I think. It has just gone just so poorly. Just so poorly. Just, uh, just, some good players in there now, and uh, and I've had I've had a, a good string of bad luck. Um, I know you don't know a lot about poker, but yeah. like I had aces and he had kings pre-flop, and uh, like before any cards were on the board, like like our starting hands were that, yeah. and uh, we got all of our money in. Like I raised and he re-raised, and I went all in, and he called, and I was like, oh, good. And we have this option with the app we play in where you can run it twice, which means you play, you know, five cards get dealt their community yeah. cards. Um, you can put, it'll put 10 cards out there though. And if he wins one and I win one, we split. That's a way of like making sure that like some of the bullshit gets negated, yeah. right? Like, like it's kind of like playing like best of seven instead of best of one kind of the, the cream kind of rises to the top in the end mm -hmm. and it gets rid of some of the nonsense. And I was just like, I want all the money. <laughs> I want to, I'm running it yeah. once I've got aces. He's got Kings. I'm either winning or losing. And sure enough, like a king comes out and he has three kings now to my two aces. And they, so it I lost a couple like hundred I, bucks. <laughs> well, that was I, over the course of like three nights. So like oh. that night I lost like, like I think I was into that game for like twenty five or fifty dollars. But I was I mm -hmm. had like eighty. I had one. I had been winning a little bit all night. I've been playing for like three hours or something. So that was like eighty dollars where like if I'd won that hand, I'd have had all his eighty dollars plus like. 20 more that was from other mm -hmm. players in the pot so i should have been sitting there with you know almost 200 dollars, but now i've got three dollars or something like that so i'm just like all right i'm done for the night and then like either last night or two nights ago i don't even remember anymore i've been so sick but like similar similar stuff just i playing i've been playing really well like if i could go back and like like critique myself i do the same mm -hmm. shit most of the time like i'm making the correct decisions it's just like not playing out well um, so I lost, I think 90, I, think I, lost, I lost 90 last night, I think, um, that over sucks. the course of like several hours. That ah, was fun. Are you taking a break from poker? Are you jumping back in, reclaim those losses? Uh, you know, I'll keep playing. Um, 90 was, a, was a pretty big loss for a night. That's the most I've lost in one night. Cause I usually just like cut myself off at like 25 or 50. Um, mm -hmm. I, I didn't realize I was into the game to, for 90 until it was time for me to pay up. I was like, all right, how much do I owe? I'm done. They're like 90. And I was like, fuck. I'm <laughs> I'm in for 90 because like I started with like 25 mm -hmm. and then at some point I was like, ah, give me like 30 more. And then another point, I guess I was like, give me 40 more. Cause like if you get down to $16 or something like that, you, you really can't compete and you, people mm -hmm. will call you. If you, if you, if you have $16 and you raise $5 preflop, they might call you no thinking like, Hey, the worst that could happen is I could lose $16. Like yeah. even if he's got the, even, if, but if you've got 150 and they've got 150 to lose, Mm -hmm. they won't call you quite so light because they're little they don't want to lose as much it, you know it, it's the money is a weapon in that game so um, the competition has gotten markedly better yeah like like um, a couple people have joined who are just good players but then like a lot of people who have kind of learned along the way to play better when we first started playing mm -hmm. like so many people just had no idea what they were doing um but uh but like um alexander and dirty like occasionally have like poker classes in there where they like pull up 
overlays and charts and they they literally put on like a class for some of the uh some of the newer players or some of the players who just want to learn to get better and they talk about pre-flop ranges and uh and you know three betting and and they 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 teach them how to play the game because dirty plays for a living and uh, alexander is a uh, very analytical and he, he might be the best player there dirty wouldn't like to say in that uh, <laughs> I, he gives me fits like, like whether he's the best or Alexander not. Alexander does. Alexander does. Alexander is um, fucking autistic over there. Just he has every... the channel about poker, right? Um, no, that's, that's a different guy. That's oh, a different guy. Um, Alexander's just fucking like he's the one who had the kings that that beat my aces. Like even when I've got the better hand, it seems like he finds a way to like 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 luck out and beat me. Or uh, if it's fifty fifty, he's gonna win. Um, or if it's like. 55 to, to 45 he's mm -hmm. gonna win it's and and the hands that i do win like i'll get like three dollars off of him or something like that like, like he's just like neo in the like dodging bullets <laughs> like like when i've got a great hand and i'm just like raise him five dollars or something he's just like nah like he, he knows he, <laughs> he knows. knows he's like i ah, fold 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 but then like if i'm trying to bluff him it's like he just seems to know or if i'm raising him and like not really wanting a call but like Mm -hmm. he'll still he'll call with the best hand but still it there was a chance that i had the best hand so like some some of the times he folds there like, like he's like ah, i don't know if i should call or not i don't know if i should call or not and i'm thinking like yeah you should call uh, i hope you don't though because this is like 55 percent chance you win and he wins so like uh, alexander's a good player and is he uh, someone that joined just to play poker or not i don't think so he's been in there a he's been in there for months um i don't remember um exactly why he joined um i, I, I might ask him we got but, uh, he's very good at it, nonetheless. He plays a lot online. Uh, plays like multiple tables and stuff at a time. Is that his living too? No, um, I won't say what he does, but he works uh. for a big uh, tech company. Um, so he's got a, a real, real world good job. And uh, but uh, he plays a lot of poker for for money online. And like I said, with poker, you can play like as many tables as you're able to concentrate on. Mm -hmm. um, so he'll have like a bank of tables that he's playing on simultaneously and he's just like controlling them all simultaneously. It's pretty impressive. Damn. Well, maybe he'll be full time someday. Uh, or probably not. If he's got a great big tech job, I think, <laughs> I think he's happy well. where he is, but I, I think anybody who plays poker would love to play for a living and like, like, like play for like huge amounts of money. Cause like, like those guys seem to really always want to play higher stakes. Like, like um, the guys in the discord. Uh, guys like Dirty. Like I know Dirty's dream is to like play in like like the World Series of Poker and like win a bracelet and play like the the highest stakes of cash games and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, that's stressful as fuck to me. I, I like I like sort of playing like medium stakes. Like I don't want to lose more than a thousand dollars. Yeah, that seems like it would destroy. A thousand the seems like a lot. A thousand is a lot, but you know, you know, we were talking about. Remember the hangout? They were talking about the guy who who had lost like fifty thousand in a weekend to that Indonesian kid. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you did you lay that out for everyone? I didn't. Uh -uh. Oh, dude. So there's there's a guy. I guess he won a lot. He won the World Series of Poker, right? But he got lucky, and that sounds crazy. But I guess it's possible to get lucky repeatedly and win a lot. And is that how he got the money? That I is think right. It was crypto. It was crypto. Oh, I it was crypto. You're right. You're right. I'm wrong. I'm, I'm conflating two people. Yeah. So this guy made a bunch of money in crypto, and he thinks he's better at poker than he is and he's losing, but he thinks he's just catching Unlucky. some bad luck. And if he mm -hmm. keeps playing, his luck will turn around. And the Indonesian kid 
is like the fucking Bobby Fisher of poker. Like he's a <laughs> super genius, and everyone's really impressed. But hey, keep in mind, this did. isn't people in our Discord. This is a much higher stakes game than what we play. This is just this is Alexander is telling us this. I think yes, but Alexander is a I don't know who's a not quite Bobby Fisher, but he's a really competent player who seems to live in these circles and follow it. And um, uh, anyway, so he's laying it out there and there's this guy, just a fool being separated from his money by this Indonesian kid. Just, it lost. What did he lose? 50 grand in a weekend or something? It was like it was like 40 in one weekend and then more the next weekend or something. Like, like over the course of two weeks, it was like 60 or 80 grand, like something crazy. And he made like 230. And by the way, like this isn't a guy that makes 230 grand all the time. This was his like once in a lifetime crypto multi hundred thousand air visit and he's going to lose it all gambling to some kid yeah he, he, he described the kid as like it's failing in, like failing in like high school and like never kissed a girl and like like just a real fucking autistic like little kid who's like this is all he does he's just really fucking good at poker and that's he, he's not that that lee guy Who's like gonna be on the moon with a doctorate? Okay, <laughs> like a jack of all trades, not even a jack of all trades, a, a king of all trades. Like this guy's good at huh. one thing, and it's poker. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, it was, it, like the guy. He like has no girlfriend. He's not he's failing out of school, and he. It sounds like he's he, look. Let's. He's got to be smart, right? He's got to have yeah. um, cognitive horsepower. Yeah, but he only has one interest, and it's all focused into poker people like that are interesting to me yeah there's varying levels of poker math adeptness like like the level i'm at is like most of the time i know what the odds are i'm gonna win like if i can see all the cards i certainly know the odds i can calculate that real quick but and you know the odds of you getting the card you hope for yes the implied odds like, like i don't I, obviously yeah. i don't know what cards may or may not be in in there but but yeah yeah it's, it's real easy to calculate it roughly Speak like you won't be down to the desk. If you pretend point. there's only 50 cards in a deck, the math simplifies a lot, and it you does. get about it. You get it about right. It's two percent a card, and you know how many more cards are to come, and then you multiply and do a little math. Right. And it's, it's pretty simple, and you know you you have to know poker well enough to know like which cards will guarantee you a win and which cards will maybe guarantee you a win because you have to kind of put them on a hand or put the or, or have some idea of what they may or may not have, and it's, it's just simple math. But what he's doing is is a lot more complicated. Um, it's a lot more complicated, and it's not something I even want to embark upon. But yeah, mm -hmm. poker's been fun, uh, even though I've lost a, a little bit of money. Um, it's all it's fun anyway. It's fun hanging out with those guys. The drama is always crazy. Like those, <laughs> those guys ridiculous. are so goddamn mean. Like you got to jump into the next poker game and just like listen. Like, like don't play. Just listen to the crowd. Like. They get so fucking mean. They're calling each other the worst names imaginable, attacking each other's like personal lives. Like, like <laughs> Dean is back in there, so they're just oh, constantly... poor Dean is always the butt of the joke, and and he usually handles it with silence, but that doesn't end. They it. don't stop. They don't stop. Yeah, your, mom, your mom's like, just ignore them. They'll stop. No, they won't. No, they'll double. No, down. they won't. They, they smell <laughs> blood in the water. You you better you better fight back, Dean. Dean was playing poker the other night, and look, Dean, I, I like you. Like, just to be clear, I, I was real happy when I saw you came back to the Discord. I, I I genuinely like you, man. I liked him too. I he's got he's got a good personality. He seems friendly. He seems like a nice guy. He seems like a smart guy. But, Has an um, extra mattress. 
He's got man's got an extra mattress if you want to come hang out. <laughs> all right, you know he, he's he's always ready for uh, for you to come crash. You know you're not gonna mm-hmm. sleep on a couch at Dean's house. No, mm-hmm. he's rolling like that. Got a mattress right here for you, buddy. Let me pull it <laughs> off the wall. Um, <laughs> we, we were joking that, it, that like behind that mattress was like a, a hole yeah. and a tunnel <laughs> that led to like a, a lair, like in that X Files episode. But um, but yeah, Dean was. I'm gonna get the numbers a little wrong here. People don't like that. I know, like, like people like like Dean might be like, hey, I didn't lose that much, but yeah. basically what happened was when I lost sixty three dollars, I lost sixty one. Why are you lying? Yeah, you know, like like it's like enough. it's hard to keep up with somebody else's money. Sometimes I don't I don't like get that nitty gritty into the ledger. There is a ledger that keeps up with like all time wins and losses, and I was like, I don't need to see that. <laughs> like I'm gonna start feeling bad for some people. Like like I might be down on the on the on the long run. If I am, it's a little like like eighty dollars. It's no more than a hundred. I don't think all time. I'm probably ahead all time, but um, DN like I don't know. Bought him for fifty dollars, mm-hmm. and he was winning, and he's talking a lot, you know. And he's like he's like a whole oh, this and that, and then loses it all, and he's like ah. And then I see him like he doesn't ask for more money. He just like types it in, and it like happens, and like like boom. Now he's got a hundred dollars or whatever. And like that hand, like all in again and loses it all again. And, and I'm just like, I don't know if Dean can afford to be playing at this level. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and he ended up losing like what I would guesstimate to be like 250, $350 or something like that, that night. And, uh, and then he didn't play the next night. He's like, I can't afford to play it tonight. I will come back uh, at a later date. And it's like, yeah, man, that was a rough fucking night. And then like our boy that owned the planes, right. His, you know, his stepdad has that fleet of planes he doesn't really play with us anymore um because he had like a fourteen hundred dollar loss one night um and uh and and that put an end to that he's he's like i've got money but i don't want to lose fourteen hundred dollars again that hurt (laughs) (laughs) that was that night when i texted you i was i was up like six hundred dollars i texted woody and i i was like ponage just lost like five hundred dollars and woody was like hey the only way to can't can't win it back if you if you stop playing Tell him, tell him to double down. And I was like, <laughs> and I literally did. I was like, Woody says you can't win it back if you if you're not playing the game. He says to double down. And I think he bought him for like a grand or something like that. And then I, I, sent, a, I sent another picture and he's got a thousand dollars in front of him. And he was like, oh no, I was kidding. <laughs> Woody would like to relay that he was joking. Yes. <laughs> oh, and it's like, man. oh, it's too late. He's all in. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it, it gets out of hand. Uh, and but but the meanness of that group is what's really fun sometimes because there's they're just like and it's fun, it's fun to see like someone new to the group will try to make like a joke that would have been fine if I had made it or if like scum had made it or like DN, even if DN had made it or fish or anybody, but like we don't know you that well. We're not having that. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, bro. What'd you fucking say? You piece of shit. They'll start calling him all sorts of slurs, like, like the worst shit imaginable. And then really personal stuff, like digging into people's like personal lives and going after their wives. Who is it that's being mean? Because I'm picturing dirty saying all. I don't want to say like some of it's so goddamn mean. No, not like what they said, but the who. Oh, to everybody. Like, like everybody, it goes back and forth. Like they're all getting it. 
They're all getting it. They're, 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 Some get it ugly. more than others, but I've like, never... you're fucking ugly. You you got crooked teeth and like your eyes droopy and like <laughs> I bet you get no pussy and like like you don't have enough money to even play in here. Like does Kyle, does, does Kyle let you play for free? Like like how do you even get in here? Who get <laughs> who's giving you fifty dollars a month to sneak in here and like then they'll start. Dude, every every so often I'm flabbergasted by by how like needlessly mean some people are in there. We're like, I'll join and I'll just be like, Hey, does anybody want to play magic or something? And it'll be like, no, we're not doing that. We're making fun of this person for being poor. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> okay. like, All right. I, I guess like, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I, I, I'm nice to everybody in there. Um, I, 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 I just, are I, they I'll mean to you ever? No. I yeah, mean, they're, they're not mean yeah, to me yeah, either. Yeah, they'll give me a hard time. Yeah. They'll give me a hard time. Um, dirty, I, especially me and dirty go back and forth a lot um because like um what did i say the other i had i got him like three times good in a row with some knee slappers i said <laughs> something about like when we went we're going to go to the roller coasters in in colorado and i said something about um they're going to be asking me if i'm your guardian to get on the on the fucking ride or something like i that. saw was, dirty burn yeah. you and it was the best line i ever heard <laughs> so they're playing they're playing magic the gathering right and people need to know the dirties come apparently burns his girlfriend something yeah. about the diet pepsi he drinks perhaps makes it acidic and it, it, it genetic abnormality so so we, so yeah yeah but anyway she has like burning from this and uh kyle had beat dirty a couple times in a row in magic and he was laying it down and then dirty had the, he staged a comeback and uh after he wins he's like kyle is my cum really acidic or is that just for the memes? <laughs> and <laughs> implying that he just blew a load in of it. And it, <laughs> and it, it, it I, think you, I think you told him to bring some platform shoes so we could all enjoy the roller coasters together. I, I, I was going after his height for a while and then there was something with his... Oh, I wish I could remember the thing. Like, like, like um, oh, there was a couple things about his sex life where I just roasted him twice in a row and it was fucking awesome. Something mm -hmm. about like um they were talking about because because fish will like stream Tinder, like like he'll he'll stream his Tinder and like okay. swiping on girls, and they'll just roast these girls like 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 mercilessly, <laughs> like not and, and then occasionally we'll come up with mean things just to, like, bullying people on the app. Does yeah. Tinder have a way of matching good people with good people, or do you just match with everyone and you choose? Um, well, you don't, you matching is when you both swipe right on each other, but like you okay. kind of get like the crowd and you, you, you whittle your way through it. So and, like, if you're a, let's just say you're a dime, you get the same people that a nickel does. It's just who matches back on you. There is this feature called, so. um, like standouts or something like that, where you can like swipe over this thing. And it's like the hottest chicks within like 30 miles or whatever your range, range is set to. And, and it, what it is, I'm sure is like. Everyone swipes right on these bitches, like like and and like mm -hmm. every girl in there will look like a swimsuit model. They're almost all always in bikinis, and it's just like, yeah, I think I see why these are all standouts. Like like I guarantee every dude who's on Tinder is swiping right on all of these women. Yeah, for sure. So there is that. I don't know if that exists. That probably exists for women as well. Where like you go to standouts and there's like a bunch of like ten out of ten dudes over there. Uh, so that's probably a thing. Okay. Um, but but like fish will be streaming his tinder and like we'll be having or or ponage will sometimes too and we'll we'll be looking at that do they rip I, on the girls or do they rip on the girls that make the cut 
Like, you know, oh, you swiped right on her. Yeah, that that Bo. implies that you're low standard. Okay. Yeah, well, to Bo. message someone, they would. Fish's standards I'm... are way too high. Okay. Fish's standards are shockingly high. Like, 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 like class will be like. Fish is a cutie. I'd class will be like, I just watched you swipe right on like five hot women in a row, Fish. And he's like, ah, oh, I didn't like her nose. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> like, like, what do you do? Like, his standards are way too fucking wait high. swiping right is the good one right that's the good one yes yeah that's i meant left like, like he'll, oh, okay. he'll swipe left on like a lot of really good looking women and we're all just like befuddled like, like like i think class was like do you even have any matches like like what are you doing like, like, <laughs> has anyone ever, like he has some high standards i i'm not i'm not sure what he's doing over there he's shooting yeah. a shot man he's doing his best yeah, but he's not shooting enough shots. He's only sh he's shooting at some real distant targets that you, are just you shoot glimmers. for the moon. The worst you can do is burn up on reentry. That <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe. I'd rather burn up on reentry than just die in the vacuum of space, which I think is what's more likely when you swipe right on only Ooh, like Sports right. Illustrated models. Yeah, on Kyle's killing this metaphor. I like it. There's so many like. At least I remember there being so many obviously fake profiles. On oh there. yeah, well you can just, dodge those. You you know you just. You just... I, I mean I don't know if it's changed because I know you still use it, but like it, it seemed like a wildly high percentage would be like, oh it no, well you're advertising an Etsy store, like what, like are yeah. you you know you're trying to get people to sign up for LinkedIn or whatever. You'll sometimes it's just like these are professional photographs, and mm -hmm. like the only thing your bio has is like your Snapchat or your Instagram. So it's either a a prostitute or or more likely b it's um they're gonna want you to click a link or like do a thing like that's a fishing like, attempt fishing attempt of some kind or um and then there's some of them who are actually running like legitimate scams where there's like oh yeah they'll they'll like try to have a conversation with you and be like yeah I'm 15 miles away could you Uber me to your house and it's like yeah where do i send the car oh no just cash at me the money and i'll pay for it and you're like oh yeah how much does it cost ah it's 80 dollars, and it's like oh hmm. well how about how about you pay for it and then when you get here i'll give you 80 dollars cash no i don't think so <laughs> i don't have 80 dollars in my bank account it's like you don't have 80 dollars in your bank account Ah, I well, see. then how are you going to pay me? How many rupees do you have, Ishtar? Because I guarantee <laughs> you're not that hot blonde woman I've been fucking talking to for 20 minutes. <laughs> so you figure that out quick, that, that like a lot of the profiles are fake. You can kind of tell if it's like there are a lot good of them, to be true. Are a lot of them prostitutes on there? I don't know, because like if I see one that looks like that, I'm just like not having it. Like, like mm -hmm. I can just kind of tell, like, like based on like what the quality of the photograph is, if it's like something someone did with their iPhone or if it's something someone stole off the internet to pretend like yeah. they're, and you, you can you can reverse image search by using a a website called Tiny Eye, it's spelled just like it sounds, and uh, you just like upload the image there, and it searches like billions of images throughout the internet, and if it finds a match, it like shows you. So like I've been talking to a girl mm -hmm. before, and like continuing the conversation but tiny eyeing every one of her pictures till one yeah. of them pops up and i find that it's some porn star named like rosa lee or something whatever the fuck mm -hmm. and, I, and, I, and i'm like your name's not rosa lee is it and they're like no of course not i didn't think so and you just like start sending them screenshots of like the results of like they're not like why would why would that make it more believable for you <laughs> <laughs> i wonder if tiny eye is better than google have you are you familiar with google image search yeah, uh, I think Tiny Eye is better. Okay. Yeah, Do you I think that know. most of those prostitutes on there are real, 
or if they're like police stings? I don't know because I want nothing to do with a prostitute. You know, I, I so so like I, I don't I don't get involved with that. Uh, Fish told me because I was talking to Fish about how like um our how 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 X Jaws would get weed in in Vegas, but when it mm -hmm. was, before it was legal, he would just use Instagram hashtags and like 420 and he would find people who were like showing off big piles of weed and then he'd like hit them up like hey man seems like you got a lot of weed i have a lot of cash perhaps that we, we could do something here mm -hmm. and he would just buy a lot of weed from him and then and uh i he fit i mentioned that to fish and he's like oh yeah there's a lot of cops on there now doing like undercover stings with that sort of thing but um but but we do sure. see some people who are just like overtly drug dealers that like they're instead of pictures of them in a bikini it's like pictures of weed or pictures of edibles or pictures of like name a drug. And, 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 uh, and they're just like straight up with it. Like, like prices listed and stuff like that. It's like, they're just running a drug store right off of their tender. That, that seems like really sketchy. Like it'd be it's like, tre sketchy. like clearly an entrapment or something. I, I, I don't know. know. I, the rules of entrapment. How does that know. work? I don't think that's entrapment. I think that it's uh, you're just a dumb dumb. If you, uh, I mean, I'm sure some of them are just drug dealers, right? Some of them are legitimate mm -hmm. dr drug dealers, and I suppose some of them are just cops being super lazy, sitting at a desk somewhere on tenders for fake selling drugs. What a bunch of to, assholes! And like, I, I can just imagine them setting up like that sting through Tinder and like presenting t someone's Tinder bio as like evidence in court. That'd be so ridiculous. So yeah, don't buy drugs off Tinder, kids, or have nope. them delivered through the mail. Buy it at the drugstore legally. Or, yeah, go to Chevron. Get your Delta 8. Yep. Get yourself whatever. D Dirty's on that Delta legally. 8 now. He's, uh, one? He, is he? Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. They all are. They all are. Every one of them that's not in a legal state is on Delta 8 now. Yeah, it's exploded in popularity everywhere. I wonder if they're going to legislate against it. I think they're not. Because yeah. it used to be they would play whack-a-mole with every new drug that came along. And now it's like the trend is towards making regular pot, which I think you could call Delta nine. Yeah. I think yeah. Uh, legal and it's not like finding new ones to fuck with. So I would what imagine I, the same, hopefully I think what I think that they won't mess with it because they don't know about it. I don't think that anyone who legislates knows about it and it's not an issue for them to get to garner votes from. And that's what, that's when politicians yeah. do things when they can earn a vote. I think what would trigger that is if, there's some news story. Some high school kid gets high on Delta Eight and like wrecks his car into the cheerleading squad. Like that's gonna be it. If that happened, like li literally what I just described, some fucking high school student high on Delta Eight crashes into the cheerleading squad, and there's a fucking TMZ video or whatever, and uh, and all and there's dead cheerleaders on the field. All of a sudden, it's uh, it makes a lot of sense to start legislating against Delta Eight, crusading like they. My they my head went to a different place. Like some maker of melatonin is contributing campaign dollars to his politicians saying people are using Delta eight to go to sleep instead, or I, not melatonin legal weed. The legal weed lobby hates Delta eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They can't be having that. That's that. That's, that's slowing down what they're trying to do. They, they want to sell their product in all of the States, right? Like, like I, I feel like Delta eight is a, is a, is a problem for them. It's, 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 ho it's holding yeah. things it's an back. even more direct competitor for Delta nine, but they also not like Delta eight is not legal in Colorado, for example, like, like the States mm -hmm. where like weed is straight up legal. You can't get Delta eight. My, uh, my impression or what I've been told that Delta eight actually is it's, it's hemp that has been sprayed with a chemical, right? They, they, they've like, 
created Delta Eight, I guess, chemical like with chemistry. I don't and then know. They're like spraying it onto like. I've him. heard that said. Like, oh, it's literally just pot with like special sauce sprayed on it. <laughs> it's like, is it really? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, like I'm... like chemically, it's it's like one like the molecule is very very similar. Like like it's it's like one uh, one or two chemicals off of um, what do you say quantities dried? Right? Yeah, exactly. It's it's very similar, um, but how they derive it, um, I don't know exactly. I assumed I know it comes from hemp, but I assumed that they are like doing something in a laboratory to create delta eight. I've also heard yeah. of people like spray and like selling Delta nine, which is marijuana, which is THC, like, like, like as Delta eight, you know, because oh, really? how would you know, you know, oh. how would you know, unless you were just like, damn, this is hitting good. <laughs> this, yeah. is great this is 8. way better than the last one I bought. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, what my bank store guy told me. He, I could see like, them like, uh, like if the pot lobby was like the pro legalize it, I could see them like fighting more for just getting it like Delta nine legal in the States where Delta eight is currently legal because everyone's going to switch to the regular stuff immediately. It's not like they'd have to go through the rigmarole of like, okay, we got a lobby to get this illegalized. And then the next step we'll be fighting for the stuff we've been fighting to get legalized forever. Like I imagine they just take the same route that like, you know, Colorado did where it's like, Oh, Delta nine is legal. Okay. Well then that's the only form that's legal here. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think that like, I think it might slow down the activism for legal weed like people are like yeah i got delta eight you know right like why do i need delta nine if i have delta eight it's a way to yeah. get votes now is to be like legalize it like it's it's popular enough that even in like other areas you would we would assume like oh kentucky they just want to fuck up no none of them want it like the the that scale has been tipped and it's not going back i would think yeah, I don't think so either. I look forward to the day when it's just legal everywhere, for, especially federally legal. Um, let's see what that does to my situation and all that. Yeah. Um, but but moreover, I just want to smoke some weed. I'm so excited to get fucking high. I'm, I've been looking forward to I, it for so long. I've told that story before, but I just remember like like getting home from jail, you know, not prison, but jail, like three, four years ago or whenever the hell it was, and just like being in the bathroom and thinking to myself, like like super stressed out, obviously, and just thinking like this is going to be over eventually. Like, like this is going to be over eventually. And you know what? I'm going to have a water bong in front of me. I'm going to be sitting on a couch somewhere and I'm going to be smoking some weed. That's coming. Uh, <laughs> and my, I thought it'd be coming a lot sooner. <laughs> but, but I was like, eventually, like no matter what, if it's fucking two years, five years or 10 years, we'll get back there. And like, <laughs> now I'm like, whatever it is, let's see how many days. I said Nine, it earlier, I 89, I'm going to guess less than that it's uh, okay 86 days now and four getting close getting fucking close very zach exciting. asked me if i'm smoking delta eight now that i'm home uh no no i definitely don't still have that vape pen to share with jackie but if i did that's what it would be uh it the question though i guess i thought of the pen as like a thing that would just run out and end i you guys have acted like it will last for a really long time for someone who just like takes three puffs and stops oh, I, yeah. I, um or sometimes four <laughs> but uh uh it i don't know in my head i was like this is a thing that's gonna stop working shortly and um then there'll just be no more i don't have another source i, I like it's ended and he and then it's like oh right delta eight exists and it's legal in this state and i like 
looked it up on the internet. There's a smoke shop, I guess, or vape shop or something in, in Raleigh, in my town that sells it. But to hear you say like, shit, does the BP station down on the corner sell it? Like, like minute, like less than five minutes away. Like, like there have been PKAs where like, I was like, oh shit, I need something from the gas station. Like, like in the time that it takes that you would think I was in the bathroom, I've driven to that gas station and back. Like it's like two and a half minutes away. Yeah. It's just like I, zip zip. And, and maybe I have that situation and don't even know it. Like, like you'll wreck, you know, you can ask them, but like you can, I, I recognize it immediately. They have a bunch of nefarious shit at my gas station anyway. Like there's uh, a whole, there's lots of switch blades and like mall ninja shit. And um, my gas station's pretty trashy. <laughs> oh, they've got it. They've got they, it. Um, yeah. And they've got like, uh, um, they've got like those drinks to like clear marijuana out of your system, like pee. It says like pee ah. clean. It looks like a Gatorade or something like that. But then, like, I noticed the other day, like a couple weeks ago, it was just like, holy shit, they've got three different kinds of Delta Eight vapes here. Like, they've got like the sativa, the hybrid, and the indica, like, like right there. And then, mm -hmm. like, I was, oh. I was, I was talking I to Kitty the other day. And uh, she had Delta Eight gummies, and uh, she's she's got a fucking bag of them at her house. And I'm just like, well, shit. Well, <laughs> well fuck. Well, shit. All right. Uh, I can't. Yeah. I bet those are fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should go home. This is no longer a safe environment for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it was that awesome. I don't know. On the show, I guess I got hired because I didn't care. Like there were like dead pauses in the show, which I would previously like never. You know, I would I would always feel that. And I would just slink back in my chair, not giving a fuck. So I, I guess it did something, but I, I, I also, suggest it I wasn't like being you, drunk where you really are in a different place. So next time you you have an opportunity to use one of those vapes, um, you know, make sure you get it into your lungs. Cause like that, you wanna you wanna like take the puff, like like draw upon it, and then really get it in your like and then hold it for you know I've I've heard people say that like it doesn't matter how long you hold stuff in your lungs but like right. how could it not come on it's like like I, it, your your lung tissue is absorbing something it just seems like longer is better I'd hold it in there for like a good solid three seconds at least and uh, and and then I I if it were me I'd do that ten fucking times like, having I, only seen me smoke it the one time like two or three shows ago I can see why you mm -hmm. give that advice but it, I've done that and. Uh, it's funny, like it, it'll be like I'll be like I don't think it did anything, and then I like move or like fill up a glass of water. I'm like, oh wait, actually, yeah, yeah, no, I'm yeah, I'm altered. It, I've um I've only used those uh once, um, and it was on that Colorado trip with Taylor, and it was like um it was definitely a less potent high for me. Like, okay, like I found it to be like um more of a kind of a giggly, like oh yeah, I'm pretty high kind of thing. It's what we it's what we used when we were like like playing like miniature golf and we wanted to get high because yeah. you can't just light up a joint or a bowl out there. But like mm. smoking like a water bong or a pipe, like burning weed, like, like flour or especially doing like concentrate is just night and day stronger to me anyway, in my experience. Okay. Like, like, like doing concentrate, it's just like a fucking, all right, we're fucking high. <laughs> oh shit. We're high. Oh fuck. Um, I, Ooh, that, can I do another one? Is that even safe? Like, like you're you're real, real fucking high when you when you smoke. Uh, like and then high. edibles. I'm, I'm like every expert has told me the same thing, 
edibles are not a beginner's high. You can't tell and you can't get out of it because it lasts so long. Whereas regular high, like 45 minutes later, you're, you know, you're on the downside. Like it's going, yeah. it's wearing off. Edibles can be hours and hours and you might not want to be yeah. there, but it still seems like the nicest way to get high. Like you telling me a gummy bear, like that's, that's you just, you just can't I enjoy the smoking. It real time. I enjoy the smoking, but also it's a different high. Like it's, it's a different drug. Like, like, like it's, you know, it's because your liver processes it and it turns it into something else. It turns into a different, uh, drug and, uh, and it's, it's a different kind of high for sure. It feels different. And, uh, not, not only, like you said, does it last way longer and take way longer to kick in and all that. Um, but, um, it's hard to, like you said, it's hard to gauge how much to take unless you're just a real fucking stoner and you like every day you're like, all right, I did 10 yesterday. So let's do 20 today. And you keep ramping that up to find your like perfect dose. It um, seems like you should take a gummy, take a hit. Then as the hit wears off, the gummy kicks in and that's what you do. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. You, you oh, got yeah. the tactics down pat. I oh, felt yeah. like a genius for a second there. As if some like platform is going to be like, guys, this, <laughs> this, <laughs> this 50 year old North Carolinian man has cracked the code. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Like, like when I have access to all the goodies, like, like when we're out in Colorado, I'm not, I'm not just like popping a gummy and be like, well, I'll be high eventually. Like you guys enjoy your your smokes, but uh, I'm gonna get high on these gummies in an hour. If only or two. there was some way to get high while I waited. Right now, <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I uh, I'm 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 really looking forward to like smoking some some cool stuff. I want to smoke Hot all Lone the different said, things. Oh, I'm sorry. Hotload said New York banned Delta Eight. They have that legal sucks. weed. Yeah, because oh. they have legal weed anywhere. There's legal weed. They're not allowing it. Which is yep. fair. Totally that fair. That ties into my, it's not going to be the cheerleader disaster. It's going to be the lobbyists. Yeah. Oh, uh, they haven't, they haven't rolled out the legal weed, but it's, it's like legalized. Like, like they haven't, they haven't rolled out like the stores and everything. But mm -hmm. my understanding is like, they're no longer prosecuting marijuana crimes, I believe. Hmm. Okay. Like getting that infrastructure down is uh is what takes a long time. Like I think there's several states, like maybe Massachusetts even is one of them. We I think there's a couple on the East Coast that are like that. We need an actual pro pot president. Obama was kind of. He just didn't have any uh like public backing. Like he mm -hmm. stopped prosecuting marijuana crimes and you know he was the like I think he was the first president that really admitted that he inhaled. Yeah, and, and he had this great line of people don't know. They're like, you know, did you smoke pot? And he's like, yeah, I did. And they said, did you inhale? Because Clinton said he hadn't. And he goes, yes, that 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 was the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a funny thing. It feels so like like Clinton saying, but I did not inhale like that as if that would. And everyone's like, oh, <laughs> we thought we had something to worry about. Like, <laughs> it's like, really? It's like, it's you like, that's funny because Bill Clinton was probably like talking to his PR guy like, well, I mean, everybody thinks I'm pretty cool. I say I didn't inhale. Everybody's going to think I'm a fucking loser, man. I feel like <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, she sucked my dick. Did you come? No, I did not. Oh, I would never come in, a, in that bitch's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> did you see a birthmark on the left ass cheek? Yeah, you couldn't. Oh, shit, you got me. <laughs> yeah, we really do need just more. Well, I guess who is it? Is it Washington or Oregon? That's just like clean sweep. Like, oh yeah, the the mushrooms are good. The 
or maybe it was I'm just not sure. Yeah, it, it was one of those, I think, though. They, and I want to say they allowed acid, too. Really? Maybe. Uh, yeah, Oregon's pioneering drug criminalization experiment. Yeah, decriminalizes possession of small amounts of pretty much all drugs. So Yeah, including like meth and cocaine and heroin. You know, it would suck because like everybody said for the longest time, like, yeah, you could legalize uh, fucking meth and I'm not going to do meth. Uh, what if they legalized it? And like, it's like, uh oh, everybody started doing it. <laughs> I, I genuinely, so I don't think everyone is going to do it. Like yeah, that, of course, course is an exaggeration. But will more people do it? Mm -hmm. If pot was illegal, I wouldn't have smoked it. Right. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. have found a dealer in Colorado, whatever. It's it totally because it was legal. They made it seem okay. And, yeah. and, and I, I don't always take my morality from the law. I think that's dumb. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. But only because it was legal did I do that. Oh, yeah. So, like, you just tell me that there won't be some dumb high school kid who does meth who otherwise wouldn't, who does acid who otherwise wouldn't, who just, you know, there like. Will be. There will be because, like, the same way that, like, do you think nearly as many people would drink if they had to brew their own beer or or open a still? Most people would be like, that is such a ridiculous, like, hurdle. No, no, I'm not doing that. So, right. you know, like, I, nobody could with half a brain would think, like, oh, yeah, you legalize that drug and the same exact number of people are going to do it. Like, no, you will see an influx of it. Uh, just to what extent? Who knows? That'll be interesting to see. This has never been tried. Yeah, and... and <laughs> The prosecution of drug crimes can be worse than the drug crimes themselves. Yeah, often. So that's that to me is what the experiment is. You know, it, it, are we going to have more or less meth trouble when we stop bringing the police in about meth? Yeah. Well, we'll still have to bring in the police about meth when it gets rowdy. You know. Oh, right. Meth is a rowdy one. That's, that's one thing rowdy. about weed. Like, uh, I don't know. The, the people who are under the influence of weed tend to watch Netflix and eat Fritos. And those are not like public nu nuisances. Yeah. Yeah. Woody, uh, do you know anything about the um, the Kawasaki V-Strom 650? Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, um, Chris brought the 1050 version of it. Okay. Are you calling Audible on your motorcycle pick? No, I was just like, like, like I was looking at like accessories earlier today for the uh, SV650 and uh, I, I caught on to the V-Strom's a nice bike. It's an adventure bike. It's a, it's roughly the same as my last bike. You know, mm -hmm. it's a little less suspension travel than say the real hardcore dirt version. Uh, there are a ton of accessories available for the V-Strom. Like it's super popular in that regard. So people deck it out and I like it. It's a good bike. I like the Versus too. They're both good bikes. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at that and obviously, but I think the SV6, it's, it's about a grand more. I think it's a, I think it's like, um, is it heavier? I, that I don't know. Um, yeah. The, so the thing about like the weight and height of a bike is they kind of work. The thing is this, it gets tipped over a little and you're a tall guy. So it's, it's going to hurt you less, but it gets tipped over a little and it's a small problem. It gets tipped over a little more and it's that much to save by putting your foot down. If you were short, like if you were a girl, Shit, these things are at like 45 degrees before you're wrestling it back. Yep. But as a guy, you can reach so far. It's practically vertical and you can ride any bike. But the yeah, V-Strom 650 would be perfectly fine. Good bike. I said that weird. But yeah, it'd be yeah. perfectly good bike. First bike. I think I like the uh, the SV more, honestly. like I just like the looks of it more. But, it looks uh, like the FTR. 
the it Indian does. Ones. That's what I like about it. I like that exposed painted chassis. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not crazy about the color. The it's like quieter silver on the on the gas tank, and then the the bars are uh, red. Red. Um, you don't love that? If you really had to use one, you could change the color. But I want to say that they only have one color in the new yeah. ones. Yeah. Uh, as you go back, like I, I noticed that like the colors change as you go back through the years. There's a maybe last year's was black, and then the year before that might have been blue. Um, yeah, there was like a blue and gray combo or something. Yeah. So what I, I was I was looking into like what's it cost to wrap a tank. Because I, I think I want to, I think you want to keep the original colors for resale value, but like a wrap on that tank would keep would prevent scratches, and I could have it, you know, black, which I think is what I prefer. Like maybe. people do that. And what happens if you get gas all over wrap? Is it okay? I don't know, but my guess is because it's, you know, they're for automotive and motorcycle use that like they're resistant to that. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I could be extra careful. Like like I have one of those racing fuel. Um, tanks you know the ones it's like a big uh like baby bottle with the hose that comes <laughs> yeah, out. yeah like those are perfect for like pouring gas and not spilling um, but so you I probably could, fill at the gas station most you fill of the at time. the gas station it'd be a and, bit to like do that every time so yeah that's what would happen i spill gas on my motorcycles all the time uh and it, it, it's usually because i'm trying to fill it up to the tippy tippy top you know like it, i'm I'm going across the country and you know, every drop of fuel I get in here lowers my risk of being of running out of gas. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just don't give a fuck. I fill it until it spills over. I let it settle. Then I let it spill over again. <laughs> 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 you know, like, fuck you. It's my motorcycle. I'll do what I want with it. And yeah. Uh, um, yeah so I'm just saying like if, if I had a wrap tank, it would definitely happen sometimes, even if I tried to prevent it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I would. That would be a question I would have. But I don't know. I think I might like it better if the the tank were black. Uh, with okay. Red, black and red kind of goes together. I don't know. Yeah, you showed us that one. That's a good look. It, like it's it. it goes with your whole aura. Yeah, you just park it right here. I probably would do that. Like if I, if I buy that bike, I'm gonna like try to find a way to get into this room. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. A pain in the ass. <laughs> I was like, I was like, and then here's the bike. You know, it's boy, it was hard getting it. I dropped it four times getting it. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, so studio wasn't upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> this, is the, this is the floor below the basement. It's negative two. It's really difficult <laughs> to get yeah. this bike in here. Uh, it smells. I think, I, I think I'm leaking gas after that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's so that's exciting you might actually go to the store and buy it tomorrow yeah i'm definitely going i'm definitely going back um mm -hmm. and uh, i think i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to someone about i'm hoping it's still there because there was only one there when i was there the other day mm -hmm. um, um but i'm gonna talk to them about like what the whole kitten caboodle will cost and uh and see if i can get some kind of because I, I need to do the shopping for the boots and everything you know all the goddamn accessories Anything I might want to add on to the bike. I'm not crazy about the way that exhaust looks, but that's probably something down the road. Um, I think I might want a windscreen. Probably something I still wait down the road. So I don't know if there's anything I want to like touch on it immediately. Probably just leave it stock for a while until I'm like, comfortable riding it and then evaluate. There is a black version that has a small windscreen, the cafe version. It's a little more money, but you might like it. Show me that. Let's okay. See. Uh sv 650 cafe i'm gonna do that oh you found it faster than me it well, would I, seem. I, just, I i doubt this is like what you're talking about because god oh this looks so cool <laughs> it uh, looks more dangerous for some reason though 
I don't know what you're seeing. I just searched SV650 Cafe Racer, and uh, I'm seeing a lot of different looking bikes. I'm sure these are like multiple years that have been. Some of them look real cool, though. I don't know. I, I, I like the way motorcycles look. I, like, I don't like, like this one as much as the one you had picked out. Or the Indian. So whatever the Indian you have to one. scroll down a little bit, Kyle, in that mm -hmm. link I just gave you. But um, uh, you'll see it. It's black. It has a brown seat. It has a little bit of a windscreen. Oh, that's a tiny little windscreen. Yeah. So I don't, I haven't had good luck with windscreens. Mine's bigger than that. And what I find is that if my helmet is in clean air, it's pretty quiet and the air just flows by. If my helmet's in turbulent air, it's not more comfortable and it's just loud. I want this bike. <laughs> well, then, yeah, maybe, maybe you're not ready to make the decision. To no, no, no. This, <laughs> I mean, this is the same bike. It's the same bike. It's just like a different color. Like, like. I like no, this you, infinitely more. Than it costs like, more. Like it's yeah, like five hundred dollars more. Yeah, you gotta go yeah. red black. Okay, I actually thought you would like the other one because it looks so much like the FTR, at least to me. But it seemed maybe you like I don't this know. one. I, I really like that brown seat. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I like brown seats too. I'm a sucker for them. I like the brown seats a lot, man. That, that like especially on a black bike. Um, I don't know. I'll figure it out tomorrow. I'm just, I, I think the thing with motorcycles, it's not like buying a house or a car or something like that. They're $7,000 and they have great resale value. Yep. I can ride this thing for the next six months, trade it in and buy a new one. And yeah, it's, I can, you can do that every six months. There's so many people who are like 28 years old and they're on their like 25th motorcycle or something <laughs> outrageous like that. Like Taylor, you're 30 ish. I don't yeah. know. You're not sure if you're 30, 30 yet. Mm -hmm. And uh, how many cars have you owned? This is my fourth car. Four, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're 18-year-olds with that many motorcycles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a different thing. People, they switch in and out. They do their thing. Yeah, yeah it holds its value so well. It's more of an and, accessory. And I mean, in the grand scheme of things, they're rather fucking cheap unless you're getting into, like, I don't know, some of the nicer bikes are, are, are 25, you know? Like, if you've got a $25,000 sure. motorcycle, you've got a pretty fucking sick bike. You um, might have, like, a... Like twenty five grand in the race world is outrageous. You bought a Formula One car, yeah. <laughs> like it's a... it, it goes two hundred miles an hour. Like, yeah, like, like, <laughs> it, it literally goes two hundred miles an hour if you're spending twenty five grand on a race bike. Um, I was looking at like um, I don't know, like new. I can't remember what class I was looking at. But some YouTube video I was looking at today, and uh, mm -hmm. Harley has a new bike that looks badass. Let me see if I can find it. Is it called a Pan American? I don't know. Okay. He seems like he's too big to ride a motorcycle. Who? Harley. Oh, I think he was saying Harley no, Davidson Harley. has a new oh. bike. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, I'm trying to picture Harley on a motorcycle. I'm not sure which one of us was wrong as you said that. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> did I not follow or did he not follow? <laughs> no, I clearly missed it. <laughs> yeah, Harley Davidson's newest bike, I think, is called the Pan American. I just test drove it. But I could be wrong. I'm, I don't know everything. I think it might be this um, FXDR. This might be it. FXDR. One of them I looked at was a three-cylinder. Yeah, triples are neat. Oh, wow. DR looks all right. I like it. Yeah. I, I like that. 
Harley gets this knock for like never doing anything new. This looks new to me. I see that it's a air cooled V twin, which is kind of their thing, mm-hmm. but it's like they're combining the old and new. Uh, I'm going to link it for Zach. 19, 19 grand. Already. You know, that's not so bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not cheap. Not it's cheap. a long I mean, way from it's seven. It's a brand new Harley and it's not a baby Harley either. So like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's about right. Dude, I, me and the fucking girl stuff. I, I'll look at a Harley and be like, "This one looks cool. It's like it's light, it's flexible, it's whatever." Then I find out that like women love that bike. <laughs> I'm like, "God, <laughs> what is it? first the cowgirl hat and, and <laughs> the raincoats, now the motorcycle? What am I doing?" Can you click on the red one in the top left, Zach? It's my. It appeals to me. Yeah, that bike. I. I like the look of it, and it it they're kind of doing this fusion of the air cooled V twin that Harley's known for, and uh, to me looks like an updated look. Ah, here we go. I, I found the. I went through my YouTube history. Like, yeah, that's what it was. It was the FXDR. Yeah. Um, okay. And the, the this has different colors. Like it's got like um I don't know like a racing pack on it or something like that. Um, and uh, it looks much more colorful it's like orange white and uh it fades into the black on the on the seat and it's got a brown seat with a uh, different exhaust and uh 117 like racing decals and stuff um i like it i like it i don't know looks looks fucking sick it reminds me a bit of the indian but even more sportier and uh i don't know it's like a fucking rocket ship but i don't know if more you like that. motorcycles this might be a second bike because yeah, I, I, I look at this and think like oh dropping it would suck Oh, for sure. It's yeah, going to land on, it, it's going to hit the handlebar and that exhaust and maybe this, the plastics of the seat too. Yep. And it's like, mm, yeah. hurts me so much, like little imperfections with things. Like, like, um, I've kept really good care of my cars, like, like, it, but mm-hmm. I, I have no dents on my car, like, no scratches on my car. Like, nice. It irks me if I get, if, if something like that happens. So I'm always really careful. I don't park near people still. Like, like I park way in the, in the side of the park. And if I see like a shitty car, I'm never parking next to it. Like if I am going to park, next <laughs> to me, I'll park next to the guy in like the S550 fucking Mercedes, <laughs> like, or, or the guy in a fucking like, like brand new, like shiny car, like somebody who's not going to just swing their door open with reckless abandon. Um, I, I don't know. My, that's a cool looking bike, but I do think that this, uh, this SV650 is like what I should do. Cause it's nice and cheap. Uh, it's nice and light. It's a little on the smaller side. Um, it reminds me of all the things I liked about the uh, the Honda uh, Rebel 500, while at the same time like being a little cooler. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's the way to go. And like I said, I, I like that it's che- I, like, I like how cheap it is. It's like crazy cheap. Like, <laughs> yeah, the monthly payments are like hundred thirty dollars. <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah, there are a lot of bikes in that seven grand range that you could choose from like if you were to say less than 8500 it's like oh we got 30 bikes to choose from yeah but um yeah, yeah. in different styles like, like i do like those calf those cafe racer bikes look so uncomfortable to ride but so fucking cool to look at dude i agree completely every time i see cafe racers like i totally want that what would you do with it you know all those times i like go to the coffee store like yeah you know and you- the cafe with the boys <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, everyone's ringing my doorbell saying, "Woody, what, are we going to Starbucks today?" <laughs> like that is not my life. They have those long flat seats, and like, like they just have like mm-hmm. really nice lines. And I'm looking at it like that would I'm never gonna like 
I would love to like have one of those sitting in my my living room and like yeah look at that yeah right? Right. they tend to have low power which is cool like if your mission is in the in the city or something like that but where I live like it, it seems like the interstate is at least a part of every drive you know even if I'm going to the city I live in Raleigh but if I were to go to the middle of Raleigh I'd hit seventy along the way yeah that's one thing I'm a little intimidated about um like specifically like. On like I two eighty five and uh, like like the parts of Interstate eighty five that are like in Atlanta, when you're six lanes wide on that bike, when everybody's just shifting lanes, like I have no fear of that in my car. Like like I'm going real fast, and I'm you are the one who knocks. Yes, in my car I am because I know if I knock into somebody, I'm surrounded <laughs> with airbags. <laughs> but that's like, what you I'm, think of me. You think I get hit. I am the one who hits. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, I like, like, and I've got that sort of philosophy that, like, as long as I'm faster than everybody else, I don't need to like, 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 really pay attention to a whole lot. Like, like, it's just <laughs> tell me when you're scraping that side. It's a known thing. We know what it is. The yeah. faster you go, the less you have to pay attention. It really. I mean, honestly, through <laughs> the case, you pay more attention to what's in front of you. So it's, it's the way to look mm -hmm. at it. Like, like, this stuff's important. Like, I mean, I'm looking in the rearview mirror occasionally to make sure some, some real psycho isn't coming up behind me at 120 or something. It'd be a 0.1% to be more psycho than us. Almost though. never happens. You yeah. know? So, like, I, got, faster than I just drove 8,000 miles. I got past once. Oh, shit. Yeah. I remember <laughs> one night um, driving back from my parents' house, like out to my uh, apartment out here when I was like 20, 20 years old, I guess. And I was so drowsy. And it must have been like 3 a.m. and I think I had work in the morning, but I, but I didn't want to like wake up early and drive out. I wanted to like get out here and get in my bed and like wake up and drive 30 minutes to work rather than get up early and drive three hours to work. It just made more sense to me, but I was just driving along and all of a sudden you, these fucking motorcycle passed me. He had to have been going well over 150. <laughs> like, like there's no way to estimate how fast he was going about because like, off. I never saw him coming from behind me. It made a scary noise as he passed me. And then he was gone. <laughs> he was the fucking night rider. I wouldn't be surprised if he was going 175 plus. Like, like he had he had some kind of sport bike wide the fuck open because it's six lanes wide and nobody's on the road. So like, why not? Like this, I guess mm -hmm. that is the time to like see what your bike can do. And it scared the piss out of me because I was like half asleep when he passed me. It, the the amount of time that he was near me was an instant. Like, <laughs> like, like, it was like he was he was here and then he was gone. It was, yeah. it was so fucking cool. I remember thinking like, what balls you must have to go that fucking fast. Like the interstate doesn't scare me, especially with a bike that goes interstate speeds like yours. Yeah, uh, and that's like statistically that's not where the accidents happen. The biggest accident is uh, no other car is involved. Motorcycle took the turn too fast. And it, the same thing happens all the time. Like he, the rider misjudges the turn and doesn't ask the bike to make the turn. In a car, people always do. They just turn the wheel more. Ah. But on a motorcycle, they'll just go straight into the trees, off the cliff, into whatever it is, because they're like, I'm afraid the bike won't turn, so I won't tell it to. And that is that is a thing. As a complete and utter novice. I have it in my head that that bike will, will turn a lot more than I think it will. Yeah. Like, I've just seen those. And I know I'm looking at race bikes most of the time when I've seen this done, but like I see those things laid over. Like they just seem like, especially if you got the right mm -hmm. tires, 
-hmm. like they just seem to stick like fucking glue to real asphalt so like i don't think i will make that mistake i i think i will especially wearing gear because like the the idea of going into trees is terrifying the idea of laying it over too far ending up on my back and like sliding down the road i'm not afraid of that at all I would almost not a good day, but if, it, it is preferred to the alternative. When I was do, if I were making YouTube videos and some motorcycle company who made gear wanted to pay me to do that, I absolutely would. I'd do that for sixty thousand dollars. I would, I would, I would lay the bike over going fifty plus and, and fucking ride it out in their like fancy like gear with airbag suit and everything. I have, with no fear, like like. Hmm. Because I've I've seen it done. I've seen those like what's that red Reddit squid something? Uh yeah, what is that? Uh <laughs> yeah, I know. The, I think it's what they call like asshole like race bike riders on 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 like uh streets. Like they call them the like, squids or something. Yeah, yeah. People who don't wear gear and, and like you said, drive like a hooligan. And I can't I can't think of it that squid something. But I've seen those dudes like like they're like popping wheelies next to each other on the interstate and one of them comes down weird and gets all wobbly and then comes off the bike at like 60, 70 miles per hour. He Calamari had, race team. Calamari race team. Yeah. Great yeah. name. Yeah. They're not hurt. They're, they're upset about the damage to their motorcycle. When they get up, they're like stomping their feet. Like, like this is not a man who's concerned with his body. Sometimes right they're hurt. Like you see him in the hospital with this like staples down their arm. They're like, Sometimes oh, stains. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes they're hurt. Like, like, but the guys who are like really well geared up when they've got like the gloves that come up to here and then the jack, everything's overlapping and mm -hmm. armored up. Like, uh, they seem like they're fucking invincible to, to asphalt at, at like normal speeds. At guardrails, so, on the other hand, they, stuff like that. So the, uh, the most common accident, not turning in a turn where you're required to. The second most common accident is um, you were hit by a car because the car didn't see you. Yeah. And that's just a, like, you need to drive as if you are invisible. You can't expect a car not to make a left. And like you, in a car, you can just barrel through green lights your entire life and expect it to work out. Okay. Mm -hmm. In a motorcycle, even if you have the green light, you know, slow down. Where's your exit path? What are you going to do if that guy who's thinking about making a left makes that left where are you going to go behind him in front of him you know are you slow enough that you can react to it that's how you drive a motorcycle all the time think about your exit so yeah i'm going into this with a lot of um i don't know if fear is the right word but a lot of respect for uh for the dangers involved i talked to my dad about this the other day <clears throat> he was a little concerned about it at first but i think i reassured him by yeah by, 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 go, by having this kind of same conversation and talking about I, the I, I intended to buy I talk, I read the like post analysis reports of accidents and you know, oftentimes the motorcycles say it wasn't my fault. It's like, okay, I accept that it wasn't your fault. Was there anything you could have done differently? You know, sure. You got cut off by a car, but were you too close to him? Did you hover in his blind spot for a long time? You know, like, was there anything you could have done differently because like, your fault or not in, in a car, if it's not your fault, you kind of win that accident. That guy has to pay for it and you're okay. In a motorcycle, if it's not your fault, you still lost. So yeah, my dad had a motorcycle. Uh, I guess it was maybe like ten years ago now. Mm -hmm. uh, my uncle bought it, and uh, and then decided that like, I don't think he could afford it anymore. I think he bought more motorcycle than he could afford, or something like that. He bought a very expensive Harley. Um, mm -hmm. I don't remember what it cost. I, I, 
it must have I, I don't know uh, but in any case it was a it was a big 20 to thirty thousand dollar Harley Davidson motorcycle and dad would ride it occasionally but his thing was always like I don't know people are always pulling out in front of me and like like not giving me enough room like like just doesn't feel safe you know and uh, I, I just don't think he felt safe on the bike because of the other drivers and uh, and that, that's always been like the conversation Could he and be. I would have my cousin um when he was like shit 17. 18 maybe he always rode bikes like so it kind of made sense like like growing up he was always like a dirt bike kid and uh and like before that he had a scooter like he went from like scooter to like a 250 cc dirt bike to like maybe a 450 and then right into a ninja and like he's like riding a ninja back and forth to work um i don't remember how, how big it was it was it was not a 600 cc bike i don't know what ninjas come in but it was seven eight nine hundred cc's whatever and uh, and he went off road one night, like like kind of what you said. I think he uh, was avoiding an animal and went out into a field. You know, in Georgia, there's plenty of that. And just riding a sport bike through a dirt clod field is just yeah. until it decelerates down. And he was just like, I was just sitting there in the middle of Marshall's wheat field. <laughs> <laughs> I'd been going eighty a minute ago through curves, and now I was like bogged down in the mud. Thankful that it wasn't a pine forest here instead. I had that experience. I, I was 17, was young, and uh, it was fall. And I hadn't had experience with, like, I stayed over at my friend's house, so I was going home in the morning, and it was cold, like 40. And I had no idea that if you just blast around at high speeds with no gloves on and it's 40, that you literally can't operate your fingers. Like I, they, So I'm driving around, unbeknownst to me, my fingers don't work anymore. And I, there comes up a stop sign, I only have the rear brake, which does like 25% of your braking on the street. And uh, I just sort of skid right through it, skid across a big road, which fortunately there was no one else on, yeah. skid into some guy's front yard, skid across his front yard. I stop in his flowers like six inches from his front porch and realize I dodged a bullet, duck walk it backwards <laughs> and, uh, and drive away. I'm looking at the wind chill uh, index. Um, if it's 40 out and you're going 40 miles per hour, it's 10 degrees. So, yeah. so what is it at like 75? <laughs> it does. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Two it degrees. <laughs> like, like it, let's say it was 18 degrees out and you were going 40, it's negative 30. So, yeah, like, chilly. So, yeah, that makes sense for your hands to stop working at 70, at 40. I, like, I don't have, I didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah. Now I yeah. always wear gloves. I didn't wear gear when I was 17, but. Kind of like your friend. Like I had a moped before I had a motorcycle. I was on two yeah. wheels. My parents, my father in particular, liked us to have some sort of independence. When he got his car, his world opened up. You know, suddenly he could go anywhere and do anything. And it was like sort of the start of manhood and freedom. And in New Jersey at 15, you can get a motor moped license. Yeah. So my brother did that and I did that. And I think just the years on the mopeds kind of um pave the way for motorcycles yeah that makes with, a lot of sense. with parental approval i should say i was always on four wheelers you know i i was never mm. interested in that stuff but uh i i have slowly been getting more and more interested in it. and then your passion for it has really gotten me more and more into it it just seems like fun so uh you know it's it's it seems like it should be against the law i like it so much yeah i mean it, <laughs> it seems like the sort of thing those dirty liberals will make against the law someday yeah girl was anti-motorcyclist law <laughs> The most no, it's a great, I just hate on earth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the uh, lobby. 
We probably wrap it up there. We're well over four hours, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna get some dinner. Oh, yeah, All this right. Done early. No outros, I guess. PKA no, five fifty five.